Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, August 20th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening live. Thank you for listening to the archive. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and, uh, yeah, just uh, whatever's on your mind. Bud's Creek MX just wrapped up. Walton wrapped up. The last round of the uh, Rockstar Triple Crown Series wrapped up. We got a couple of gentlemen in studio that want to uh, talk about that a little bit. We got a great show lined up for you tonight. RJ Hampshire is in. Yeah, the great RJ Hampshire. He just won his first ever 250 MX National at Bud's Creek with great 2 1 rides. RJ will join the show and uh, looking forward to talking to him. I think everybody's pretty happy that. Uh, that he got a win, man. Good kid. Been trying hard. We, of course, we saw him win the uh, USGP last year, and now he's got a national win. And Colton Fasciati will be on Canadian legend, five-time now, 450 motocross champion. Just won uh, his fifth cha- championship this past weekend at Walton. Uh, we will have Colton on the show as well. And the legend, that is Jeff Ward, will join us. Jeff Ward will join us. Designations champion, supercross champion, motocross champion. He just did a supermoto race on an Alta. And he won, I guess. We'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about the motocross donations. We'll talk to him about what else has been going on in his life. Jeff Ward, everybody, will be on the show. Looking forward to that. And looking forward to you people calling us at 702-586-7857. Got a lot of cool things going on tonight. A lot of things to give away as well. Whether it's some fly stuff, Vertex, Pro Filter, Maxima, Atlas, uh, a bunch of things that we want to give away to you people either on archives or listen live. Whatever it is, man, we, uh, we're going to be here to help you. Great radio. Thank you, DV. And we are looking forward to you guys listening. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Thank you, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. Dylan Merriam switched to X-Brand this weekend and just got ninth overall. And that's not a coincidence. Just killed it with X-Brand. Mission Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board with us tonight to uh, talk Buds, talk Walton, talk Team Puerto Rico. There's been a shakeup with the team. I don't know if this will make Jason Thomas happy or not, but it seems like Ronnie Mack is out. Kevin Windham is in. So we will talk some Puerto Rico. Uh, Darren, Darren Durham, he's still mad, you think? Probably. Darren Durham got disqualified from the 125 race this weekend for riding a 150 that he admitted he was on. That's some controversy we can talk about. Aaron Plessinger clinched a championship this weekend, and uh, great guy, and uh, we'll talk about that. He lo- he's looking to move to 450s. So there's plenty of stuff to talk about. You can get this show on the Pulpamex app. You can get it on TuneIn app also if you want to do that. If you uh, go to Amazon and uh, the widget on Pulpamex.com, click on the widget. It takes you to Amazon. 
make your purchase for whatever it is that you uh, buy from Amazon, whether it's laptops, whether it's bumpers, whether it's uh, some lube, whatever it is, and uh, we get a small slice of that uh, and able to uh, keep flying in guests to the studio like we have today and uh, and do much more other things for as far as in-studio guests. Jason Thomas will join us, too, in a little bit. Uh, first up, though, our in-studio guests for the entire show, they are along for the ride the whole way. First up, from GuaranteedMX.com. He's a big part of the Jetworks Rockstar Triple Crown Series. And uh, you've seen him here and heard him here in studio before. And he's back. He's still going after that pulpy. Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie? Going for the pulpy. I'm making it happen tonight. I'm going to the next step. The Carney story from the last episode. If people want to hear maybe one of the all-time... Stories. We can break that one down again, and we can add the other one we were talking about before. I got a couple other ones yeah. I can throw in there. If that's going to get me the trophy, I mean, you know what I mean? This is the kind of training I'm into. I've the, trained my life for tough I, stories. I feel like that Carney story that had nothing to do with motocross was <laughs> one of our better stories. But so. was that a track? Yeah, true. Well, it was a manufactured mini state type track. Yeah, so. yeah. So, uh, welcome <laughs> back. Thank you for coming back in. Yeah, I'm stoked. This is the third time this year, man. I was actually just yeah. saying uh, in the airport, I haven't been to Vegas my entire life. And I've been mm-hmm. here four times now in within a year. Yeah. I went to Monster Cup, and now this is my third time here. Yeah. So, yeah. Vegas, baby. Yeah, no, absolutely. Vegas isn't ready for you, Goldie. I've uh, been a busy week at GuaranteedMX.com. I can't keep up with all the content. No, I, I'm I actually. I, mean, I, my, I had to I had to get some extra room on the server. Yeah, I just I can't keep up with the amount yeah. of stories. No, I've I've, uh, I've literally been laying down the workload. Like yeah. it has been. My advertisers are asking to. They they feel like they owe me more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's been absolutely <laughs> killing it. Speaking of advertisers, uh, one of your own Atlas. Brace, the Ryan, the Noof Lockhart. He's a legend. He's back in studio. What's up, Noof? Well, I'm just happy to be here with the with the legend that is Galdi, and I'm thinking maybe a GL show number two out of him. Right, yeah. He's maybe. really pushing for this Paul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been yeah. talking about it on the plane. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's going he's, for it. He's also mixing the drink of choice of GL. Yeah. And well, it was a stiff one. Was it? And Pookie's oh, mixing them. Really? So yeah, we know what yeah. happened. Right. Um, so if anyway, people want to tweet in or ask questions shot. about me throwing Noof around to get that pulpy, I'll do it Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> We'll toss them around tonight. And uh, thanks, Facebook Live, everybody. What's up on RacerX Facebook? Appreciate you watching. And, uh, yeah, great uh, great times ahead. Uh, RJ Hamshaw, Colton Fasciati, who you guys know well, clinched the fifth title at Walton. You were just up there. And uh, Jeff Ward, of course, will be on. So that's look, looking forward that's cool. to That's cool. I like that. Yeah, you're, you're old school. I'm a little more old yeah. school like that, yeah, for yeah. sure. Having Jeff on there, is, uh, that should be fun. 702-586-7857. If you have a question about Bud's Creek, give us a call. Uh, producing the show, holding things down over there, taking your calls, being nonchalant about everything. The Travis Marks. That's what I do. 505, bro. 505. Yeah, nobody cares. Pulp of X nobody Fantasy. Cares. Isn't that not even close to half? No, nah, it was 22nd uh, overall. Uh, 22nd overall. Oh, What'd you wow, score? Okay. What'd you get? I don't know. Or was it a bad week? Yeah. Because last week you did good. Last week you killed it. Listen, after the first motos, I was great. I was yeah. in like 50th or something yeah, yeah. overall. Right. And then I had three, two 250 riders get zero points, and uh-huh. then uh, Anderson didn't line up. So, yeah. good times. <laughs> oh, you were upset about Jason oh, Anderson not lining up? not happy. <laughs> because you picked Josh Granite while she Yeah, you would think who, I would learn. Who also didn't line up for motos here. These factory guys right. and these prima donnas that line up for one moto. Yeah. Big salaries. Yeah. Just stay home. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they get paid no matter what. Stay right? home. Yeah. Wow, uh, publicmexfantasy.com. I don't play get paid with us. no matter what. So <laughs> we got, garbage. 
we got one round left of the year, and then we're giving away a Cowie 250F, and we're giving away a 19 Cowie KX450F also. And you don't have to uh, win the leagues to get the 450. We are going to do that on a random draw of everybody who entered uh, both Supercross and Motocross season. So we're going to give away two bikes, Marks, coming up uh, next week or the week after. Yeah, it's been a good year. Yeah. Three bikes in total for the year? Yeah, three bikes from the folks at Kawasaki. And, That's Cray. Right? That's Cray. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and, impound. and do not... Listen, if a Schmavish Schmarks happens to win the 450, I'm calling bullshit. So <laughs> oh, it's fixed. It's, you, you'll never. I know. don't know how that happened. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting. I've been wanting a new bike. Yeah, exactly. I'll do whatever so, I can. Can you handle a 450, Travis? You think? No. You did no. a backflip. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. He got everything. He's got everything. But if, yeah. hey, those, that new Cali 450. I just right. watched a, a friend of mine close to us in the room here ride one this week, and he he only handled it one out of the six months. Yeah, models. like uh, <laughs> so. Noof. Like what happened? Like, you've won Walton before? You went in with a number one play? Seven times. What the hell happened? What, what happened? I got smoked. <laughs> I got smoked. <laughs> and are, I pulled you, it together for the last You moto. just got third in the Canadian National <laughs> Arena Cross okay. Series. I was talking to Dean Wilson about this okay. on Thursday. Yeah. And he told me I should just stick to indoor riding. Indoor only. Yeah. I think that's what I need to You're do. You're like McGrath. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on into 2019, I'm indoor, <laughs> indoor only. contract only. I'm never what, riding what, outdoors. What what happened to the no prep no nothing no I no, prepped whoa. I there prepped, was prepped. I don't for know. a run so you got one podium in six motos one podium I, I didn't even think I was going to get that podium I was like really depressed well, the Gal- one line Galdi track. told me it was one line track no it was the best track of the week and that's why I got it uh, well and then of the course track the was not in, like should we set the tone for this like are we going to yeah, get into yeah, this yeah we can yeah okay just... so <laughs> if if go. I don't know how many people follow my Instagrams on that we he gets to my house on Saturday yeah. everything starts on Monday yeah. He's there. He's there a couple of times, kind of getting things sorted out. He's like, I'm going for a run. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? What do you mean you're going for a run? This is vet class. Like, you don't train yeah. for vet class unless yeah. you're Mikey, Mike Brown, but he probably just rides now. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, fine. You're going for a run. I'm going to get in my vehicle and drink and follow well, you. Mickey from the Rocky, that's what he did. Mick, yes. Mick, Mickey followed Rocky around. That's right. Yeah. So I was going to do the same thing. I was Mick. He was my rock. So I'm playing Rocky <laughs> songs on the radio. I'm videoing him, following around. It's actually pretty fun. We're having a good time. He's talking racing. We're talking a bit of shit. How long was the run for? 25 minutes. Closer to 30. His pace was a bit slow, but yeah. still, he's a bad guy. I give it to him. <laughs> he ran. I didn't. Okay? I got myself a couple of drinks. I don't feel like running on Sunday would build you enough of a base for the Monday. I've been running. I've been running. No, he had to do this because he wanted to do it in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Right. He's trying to set the tone and the chirping and everything going on. And he he goes for this run. And then the entire week of Walton, shit the bed. Yeah. (laughs) Then in the fifth moto out of his six, he wads up in the mud. All hell is, he comes to the podium where I'm working. I do all the announcing for the yeah. amateur kids. Comes to the podium, he's got no shirt on. He's sweating again. He's pissed off. My leg, my leg. I'm, oh, I don't know if I can ride. I don't know if I ride. Yeah. Sets the tone. Everybody's like, ah, oh, Noof, we believe. We believe. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> Donk wrote a 700-word essay about <laughs> yes. how tough he was. He yeah. goes, out, he goes yeah. out and has the best moto. Walton is the best place again. The yeah, track was yeah. amazing. <laughs> My bike, everything just was the best. It was just like, should we should we talk about Galdi's week? I mean, he goes he, out and dummies himself going one kilometer an hour. I didn't. I had my own corner, Steve Mathis practice and knocks himself yeah. out and he's well, done for the week. I couldn't yes. clear a 10 foot double at Mesquite and I was bleeding from my brain apparently. And I couldn't handle a left hand turn in first gear. Right. I and tried my best. It wasn't my week. I was off. Okay. I, I, I know. I mean, I mean, 
the running and build up for it all in this. And I'm coming there. What was the t- what was the what was the tweet I sent out? Galdi, like I I have to do these things to stay. Fo- I can't actually find it again. I've got to do this do to stay feel focused. Like, hey, do you feel like? I mean, you spend a lot of money to go out and stay out in Toronto for a week, and you're away from your lovely wife and yep. child and everything. And then when you shit the bed like this, I mean, oh, it sucks. Do you just feel horrible about everything? Like the no, money he did it in Finland. The money. No, Finland was fine. He oh, okay. keeps talking about Finland, and I'm getting pissed off already because I did well in Finland for the circumstances that were there. I almost died getting there. Okay, on well, the plane. I, okay, well, shitting the bed and dying is quite similar. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's get to the bottom of Finland. Let's call out A-Ray right now. Yeah, call, I'll call an A-Ray right now. And A-Ray will tell the He's truth. He's going to vouch. He's going to vouch because Noof, Noof served it up at the after party. That's how that's going to work. <laughs> that's Noof there running. That's Noof running. Right now. He's up right now. He's, they're going to name a road after him for next year. Hey, A-Ray. Yo, what's up? Listen, uh, Ryan Gold and Noof are in studio with me right now. And, yeah, yeah. And, and Gold just said that Noof shit the bed in Finland. And Noof is very upset. No way. I didn't shit the bed. You no, pissed, I, I you pissed I on the bed then. I don't think he shit the bed. He may have pissed himself. I don't, I don't See? <laughs> but, but he was good in Finland, right? A-Ray I wouldn't mean, know. I he was, know. I don't like the silence. A-Ray was stoned on the smell of burnt clutch. He has no idea what's going on. A-Ray. Oh, yeah. I remember Finland. I I do remember that. And I remember... But I mean, he he wasn't in the best shape the last time I seen him. <laughs> We're talking about the racing though, and that's what the first night I did okay. I made the main. Yeah, I beat. It. I mean, it oh, only took twelve wait, to the main. The they took... I, I thought you were talking about like oh, like, oh. no racing, oh. actual racing. Okay, racing. The second night. He had bike issues. Right, and then what happened? I took you to the top, rubbing the arms out. Took me. He took, yeah, he took me to the top, you know. Right, I was so it was a success. Pump, you know? Well, Galdi. The and, success uh, yeah. to a trip to Finland is you rubbing another man's arms. <laughs> Galdi, you're just pissed because <laughs> you go, don't ever get these Why don't we head into Vegas tonight and you can make some, make some dinner money for Sounds me, give him some rubs. <laughs> I mean, hey, little rubs. Is the guy that, that, uh, that called Kate a gate filler? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the same guy. Yeah, yeah, I did it a okay, bunch of times yeah, this weekend too. I like him. I like all <laughs> Yeah, hey Ray, I got you at straight rhythm. My money's on you at straight rhythm. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> all right, yeah, we're gonna show those guys, hey Ray, what's up with straight rhythm. Please don't start with the Ram and the asses. I'm so tired of my phone like dinging and me just looking at it and someone. It's random ass. ass. I, we're we're going to show the factories what's up. We're going oh, to ram it up. The, we're going to ram it up hey, their asses. You get you get ram factory? asses and rub arms. <laughs> hey, uh, did Is you there dro- any factory guys even doing it? I don't know. Did you drop this head and cylinder off? Yeah, can you believe I took that thing apart? No, I can't. He took a he took a, he took a two-stroke cylinder That's head off. That's scary. That's nice. Scary. Nice. Did you yeah, did I you, don't know how to put it back together, but Did you talk to Peyton? No, um, he actually like, he got there like right as I was leaving, like okay. as I was pulling out. Yeah. Just put it on so, the counter. Yeah, where those, so, yeah what did you tell them? What did you, what did you say to them? <laughs> I was like, hey, this is for uh, that shitty media guy and uh, straight rhythm. They're like, all right, cool. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, See you I'm later. Shitty media guy. <laughs> See you, bro. We're, We're never See getting that no, no, I'm head just back. kidding. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, I'm just here to drop this off uh, for the my straight rhythm bike, the Pulpit Max <laughs> Yamaha two stroke. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. And they're like, all right, we'll we'll handle it. Okay. Straight rhythm prep is going okay though, so far. Uh. Well, I mean, the bike is still like. Yeah, but in pieces. But so, yeah, it's going but, great. But training and and mindset 
We're good. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I like uh, in case anyone follows me on Strava, I've just been cycling in a straight line. I turn around and then I come back. Fantastic. Good to hear. All right, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Thank you for picking up. I appreciate it. And and right, tell Goldie that yeah, on the track, Noof was solid in Finland. Yeah. Oh yeah, Noof was solid. You're just he saying that because he gave you a rub. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, he scratches my back, I scratch his. That's right. Uh, that that sounded like it was do. the front. That's it what buddies like it was do. The front. That's what Th- thanks, do. A Ray. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> See you, bud. All right, no problem. Uh, maybe that's the Gear Sounds Alloy gay. cold call. I don't know. Gear the, Alloy. The good news is, huh? out of that phone call, at least we clarified that I didn't actually. Shit, shit the, the bed, bed. Yeah. like the actual <laughs> right, real bed. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sure my thought. wife's watching this thinking, oh, nice. my God, what yeah. happened over there? Well, listen, um, mm-hmm. Noof, you're better than what ha- I mean, you're yeah. better than, than Hey, what you happened, know what? But- the boys, he, he, went, he rode just fine. I don't want to start talking shit. He'll end up crying in a minute if I beat him too much. <laughs> right. He uh, rode great. Those guys were just. He got third overall in Canada in a 250 Arena Cross series. Yeah. I have the trophy. Without hitting the podium it. once, though. It doesn't matter. He's consistent. Like no, one hundred percent. Kind of like saying, kind of like your three, consistent, three for consistent. Yeah, yeah, right. And how how'd that uh, poll go? That's bullshit. Anyways, um, he goes. Would you go six five two for fifth overall in that class? You were consistent, At Walton. Yeah, consistent. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Walton, just so Fossiati wins a title. Uh, puts a, gets a fifth. Uh, he's going to be joining us here later tonight. Kind of a surprise. I think he hadn't won it for three years. Yeah. Uh, Gurky's won it uh, twice, right? In that time, I, miss, I must be missing Maddie's somebody else. Metcalf won, right? won it. Won it. Uh, Colton's been hurt a little bit. This is a nice Renaissance season for. How old is Fasciati now? He's just thirty. 30. Yeah, 30. He's the same age, right? Yeah, yeah. So nice Renaissance season for Colt forty-five. Probably like one year that I didn't expect him to do it. Yeah, you know, and yep. I think that's why we're all, you know, shocked a little bit. Don't say we're all. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I way. picked him. You did. You picked him, Galdi. Yeah. Thank you. But right. yes, no. But at thirty years old. How old the hell is Kirk? He's got to be thirty now. Thirty. He's like thirty-one or something okay. like that. Yeah. These guys are getting up there, I guess, yeah. as standards go. But he was impressive, and to go out and actually win the last moto too, right when it's yeah. already pretty much wrapped, like. He kind of waxed him. I don't remember what it was. Like, you know, maybe ten seconds or something. But um, he was impressive bike. this year. It's the bike. It's the bike. Yeah. That's um, what he says. What's the? Well, I thought oh. it was the Atlas brace. It is that too. Oh, okay. He was just floating around. Now that he's in his thirties, his safety is next it's level. Paramount. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he doesn't worry about that. Jess Pettis from MX MX one hundred one team uh, wins the MX two. I'm looking forward to uh, hot dog vendor losing him to another team next year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Poor hot dog. Like he's got no more hair to lose either. No. So no. that's not yeah. going to – he's not losing so, that. So GDR will just pick up Pettis for, for 19? If they make the kind of breakfasts they did for me in New Fall Week, I'd go yeah. to that team. Okay. <laughs> I'd go just for breakfast. And their after party was good too. The after party was dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. I saw some video from yeah. the after party at Walton. It looks, looks there's, phenomenal. There's plenty of it. It's, it's a good time that right there. That shit only happens in Canada. Right. That <laughs> – Hashtag I mean, snowmobiles, drag races, tables. There was a mud, mud bog car. Mud bog car. I don't think you yeah. saw that, like a full mud bog car yeah. doing drag races. Canadian moto yeah. after the end of the season Chugging party. beers with the top ten. Shirts ripped. 
Yeah. Well, I wanted uh, to, the whole plan was I wanted to like, you know, in the U.S. last little few or few championships, they've been trying to blow the bikes yeah, up. Yeah. I wanted to do that real bad, but Diggs didn't want to do that because he needs that bike for motocross of nations. <laughs> so I kind of got it. And that's why we did the drag racing. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the drag race is good too. You were there for all the, you could probably talk about who, who went against who, like I got Woods, beat. He got beat by, who'd you get beat by? Josh Woods. Yeah. Woods beat him. Woodrow. Larry yeah. and Tyser beat Kyle Keese. Uh, that was a big one. Who else? Kevin Tyler and Diggs went together, right? And Diggs beat Tyler. No, Tyler beat Diggs. Yeah, Tyler smoked beat Diggs. him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So there were some good competitions. And the two mechanics, the two GDR <laughs> mechanics, went against each other. Yeah. And got full. Squ- it's dark, right? There's yeah. lights. We have lights yeah. set up. Uh-huh. They both get full squirrely. One goes this way into the fence, and the other one goes this way into the <laughs> Yamaha rig, <laughs> and like on wet grass, and saved it at the last second. Yeah. Oh jeez. That was kind of the end of it. We thought, <laughs> let's maybe get these. That's, when the, that's when the sled came out, and everybody took a ride on Larry. Let's and Tyson's back sled. it down. Uh, so yeah, interesting. We'll talk some more Canadian moto in a little bit. But the ten round series wrapped up. The Supercross series of fall still happening, but uh, exciting times for those guys. It's a buds. Creek this past weekend. Look, early in Moto 2, a 450 class. Marv wins the first moto. Eli gets uh, third. No, Roxon wins first moto. Roxon wins first moto. Marv puts two points on Eli, and the gap is down to 11. And early in the second moto, Marv's out front. The gap is going to be like three going into Indiana because Eli's not getting much done out there. With like five minutes to go, too. Like it was no, like he was moved up more? by then, but okay. this was early. He got by Phil and, and yeah, Anderson okay, and yeah. these guys. Uh, or not Anderson, Phil and uh, somebody else. And Marcia went down. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia yeah. yeah. Went down. And, uh, and then, so the gap goes from possibly three from 15. Now it's Eli hits the afterburners. He goes full animal Eli. Passes Marv on the outside, jumping a double that I don't think anybody did all day in the, in that little slow roller section. Yeah, but they were do, but they were doing it from the inside. He yeah. goes around yeah. like yeah, and uh, and he passes Marv. Marv drops back to third. Baggett gets him, and the gap is now twenty with one moto to one, one race to go. Two motos left for Eli Tomac again. Just animal Eli comes out. We saw it at Millville. We've seen it at Washougal. Just unbelievable. Being a fan of the sport, I just and obviously being a racer, uh, past time, but ha- being able to have that gift to as a racer, you know, past, well, three three for an yeah, overall. Here yeah. we go. Uh, yeah. Being being able to turn that that kind of ability on, that's fucking cool. Yeah, like that's just so cool. That kind of well, Hurdlings does it. He, I guess, yep. that is just. Against the best freaking well, guys around. It's not like you're yeah, riding against the no, vet class it, or something. It's different <laughs> seeing you, some guy do it. At, at, this is a very – Ken Roxon and Blake Baggett and Marvin Moose can work <laughs> yeah. their balls off. Yeah. And then this guy comes out, and he's two seconds a yeah. lot better. Three seconds a lot better sometimes. Like, come on, man. I'll tell you, I would have been chugging a couple beers after that effort right there on the box. Dude, <laughs> and I don't think our, our, none of our guys are doing that outside of Roxon. Nah. Um, but, know, uh, no, Eli says he enjoys a beer. Remember, we asked him that. Yeah, I, said I that guess. Last time. I, I mean, this is a guy who refused to answer what he did on his off weekend a couple weeks ago. Yeah, true. So, oh. you know, but was, um, that, was that before you compared yourself to him or after? Because like last show you were on, you compared yourself to every one of the guests. So no, I had something tonight? in common. <laughs> I had something in common. No, you compared it. Me and I, well, no, we we share the same sort of thing. I mean, we're awesome people. He was a Yamaha. Right. You know, support we ride, we ride, like dirt, we ride dirt bikes very well. We both got kick-ass dads. You're going to go. Okay, my dad not a mountain AP. biker. He's more of a, you know, the opposite type of guy, like a, against the grain of law, <laughs> uh, but awesome. <laughs> but still, where they're, you know, kick-ass dads. Got oh. nice-looking chicks. How can, okay, well, actually, 
Goldie's already sort of found his connection with RJ Hampshire. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. They got yeah, a little bit of a connection. I wonder if you remember uh, that. That would be cool if he does. Jeff, Jeff Ford? Ford. Yeah. I don't Maybe. have a connection, really, but I got some cool questions to ask him because I feel like he'll give some good reality answers. Uh, and uh, uh, Colton, of course. You and Colton, rivals. Yeah. Rivals. Rivals. <laughs> yeah. We're coming tight. Up, coming We're up tight. the Canadian scene. Well, Galdi was uh, Colton's team manager in Latvia that year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, actually, the one year he now, got fired. Actually, now that we're around, we could probably – I could share the Latvia story. The yeah, after party? Like, no, the, no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the rental car? Well before that. The no. rental car? No, no, not popping the champagne the rental oh. car. Well before that. Okay. On the Wednesday. Galdi's one of those guys that he can get fired from a volunteer position job, <laughs> which that is a volunteer <laughs> position. Actually, money out of your own pocket. I am a gifted man. All right? I, can, I am Galdi the was Canadian, guy. Canadian Motocross the Nation's manager for one year, and got it, it got public on what he did and what the team did, and he got fired. Yeah. One, one and done. You, one and the done. team had not, we hadn't had a team for two years. Two years. Two years? I thought it was even yeah. longer. No, because they went to up. Germany, which is thirteen, right? Church and Church and Chal. And Torch and Tall, Thompson yeah. and the yeah, two yeah, Madags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then no, wait a minute. Yeah, they did. They were in Torch and Tall. Yeah, so that was yeah. fourteen was Latvia. No, fifteen Latvia. I don't know. Uh, Either way. Anyway, he, he got his ass fired. Galdi yeah. became the team manager. Everything was looking great, and he got fired. Shit the bed. Yeah, shit the bed. From a volunteer so, job. I guess that's not really good to have on your resume. No. No. No? Good thing I don't need to get a job uh, right now, anyway. So, Aaron Plessinger. See by the end of this show. Sorry. Aaron Plessinger. So, okay, Eli's 20 up. I mean. Got to be confident going into the If he goes 3-3 three, three and Marv goes 1-1, one, one, he's got it. Yeah. If he, go, he goes 4-4, four, four, that's uh, 36. To, he's got it. Like. But it, we've seen Eli come apart before. And he did last year, actually, at. Uh, yeah. At Iron Man, right? Remember, Hurlings yeah. out of the mix. Are they flying Hurlings in? No, no, there's a GP. There's this a weekend. GP. <laughs> they're yeah. flying him in last flying minute. Um, anyway, they're putting, putting Jalen you know on. But hey, without, without their Red Bud DNF of the bike, yeah, you know, you had 25 it's points over. right there. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's 45. The gap's 45 or whatever. I just Eli's the fastest guy. Absolutely, He's been yeah. fastest guy all year. Marv was hurt. Uh, he crashed during the week and was hurt a little bit, banged up. You know, but you know, so he's on the verge of Eli's of clinching his second. For the MX title. Um, speaking of titles, Aaron Plessinger clinched. Everyone's happy for him for Absolutely, the most part. Yeah. Cool guy. He's been the best best rider all all summer long. I asked Wygant and JT this question: If J Mart and Osborne don't go out, and they were tied after Glen Helen, and then Osborne crashed in that first moto at uh, Lakewood, and he was done. And J Mart, I don't remember, he went. You know, he was okay. I think Plessinger could easily win this, even with those two guys in it, Galdi. Well, I listened to, to your guys' review there. Uh, I kind of a, a little bit agree with with JT, but I feel like uh, like he said Osborne uh, would have would have. He thinks that Osborne yeah, would have yeah, hung onto a correct. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to agree with that because I feel like there was those two or three rounds where AP got a little lucky as far as the points carried on. I think right, he went an overall doing like a three three or something just last week or the week before. Right? Yeah, uh, went like three Washugo, two or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't know. I feel uh, it would have been. I mean, Osborne was just so strong, really, but I mean, I just can't compare it. He was in it, in it but uh, that guy has been solid. Mm-hmm. He's been solid for sure. It'd be hard to. Uh, I, that's kind of a hard one to look at. Yeah. But I kind of felt like this year was going to be Jmart's year. I don't know why. I, I kind of Did a you? little bit of a fan of him, but yep. unfortunately, with that crazy crash, he wasn't able to do it. But what do you think? Um, what do you think, Noof? Yeah, I mean, AP's been so good all year, obviously. Um, I mean, Osborne's good, too, so it's hard to compare. I mean, he was in it for the championship, and and here he is. Troll train, bro. (laughs) Troll train. (laughs) 
Troll Train, we lost some we lost yeah. some uh, coal. Yeah. A little bit. We lost some juice near the end of the year. One of the What the hell it seriously though, why has it gone this bad? I don't know if it's gone that bad, but I just I think he's wore out, man. Is that all it I is? I think he's yeah. wore out. I think he's he, he you know, I just think the the Baker program is I, I don't agree with the part where you have nineteen year old kids doing the same as a twenty eight year old Alex Martin. Like I don't agree with that. Like I'm not a trainer, clearly. Yeah. I am not a trainer. <laughs> But no, no. how can you just do the same workload, whether you're 28 or 19? Who feels the same at 28 or 19? Not, not the same, different. It's a, it's a di- I, I remember Tim Ferry, I mentioned number one of Tim Ferry tonight, 28 minutes in. Ferry <laughs> told me as he got older, and he was talking 30, so not that far off 28, rest became hugely important to him uh, yeah. for his performance on the weekends. Like He backed down the bicycling, he backed down the motos in season. He did a lot of work off season, but in season he backed it down, and I think that's part of what Amart feels is that he's been he's wore down, he's tired. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes hundred percent sense. You know, so, um, well, you know what? We're moving to JGR, and the rider that uh, beat us is moving out to four fifties, and so Troll Train will be in effect for uh, twenty nineteen. So, your what are your what is those cycle news things that you did? The call the. Future headlines. Yeah. Future headlines. Baker's Factory bombs, Martin, or Troll Train Trollops. I don't know if Trollops a word. Is that sure. Word? Trollops, yeah. Like is Trollops a word? Trollops like, means horse shit and shitty on horses or something, doesn't it? What? Did what? I make that up? Oh, what? Trollops. Uh, he's getting. I just looked up trollop. Crazy. Yeah. And the definition. It's like a whore or something. Like a, like a, a like woman a perceived as sexual, sexually disreputable or promiscuous. Troll train <laughs> is a promiscuous troll. Troll. <laughs> um, okay, not the right one there. Okay, well. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I went for it. I went for it. <laughs> it rhymed. So. Well, that's what I was. I didn't. Uh, Tramps. Yeah. Um, and coming up, R.J. Hampshire right away. Actually, Florida kid. Cool. Won his first Smithy National. Really rode well. Got two starts. Put it together. Uh, great job by him. And, cool thing uh, too. He he passed AP before AP uh, crashed. Moto two, so like you know, he didn't get it gifted to him. Like you earned it, right? And then your boy uh, Sexton was all over him, actually know. putting pressure on that, which was Atlas which was cool. Chase Sexton, yeah, which was cool. Waiting for Chase Sexton to break out, and that might be one of the rides. That was his best weekend. Yeah, that was his best weekend for sure. And yep. Mitchell Harrison, Atlas Brace guy, has kind of he been coming a, into his own the last, last couple of weeks. Last couple Contract weeks, time. He uh, he he had he had a podium spot until late. I think the last lap. Yeah, I think that pass on the last lap did did Mitchell Harrison in. So um, absolutely. Uh, did you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? God, I wish I had that option. Yeah. You do. Imagine a good option. It eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. I needed that. For I'm waiting for the next step. of. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many um, times. ProFilter has been active in the industry for a decade and makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Premium air filter for your next service is available. Pulpamex listeners can get a 35% discount. MaximaUSA.com. Enter Pulpamex35 at checkout and save with ProFilter. You can get one of those. Never oil filter again. I like it. Also, uh, Vertex pit, uh, Vertex, uh, Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Uh, official sprockets of Monster Energy Yamaha. So Barsha and Webb use these. And uh, bars and uh, a V3 bar, 29% stronger than competition. They've got uh, brake lines. They've got bars. They've got uh, sprockets. They've got an NW3 chain. And if you email Jake at VortexRacing.com, mention Pulpa Mex, you can save with the folks at VortexRacing.com. Uh, sprockets and chains and bars 
all available for a hell of a deal from the guys at Vortex Racing. And Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Uh, he is a Geico Honda rider. He won his first career 250 national at Bud's Creek to go with his GP win. He's RJ Hampshire. What's up, RJ? How are you, man? Uh, not too bad. Uh, how about you guys? We're good, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. That so, was, uh, was a good weekend. Yeah, so a day, a couple days after it's over, uh, how, how much is your phone blowing up with everybody? Uh, it's actually the people now that I talk to that are actually messaging me. It's all the ones that I don't <laughs> talk to that blow you up right after. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Um, yeah, exactly. How's it feel, though, a couple days? I mean, look, the USGP was cool. We had you on. You rode great. Uh, but this is a different deal, isn't it? Oh, it's – yeah, you can't – I mean, you can compare them, compare them a little bit, but yep. uh, this, this is what I'm paid to do. So it's a uh, – it's a lot bigger. I mean, um, I said it kind of like a little bit disrespectful to the MXGP guys whenever I did do that, but um, like no disrespect to them, but it's just, you know, these are the yeah. guys I raced with all year. So to go out there and, uh, you know, just kind of prove myself and prove that I, you know, yep. have the speed to win. Um, uh, no, it was sweet. Um, you've you talked about the speed to win. I think you've had the speed to win at times the last few years, and we've been waiting for this ride from you, RJ, because you've shown it. Um, and I guess, obviously, you're pumped and you're stoked, and the, the check that you're going to get is awesome. But in a way, it's, it's relief, right? In a way, it's like, hey, I finally, I did this. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I'm. It's kind of what I was expected to do a long time ago, and then, uh, you know, that injury I had right after my um, first year is pretty big, and mm-hmm. honestly, it's just been so like you hear so many negatives throughout, you know, your riding and stuff, and you almost kind of start to believe it. So, uh, you know, I was in a pretty rough spot, and, you know, like you said, I'd have a good moto, and mm-hmm. then, you know, something would happen, or, you know, I would just, I mean, I, it was more me. I mean, I just couldn't really pull it together, and um, I don't know, just pretty much, I mean, I, it's, I can't even just say this outdoor season. I mean, I came in a Supercross, and, I mean, I led 15 of 18 laps round one. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was feeling good right off the bat. Um, I mean, you know, that, that crash at Daytona, that really hurt me. And, yep. You know, just once again, just kind of had to keep building myself back up and then um, feeling good. I think it was uh, Muddy Creek, and sure enough, I mean, I had a, pod- a podium on my last lap, so I had literally had less than a lap to go. And, yep. And, uh, yeah, I was out, KO'd there, and then, um, honestly, like, the team kind of told me to take it off, like, don't even race. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I was feeling really good past everything so i uh, went racing at southwick shouldn't i mean i felt i felt decent whatever mm-hmm. and it really hurt after the first moto and then um second moto i got on podium and then jeff my team owner um right after that was like you know we should probably sit out red Bud. i'm like well we already raced once now like, there's no there's no way um but no it's it's been awesome like i feel really good and um you know the bike the team has been working um, you can tell. I mean, we were on a better bike this weekend. Yep. Um, hey, going back to Muddy Creek, uh, I know you weren't pumped with your buddy Jordan Smith a little bit, and we saw your helmet cam on that. Did you Have you talked to him about it? Did, were you, did you guys make up? Did, 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 are you still kind of pissed at him? What's the status of that? No, I'm, I was fine. I mean, I was okay. really bummed right after. Yep. Like, I was, I posted and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then we actually were on the same flight out to uh, the next round, Red Butt or whatever. Okay. And, um, I was sitting at the gate, and I looked up at the upgrade list, and he was actually on it. So I knew he was on my flight. So I, uh, I texted him. I was, like, uh, waiting for you at, like, gate 
15B or something with like boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought I thought we were fine by that. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Well, then he was pretty upset with me because I posted it. So he showed up, never texted me back, and it was just it was super awkward from there. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, but but now no, we're fine now. Okay, good. We're in, yeah, yeah, we have a fantasy football league going on, so. It's, it's a little bit more important now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm glad. Yeah, you guys are tight. You know what I mean. You never want to see that happen. And but at the same time, it's competitive. It's racing. You know. So. Uh, yeah. No, I was I was bummed. I mean, not even just from the podium. Like I, I hit hard, really hard. Yeah. And, uh, that was a big setback. But no, I mean, we're we're good buddies. You know, I just I just wrote a story about Cooper Webb that that's probably going to be out on Racer X this week. And and you know, he hasn't in in two years on a 450. He hasn't finished a complete season. He's been hurt every single series. Uh, he made made 11 out of 12 nationals last year, but still he missed that one. And you know he's probably more banged up than you know than we, the media and fans, know. And you're sort of similar to that, aren't you? Like, man, it's just every time you get going, something happens. We saw the straight rhythm thing that was gnarly. Uh, we saw you know different crashes, and it's really tough to get going when when you just keep getting knocked down. Yeah, and like, and it's not just you can go ahead and take a weekend off because, um, you know, then it takes two weekends of racing to get back to where you were before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I would just kind of like suffer through it. I mean, I was, I probably shouldn't have been riding just because how much pain I was in. Um, you know, for about three weekends in a row. Yeah. But you know, all that just paid off this weekend. So that's kind of how I look at it. Like, yeah, suffer through what you can, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, sure enough, we were. We're on the top this weekend, so yeah. You know, like I said, like I think in the interview, I was like, it doesn't honestly. The past ten rounds don't even matter now. I mean, we yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was two big check marks for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I was going to suggest you calling Red Dog again, but that's just me, RJ. That's that's just me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, honestly, it's like the best I'm feeling right now, and I mean, it, you guys would be blown away with like my program and stuff down here. Like, it's completely. I don't think there's anyone even close to be doing what i'm doing like i'm pretty much by myself down here with my practice mechanic and uh we do our own deal yeah i mean it's to have success like that i mean it almost feels even better than sure to uh you know have a whole team to you know kind of base it off of yeah i know absolutely it's a good point speaking of that uh eric is on the line he wants to talk to you about your facility a little bit uh eric welcome to the show and what's your question for rj hampshire hey guys thanks for taking my call uh well uh, RJ, man, awesome riding. Um, I've been a big fan of yours since, uh, actually, since that straight rhythm crash, man. Like, I hate kind of bad circumstances, but that's when I really started following your career closely. So, uh, congrats, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, I was wondering, like, you know, you came out from amateur and you were training at Timmy's, and then you kind of did the Geico thing, and then, uh, you know, you, I, I see your your pad and your setup there on uh, Instagram, and and you've really invested in yourself. So I was just wondering, like, can you tell me, like, what led to that decision to just decide to go it on your own? Honestly, I was I was getting pretty just, like, I wasn't happy with where I was. And I kind of looked at it as, you know, I'm going to be doing this and putting this much into it, be happy and, you know, having fun while I'm doing it. Um, so that's just what I did. I mean, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do what you know makes me happy. And mm-hmm. I left where I was and, you know, it took a big risk. Um, you know, I had uh, Randy Oho um, back home, and he helped me out quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we just had a we had an idea um, before last year even ended, and um, just kind of followed through with it. And uh, sure enough, I mean, I 
my place is awesome. You know, I could literally spend every day out there. And, uh, you know, I, ha- I have a guy that's supposed to take care of it all, like my track work and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, so I bought a skid steer, and I-, I love working on that. So when I finish up riding, like I'll hop on that. And, um, but honestly, I'm, I'm happy. That's the main thing, you know, to answer your question. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Eric. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's uh, for people who don't know, you told me on my post-race interview with you, RJ, that you rode Supercross one day and then you went to Kroom. So yeah. is that what we're doing before Indiana, Supercross and Kroom? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I mean, the whole Florida's flooded right now because we just got hit with a huge storm. So I think yeah. Kroom's going to be like a place to ride tomorrow. But, yeah. uh, I mean, we, we're so late into the season now, and, I mean, we've already done all our prep. Where it was just like Supercross was honestly the most fun I've had in a while, just mm-hmm. because it was something different. And um, we were at my place, so it's always cool to just uh, ride right out of the shop. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, does Kroom still have that sand track along the outside of it? Uh, I made my own track, like kind of right in the sand pit, right, right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's brutal. I mean, I honestly I don't know another track like that. Yeah, Gall, you've been to Kroom, right? A bunch. Oh yeah, no, we, that used to be the the stable the spot, for man. years. Yeah. For, for when I first turned pro, late intermediate days, go live at the campground right across the street. Ride your bike under the bridge. Yeah. Check in, pay your twenty seven bucks to get your permit. And, yeah. Think and, of the uh, blast sand whoops. Think of the greats that have ridden at Kroom. Like I was just seriously, thinking. like we. We used to. I went there one year in '89, and like it was like a factory national. Everyone was there. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I've been there where it's been like that. It was yeah. awesome. It's the first day I ever met Jeff Stan was that crew. Yeah, I, you're probably too young for those days, RJ. But it was the spot, man. Yeah, no, I just hear. Uh, so Keelon, Kenny Keelon, he's. Uh, yeah. Yep. He lives right up the road from us. Mm-hmm. So he'll just uh, come out with some stories. Honestly, so I made this circle track out there. Um, I think it was after Thunder Valley, mm-hmm. and. Uh, like, my bike was overheating. I mean, there was a bunch of puddles out there, so I uh, was kind of, like, just cruising after trying to cool my bike down. Uh-huh. And um, sure enough, I caught my rut that I was doing the circle track on. <laughs> oh, I had I had a pretty bad get-off, literally <laughs> riding back to the pit. And uh, then Kenny was just telling us stories about him back in the day where he's, he's hit plenty of those. Oh, yeah, no, it was the spot, man, definitely. Um Hey, so uh, one of the things I talked to Dan Bentley a lot, I know I talked to you about this, our post-race thing, but I talked to Dan Bentley a lot. He's been telling me about working on these motors and working on these motors, an all-new bike. Yourself and Sexton both told me uh, that the bike's come a long way, the 2018 Honda, and both of you guys said uh, great job by Dan and the whole team, Kibby and everybody, to uh, really make that bike better, huh? Yeah, and I don't even blame it all on the team. I blame it on myself, too, and I think the riders should also because – Coming out of Supercross, we thought we had, you know, a great bike. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't know until you show up at round one or Glenn Helen. Glenn Helen, I was I was losing my mind just because I knew <laughs> knew how far we were off. Um, yep. But you don't know until you go racing on it. And we, did, we didn't have too much time during the off-season to, you know, do testing outdoors with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had no idea. And, um, you know, Supercross, we had it dialed in. I think I whole shot at my first, like, four races in a row so like i was pumped on the bike and then i got hurt so i take i do take quite a bit of blame for that mm-hmm. um but you know kibby at the shop uh kibby josh and all them they've been uh crushing it and you can tell like yeah we had we've had a much better bike and um it'll just keep improving you know that's what they yeah whole team's in right now is like we're not we're not going to stop because uh i mean you can tell the blue bikes are definitely um, pretty fast right now. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, the, the Yamaha's got a good package, there's no doubt. Um, 
702-586. Pulp, you got a question for RJ Hampshire? Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing if you want a hell of a deal. Call that you wanted to ask Hampshire something about a connection. <laughs> yeah. You- uh, uh, first off, RJ, congrats on such a great ride on the weekend. Um, Thank you. Do you remember a guy named Jason Thorne? Ah, sounds familiar. So he would have—he was really good friends with Ken, uh, Kenny Yoho. Uh, lived down in Florida for quite a few years. He used to share a lot of stories with us of the, you guys practicing. And I, I would assume you were probably right around maybe sixty rider eighty fives of going out to like obviously um, uh, to Yoho's track there, Date City, and a couple places. He always—he's like, "Hey man, you see?" I see him nowadays. I see him once in a while. He's always got a, a weird voice. He's like, "You see that Hampshire kid? I used to ride with that kid all the time. He's kicking ass. Hey, Hampshire is real good." <laughs> and uh, he actually—I just seen him not that long ago, and he's—he's uh, he's like, "Yeah, hey, you watching that guy again?" And then all of a sudden you win. And so uh, I told him I was coming on the show when you're on, and he wanted to say hi, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, "This kid doesn't remember you, dude. You're a freaking washout, and you don't know what's going on." <laughs> but uh, anyway, I used to hang out with Yoho, and I guess you guys might have practiced years ago, but. Obviously, that was uh, this is probably a good ten, maybe twelve years ago now. Uh, but other question: How old are you now? I'm uh, 22. Okay, so uh, are you secure ride-wise? Everything is obviously this helps a little bit for uh, 2019. Yeah, no, we're uh, we've got a long-term deal with Geico. I'm contracted nice. till 2020. So oh, beautiful! That must make you feel pretty yeah. good. Um, obviously, too. I mean kind of results as you were sharing were going great, but then now you kind of swing for the fences and knock one out of the park. That's got to feel good, you and the team. And, I mean, like you've always been sharing it. you got a great connection. So that that comfort must be nice. Yeah, it is for sure. And that, honestly, not just for myself, for the whole Geico Honda team this weekend to go 1-2 mm-hmm. um, with Chase. Like, that was huge. I don't think we've done that since, like, 2011 or something yeah. or even had a few guys on the podium. So, I mean, for just for – you know the team. I mean, that was that was massive. I mean, we haven't had the greatest year, even with Jeremy going out, mm-hmm. um, and then just to have Chase and I being up there, and not even Jeremy. You know, that was yeah. that's cool. And uh, shit, Cameron led some laps last weekend in the mud. Good job yeah, from him. You know? Yeah, he was crushing it. Hey, even that second moto. I mean, he crashed in the first turn. I think yeah. he came back like twelfth or something. Uh, I, I was standing in the Nantra's Tower watching the second turn, and you're like third, maybe second, and you go to cut inside and lost your front end out and right down in the mud, dude. Right down in the mud. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I was like literally. This sport is so up and down. Like the weekend yeah. before, I probably had my worst weekend in two years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like bombed super bombed yeah and then uh come out this week and have my best, best yeah no and then, like it is for Andis too so for Andis has his best weekend last weekend and then comes this weekend and kind of yeah i mean then have the best best go no but for sure um it's just so up and down Noof, uh, Chase Sexton wears an Atlas brace, and obviously you work at Atlas, uh, and so you keep an eye on him. He was great this weekend too. Like yeah. it was, uh, he was chasing RJ down in that second mode a little bit. RJ, Chase Sexton, finally catching fire. Yeah, no, and that's that's funny because like we're always so close, but we never find each other on the track. Like mm-hmm. we're always either he's up front, I'm in the back, or it's opposite. Yep. Um, but I honest, I thought Forkner was behind me the whole moto. I had no idea it was Chase um, until about four to go. So even once I seen like I had a gap on Chase, I still thought Forkner was in between us, um, and his uh, Forkner would have beat me in the overall if he yeah. passed me. So like I was still going for it, um, but no, that was that was cool just to see both. I mean, Guy Kohana's yeah. up there one too. Well, um, uh, RJ, you didn't know it was Forkner because you weren't leaving any insides open anywhere. So, because you thought it was yeah. Forkner, so that, that, <laughs> exactly. that, that, that's why you never noticed anything. Uh, yeah, God, he's 
he's aggressive, man. Right. <laughs> he's aggressive. Um, and uh, I'm sure he's made a few enemies out there. Uh, off-season stuff, RJ, you got any plans? Uh, any Anything in the works at all? Well, I'm getting married uh, in November. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, no, we're trying to um, schedule things around that. Yep. Uh, maybe Montreal, Supercross. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's soon, though. Yeah, because uh-huh. J-Mart was supposed to do that, so they could just move you into there easy, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's what we're hoping for. Um, and then, honestly, probably just take it off, take the whole off-season off, get ready for Supercross. I don't yep. know. Like I, I've been – kind of wanting to do west but i don't think that's going to work out for me um, <laughs> yeah. this year so uh i mean it gives me a longer off season but um you know it's that's the main thing just try to focus on yeah. what i can and get ready for some supercross but no montreal is about it have you done any have you ever done west no that's the thing is that i've actually wanted to yeah the first couple of years or whatever but i got hurt and then um, last year i had to do east because uh christian or something um yeah. we're both on west and then, uh, I don't know, just something different. I mean, at the East, I haven't really done too well. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though it's, like, where I live and stuff, yeah, yeah. I just try to change it up. Yeah. Maybe uh, some I was with uh, Cene Cirillo a couple weeks ago, and he's the same way. You know, he's an East Coast guy, and he's like, I like West better. I don't know, the, the ruts and everything else. He's like, I just like the the West better. You, you got weather on the East, you know, you got some open stuff. And, yeah, the West, I mean, you got weather on the West, too, but generally speaking, it's, it's better. You know, you kind of know your conditions. So Yeah. And but also I heard that Nashville's coming right for Supercross, so I, I do want to race that one, and that's on East Coast. Uh, and yeah, Nashville is coming. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently that is Nashville, Detroit, and uh, Denver. York. Denver. Oh really? Nice. Yep. And then New York and Boston are switched again. Switching it up. Yeah. And then so Tampa, St. Louis, and Salt Lake are out. I believe. Yeah, I was bummed. Why did you know why we lost Tampa? No, I don't know. I thought with Feld being headquartered there, and I thought the attendance was okay to me. To me, it looked okay. Um, I thought it was one of the better tracks, too. I love that sand whoop section they put in there. Um, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I felt like it was Raymond James is kind of like a good stadium for that race. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to ask you, RJ, kind of going into the, the last round, you're carrying some momentum, and I'm just looking at the points here right now, and you're sitting fifth, but you're only six behind uh, Shane, and it's still a realistic shot that on a good day you could maybe still get third in the points behind or ahead of Cooper. Yeah, honestly, I mean, last weekend, so like I had my worst weekend, or, or, uh, Fernandez passed me from like 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, honestly, how my years have been going, like so up and down, uh, top five overall would be pretty sweet. I'd be stoked on that. Um, but, like, once again, if I have a good weekend like I did last, mm-hmm. I have a shot to go all the way up to third, which would be, I mean, massive. Yeah, it's yeah. not unrealistic by any yeah. means. Yeah, you pulled 20 last week. Yeah, no, week. I mean, yeah. I think it's like 19 back or something. Yeah, you're like 19, 19 and you pulled 20 last week. Yeah, on honestly, him, so. RJ, with the year you've had, if you end up third, if you end up third oh, boy, you all right? Did windstorm get you there? Um, you there? Oh yeah, that okay. was me. Oh yeah, that was you. Um, oh, no. If you uh, if you end up third in the points, man, that is a super successful year with the third third overall and then a win. You know, like that'd be that'd be great. I think for you for all the ups and downs you've had uh, all all outdoor season so far, that'd be that'd be great. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I would be pumped on the top five, honestly, just yep. because that's how far out I was. Yeah. Um, and like I've I've still, I mean, I've had good rides and then mm-hmm. DNFs, um, and then we had bike problems and stuff like that. So. Definitely. I mean, top five would be. I don't even think I've. I don't even know my best outdoor finish. So definitely. Yeah. Top five would be better. 
Uh, hey, the big switch on the Geico team from Michael Rocco to Dan Bentley. Uh, I've known Dan for a long time. I like him. Uh, he's a serious dude. There's not a lot of joking around with Dan, um, but uh, he certainly knows his stuff, and I really like the guy. What, how have you been gelling with him, and what do you like about Dan? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, uh, Rocco and I definitely got along. Mm-hmm. Um, super good, and he kind of helped that transition from amateur to uh, pro for me. Um, but once Dan, you know, came over, um, at first I was a little kind of like, I mean, new boss and everything. Like yeah. you're, uh, you're a little nervous around him, but honestly, he's opened up so much, and he makes he makes stuff happen. Like uh, you can tell with that bike, he he pretty much, you know, this is our main focus right now. Um, get this motor as best as we can. Right. And, right. Um, no, he's a good dude. It's awesome to have him around, and uh, you know, he brought a lot of um you know good things to the team yeah no absolutely i think yeah i think he won't rest until that bike is where he and kibby kibby need it yeah so yeah i don't think he he didn't sleep a few nights. <laughs> i doubt it well hey man rj thanks for uh the time tonight congrats on the win uh, uh well deserved uh and uh nice to see you break through and finally get that thing that we've all been waiting for you to do uh absolutely rode stellar uh in both motos man thank you for the time tonight yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me on. No worries. Thanks, buddy. See you this weekend. Yep, All right. RJ Hampshire, everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com, and they can dial you in on uh, bars and sprockets and chains and everything else. Monster Energy Yamaha using Vortex on their 450s. So uh, why don't you, I guess, is what, 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 I, want, what I want to say. Uh, Colton Fasciati coming up here shortly. Ryan Gauld, Ryan the new Lockhart in studio here. Uh, and we are going to have uh, Fasciati and Jeff Ward and Jason Thomas coming up. Maybe a cold call. We already cold called uh, a Ray, A Ray, in the bed, shit for, in the bed. He, vouch, he so, literally thought we were. You know whose phone yeah. is? If people are listening live at home, yeah. say team managers of the Canadian series. Justin Thompson's phone is blowing up right now. We're wondering how much RJ Hampshire is getting to go to Montreal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, honestly, I, he just I, dropped a bomb. <laughs> no, no, they had a deal with Geico. Oh, that's how. And okay. Jeremy uh-huh. Martin, and so there's, you know, he just can fill in. Yeah, I, I get the okay, new okay. thing in these international races in Montreal. Go counts, for the team. You pay the team, and you uh-huh. get you pay the rider too, but you pay the team because these teams are saying, "Hey, man, you're getting our guy under contract. <laughs> yeah. You're getting our bike." Because now they don't just bring the handlebars over, right? It's yeah, a whole yeah. deal. And so now the newest thing are teams are saying, "No, no, you pay us." Yeah. Kind Which of makes I, sense, I little guess. So I, I kind of get. They kind of own the riders. They, they own the like equipment. a product, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really say like it's it's not a solid theory. So, so. does like RJ ride a 450 then in Montreal, or how does that work? I would assume. Well, so, yeah, technically, right? the premier yeah. class. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was going to say technically he wouldn't be allowed to ride a small bike in our series. No, right? yeah, our I think it'd be 450s. Jmar was going to ride a 450. Yeah. So and all of that. So so yeah. how pissed are these Canadian guys that are committed to the series and it's going to really. Kind of well, a loophole in now points, that they've right? actually had a rider 100% say that <laughs> he's in, uh, I'm thinking there's going to be some wildfire coming yeah, because after this. Why? Why, why does it matter? Those guys are American guys. They, no, well, it's fine. But the idea of this Montreal round has been added to the Canadian series last minute. So the Canadian teams and riders and everything are already spending their budget. They're, they're low on budget. So the idea was for this new promotion group, Gustav, to mm-hmm. help the riders yeah. or teams get there. Well. But they announced Malcolm Stewart and Jay Mart and then um, Fabian Izor. No, not that guy. The other one. There was another French guy one that was supposed to come over. Anyway, yep. a couple big names. They figured it's, 
50, 60 G's of money getting thrown around. Well, why are they paying these guys to come if you want us to bring and now they're a part of a series and we don't have any money to go to this extra race. And huh? so I, I, get, I get it from both sides. Like they want to make Montreal great again, but then they're asking our, our teams and everything to spend more of their own money. And then these guys yeah, are spending money on the, these guys. Okay, first and, of all, they're all almost all based out of Toronto. So just drive up four hours up the road. Second of all, it's great exposure. It's going to be on TV. It'd be, be, be yeah. a big deal with, with Mookie and, and RJ and whoever else there. But what so if you don't have any money? They don't have any money. Digger is loaded. Frank money. Frank money. <laughs> Frank money. So Frank money. Know. Okay, so what is, I can't go to this race, Dad. I need money. Yeah, So exactly. Frank supplies the factory yeah, Honda team. Yeah, no, for sure. With Frank money. He sells his Shelby. And sends takes to Montreal. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, do it. Um, hey, one of the things, we've, we've had Noof on the show a lot before talking about Atlas Brace. And uh, AtlasBrace.com, of course, Sexton uses it. Jason Anderson won a title with it. Marty Davalos yep. is neck brace of choice. And many other guys out there, including Fasciati, coming up. But, Noof, uh, you've done a really good job on the show uh, um, talking about braces, educating our listeners about it, and, uh, you know, giving people a little bit of discount if they want to try one and get on board with one. We're going out tomorrow riding with Chris Kiefer. He is going to try one. And, Chasing uh, the sun. And I guess we're going to chase the sun with him. I guess you didn't do a good enough job because we brought in Brady uh, Sharon over there to uh, to help out as well. So the Brady, kingpin. Brady will be on uh, the show in a little bit here to talk about Atlas Brace and just make sure that you're good. But we want to give <laughs> we want to give a couple away. Yeah. A youth and, a, and an adult model. Yeah, so. we're going to give away two ni- two. 2019 models, which yep. we just dropped uh, about a week ago. Yep. So we're excited about that, new colorways and stuff. And obviously Brady being here since he is the main guy behind Atlas and designed it all himself and whatnot. So um, I always tried to do my best answering the questions, but he can really get in mm, deep. He, and might, he flew in there because maybe you just weren't doing the best. I think I wasn't cutting. Yeah, so, He's the uh, salesman. Brady's the techie guy. Uh, Atlasbrace.com. Uh, so if you out there right now listening and you have any questions, I know most of our listeners are archive guys, and they can always email you at ryan at atlasbrace.com. Yep. Uh, but if you're listening live and you've got a question about a neck brace, 702-586-7857, and the Noof or Brady and or Brady can help you guys uh, uh, educate yourself on these braces and uh, certainly we've talked enough about it over the years and we're going to talk more about it later on you guys have been a big part of our program so uh colton fasciati coming up uh first up is nash nash what's up gentlemen what's up gentlemen so, hot weekend coming in hot it was Ooh, very lots of excitement it was very muggy nash very muggy it was it was brutal but you know what that's the element of bud's creek that we all know and you've been doing this for a long time and and uh the guys know what they're in for when they get down there yeah so, um I'm ex- I do have an honest question about an Atlas neck brace, and then I have something else I need to say. All right, into. All right shoot. So, uh, gentlemen, first of all, thanks for being on the show. I think it's awesome, incredible product for real. I've used one, and I like wearing one. Appreciate I'm it. getting ready to get one for my daughter. How do I appropriately size and pick the model, and is there some type of armor, like an additional back armor? Oh, there uh, is. Oh, there is. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you want to let Brady have this one? We can, sure. Yeah, let's let Brady Welcome to the show, Brady. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Nash, how are you? Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, first of all, um, how old is she? Uh, my daughter is 12, going on 13. Oh, okay. Well, you have lots of options in that range then. It, for the peewee stuff, it's a little bit trickier because they're so small. But mm. um, at that size, yeah, it's perfect. Um, she'll be either uh, a tyke or prodigy model. Um, mm-hmm. It's real simple. You can just measure her chest circumference and and uh, check that number on our website, and it'll tell you what fits for her. 
And um, Great. we do have a youth chest protector that would probably fit her pretty good um, called uh-huh. a Def- Defender Junior. Um, it's obviously made to work with our brace, so you'd be pretty okay. dialed. Yeah. Very cool. I'm, I'm writing this stuff down. I'm on top of it. Excellent. <clears throat> the, right. whole, the whole sizing chart's on atlasbrace.com, and it shows you, like, literally the point of measurement um, for mm-hmm. the circumference. And, yeah, I mean, man or woman, you basically measure the, the exact same type of, type of thing, so. I would yeah, assume I, mean, pro- I would assume prodigy probably for a twelve-year-old yeah. girl going okay. on thirteen. That's usually what's most common for young women is the prodigy. And like Brady said, uh-huh. the the defender uh, the defender junior works uh, works great. There's adjustment built into it as well, so it's not like uh, you know if you just get one season out of it. There is some adjustability uh, in it as well nice. as the braces too. So. Yeah, I checked out the chest protector. She's not a big fan of, like, the, the old school. Like, nobody is. The yeah. chest protectors have changed and morphed, and you guys are on top of it, and the product fits really well. I like the lightness and the, the flexibility of it myself. Okay, uh, thank you. It's, it's solid. So uh, um, thank you for answering the questions and, and providing protection that's so well needed and, and welcomed in our sport where, you know, a lot of people aren't knowledgeable. You guys are there to you know, provide options and, and educate people, which is cool. So, yeah, thank you. We're, uh, we're, all, we're all either current or ex-riders, so, you know, we kind of get it from that side, and, you know, we try and use that expertise we have from that to bring, you know, a comfortable experience and something you can actually wear where you're riding. Um, obviously, we can take anything in the lab and test it and verify it, but, you know, from that rider's perspective, really you know, can make a huge difference on product development. Newf might be an, uh, a former rider also after his performance at Walton, so <laughs> we don't know. Well, dude, Newf, dude, guy, it, 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 first of all, if there's, first of all, Newf's a hell of a rider, and if there's an after party, you know he knows how to kill it. Yeah, absolutely. No, he slays it. <laughs> shirts so, off. Uh, shirts, shirts off. You get nutty. All right, so were you able to the, – thanks, guys, for answering the questions. I want to segue into my second thing because I know Steve's on a, a schedule and there's lots we to are, talk yes, about. We are. Yes, we are. Go ahead. Steve, have you dug deeper into the mystery of Phil – for 2019, uh, uh, dude, he's got nothing. He's got absolutely nothing. How, how did that come he's talked. Off? He's talked about racing in Canada. GDR next maybe. year. Huh? Um, he's got nothing. Yeah, the, nobody wants to hire Phil. Nobody's calling, and he's depressed. Dude, I mean, you saw you saw the whole shot. You saw Listen. the he he was out there on a charge. I mean, geez, oh man, you don't gotta no. try to sell me on Phil. I'm a Phil fan. Why don't you start your own team? You're getting all these bikes and stuff. Just doctor one out of the fantasy league and give one to Phil. <laughs> Phil McLeodie wins the KX. <laughs> yeah, Phil McLeodie wins fantasy. This house here could be the race shop yeah. since you're moving. Right, right, yeah. right. Listen. Rent it to yourself. Add Phil to the straight rhythm team. Uh, more exposure. He, he doesn't want, more I asked, exposure. He, he asked. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want we'll Phil is in a Phil's in a dark place right now when it comes to future plans after Indiana. <laughs> so, um. We're, we're trying, though, Nash. He's uh, coming to Montreal. Yeah, he's coming to Montreal to everybody else. Uh, hey, that's, listen, you got to open up your values. Hey, I just want to say big thanks to American Suzuki and JGR for hosting some kids into the truck. And Johnny, the suspension guy, is awesome. And, and JGR is great people. And I know you know that, Steve, but the, yeah. the whole world needs to know the power of JGR and how wonderful they are. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate it. All right, cheers. Go get him. Thank Go get him. Appreciate it. Uh, quickly, we've got a couple questions about neck braces. Uh, John, quickly about neck braces. Yeah, I had a couple questions. Uh, what's the difference between, uh, like, the Liette, Alpine Star, and Atlas? Uh, I've witnessed, this isn't like, quickly. <laughs> but. <laughs> I've witnessed, uh, like, uh, past experiences with, like, uh, my best friends getting their collarbones broken, and I have an old um, neck brace that um, I'm quite frankly scared of using because of the collarbone issue. 
Yeah. So the biggest difference between those, the other braces and Atlas is, you know, they're braced on a um, very rigid principle. Um, so it kind of works on a two-stage deal. Your helmet will will strike the platform of the brace, and then that energy gets transferred around your body, you know, via the rest of the brace. Um, with Atlas being a rider, you know, I just couldn't get comfortable in that type of thing. It felt really stiff, and it was hard to move around how I wanted on the bike. So um, we really developed Atlas with a bunch of flexibility built into it. So what that creates is a three-stage process where the helmet strikes the platform of the brace, and then the flexibility actually allows a huge amount of the energy to be transferred away from the impact side of the helmet. So it acts like a tuning fork in a sense where it'll push energy through the brace, you know, away from the body. And then the remaining energy will go into your body, you know, via the back supports, chest supports, wherever the impact may be. Um, so it works on a three-stage system rather than two. Um, because one okay. thing, we we want to attempt to save your neck the best that we possibly can and reduce the forces, um, which, yeah. can, which can happen. Obviously, we have to have a brace in there. So platform is and then we also want to help prevent or attempt to prevent any secondary injuries so that's where the flexibility comes in and the attempt to reduce the forces before they even get to your body um so that's why we came up with the three-stage system okay awesome thank you very much and no the problem. call and hold on one second the collarbone thing is, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time buying that buying that one. I know it's like the old, it's, it's the, the, the original the braces when they were so rigid. But a lot of yeah. I've said this before on the show before. Yeah. Uh, most collarbone breaks are from side impact, high side into yeah. the ground. Yeah. You land on your shoulder, land on your shoulder type thing. Um, and yeah. our brace is designed. If you do take an impact at the front, the chest supports are designed to you know flex and and potentially break off. So. And then yeah, the, we exactly. also have the we also have the padding that goes all the way up over the collarbone. It's nice and thick and compliant and all that. So um, you have a bit of forgiveness there, where some of the other bracelets are, you know, harder or they have minimal padding or things like that. So we try and keep that in mind with with the design of it. Okay, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so but great. Oh, sorry. My, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, if I update my app, uh, so I have an older one, and it doesn't. It's from like the one of the first generations, and so if I update it, it shouldn't. I wouldn't oh, have yeah, the, problem anymore. And well, the new ones we have are about half the weight of that first one. So, it, it, yeah, it's a, okay. huge, it's a huge upgrade. And the good sure. and the good news is we're going to up, upgrade you tonight. We're going to give you a free brace. So wow. those were great uh, questions. What? Dude, thank you so much. Yeah. So, Marks, will get all your info, and we'll send you out one uh, later on this week. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Stay on thank hold. You. Marks, Marks uh, will get your information. And uh, thanks for all calling, right. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Colton Fasciati coming right up. Marks, uh, he said uh, he's ready to go now. His phone was on silent. Uh, but we have another off-road uh, question about a neck brace off-road from Sean. Sean, welcome to the show. What's your question about on riding off-road with a neck brace? Uh, former uh, neck brace wearer, one thing I, I ditched it because of riding off-road and even some of the tracks around here in Colorado, when you got the real steep hills, it kind of impeded my ability to look further up the hill, you know, at the bottom of a, a gully or a something like that is there provisions in the newer braces to take care of those issues what was the last model that you would have had i think it was a probably like the third generation of the liet yeah i mean we're definitely a little bit lower than they are um we have been since the start um with the back it kind of dips down it has a little bit extra room for the helmet in there um Uh So you're likely going to be better off. A lot of it comes down to fit, you know, what helmet you're helmet, wearing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of factors. Chest protector. And, um, a lot of the newer helmets have been getting bigger and bigger and bigger, so that makes it more challenging. You know, some like the uh, um, Arise and that have a big old, 
you know, kind of showy. Hop in the back. Doesn't showy have a kind or of showy, a, yeah. a fin-ish thing? Yeah, 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 yeah it was showy. Bad. I was yeah. thinking of not a ride, but um, yeah. So it kind of depends on the setup. But I mean, we're definitely going to have more room than some of the others, so it's your best shot for sure. And especially fitting okay. it fitting it properly with it. I don't I'm not sure what chest protector you're wearing and stuff, but I know that you know depending on what protector you're wearing and what brace, sometimes they do ride up a little bit and it, they don't actually sit flush on your shoulders like the brace would, um, and that would definitely hinder some of your uh, some of your range of motion as far as looking ahead and up the hills and. Um, whatnot for off-road and, and some moto tracks too. Give uh, give an Atlas brace a, a try, uh, Sean, and, and see what you think. They're lower, and uh, like these guys just said, maybe maybe it's a bit a bit better of a brace for you as far as that that uh, issue you have. Sounds good. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. Uh, you can always contact the show. We can pass on a little bit of a discount code at uh, atlasbrace.com. Of course, speaking of Atlas brace, the man on the phone right now wore one uh, all year long to capture a fifth. Canadian national title ties him with JSR, right? For career national titles, which is second, tied for second behind Rollerball. It's a distant second, but yeah, but it's, it's an impressive second. second. Yes. It's still second. <laughs> and he's brought to you by Vertex Pistons, uh, the full range of two stroke and four stroke pistons and replica high compression and DP stock configurations. Visit vertexpistons.com or stop any local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston kit today. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code. It's a special deal for our listeners. Every two-stroke KTM and Husky comes with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory, guys. I just can't believe I've never bought one. It's amazing. All right. And uh, speaking of that Canadian rider, uh, he's on the line now. Uh, GDR Honda's Colton Fasciati. Colton, what's up? Congratulations, man. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on the show. These, awesome. t- these two guys, Colton, have been arguing all day, um, and they're just continuing on the show, by the way, Newf and Galdi. That's all they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. No, no. It's been, well, you know, Newf's results weren't exactly where we all thought they should be at Walden. So, you know, one of those things. Yeah, must have been the bike. Must have been the bike. <laughs> I was too busy running around cleaning your neck brace all all day to make sure you look good. I was stressed out about the championship, Colt. Yeah. I needed you to win. Hey, yeah. hey I, the nerves got to me. I actually, uh, I forgot it. I, the first moto, I walked up to the line and I was getting ready for stage but, and I was like, oh my God. But oh this God. doesn't. I feel su- like a, it's my first year pro. But this doesn't surprise me, Cole. I swear we have this happen once a year. Oh, <laughs> how were you able to? Hey, how were you able to go get the brace? Because staging closes, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I had somebody go get it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, hey, luckily, Cole- luckily it wasn't Diggs going to get it, or else I would have had it. At the end of <laughs> you might have missed it. You might have not had it for the for the championship podium. Diggs passed out <laughs> yeah. from running from running with the brace in his hand, yeah. just laying on the ground. Um, Colton, you've listen. You've been in the championship hunt before, uh, most of the times coming up on top. Uh, but what was your lead going into Walton? It was pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, it was. It was twenty-two points, but yeah. it, we, we had like a two week or we had a weekend off, so it was like, man, I was pretty stressed out just doing the numbers through my head. What do I got to get? What yeah, do I yeah. Do and do I do I play it safe and get the championship and then kind of maybe be out of the points for the hundred grand? Yeah, um, that's true. It's a good yeah, point. Yeah, you yeah, keep an eye strategy. on that. Right. Um, for people who don't know, the new series, the winner of the MX1 overall, so Supercross, Arena Cross, and Motocross gets $100,000. And uh, you are five back of Cole Thompson, from what I hear, right, going into Supercross? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of been uh, been just over a few points, uh, pretty much from the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been going back and forth from there. 
Um, listen, I don't want to get all sappy and sentimental for, for you, but it had been three years since your last title. Uh, you know, you're older now. Um, you've gotten hurt the last couple of years. You've got your highest national number in forever in this year or whatever. Uh, does it make you appreciate this one a little more? Because some people were like, hey, he's, 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 you know, he's can't get, he's can't get it back. He's not going to do it again. Do you, is this one maybe a little more special than the others? Um, well, the first one's definitely special for sure. And then, uh, obviously, yeah, I had a couple of years there. I was, I was close, uh, in 2015, I was, I was pretty close. Uh, I missed it by like three points, I believe mm-hmm. to, to Matt. And, um, last year it was kind of just started the West off not so good and turned it up on the East. And I mean, every year I've felt like I've had the speed to, to do good and, and to, be in that top spot it just sometimes it just doesn't come together and um for to finally come together after a couple of years of yeah. you know, a little bit of bad luck and a little bit of this is it's pretty uh it's pretty awesome for yeah sure. absolutely and do you think like okay so cole beat you in the arena cross series you, you know you, you did get second Newf got third so you guys were pretty much on the same level different class different, different class, class. But still, but same, still, thing. same thing same thing yeah. um but uh, do you think that – so you came out we, – we did a wrap-up podcast before we did this Pulp Show, and you came out of the gates just flying. Do you think that even though Cole, Cole beat you indoors, do you think that helped you when it came time – there was a little bit of a gap there, but do you think it helped you when it came time in the Canadian Series to for, to race a little bit beforehand? Um, yes and no. Okay. Um, I, th- I think it uh... – I think it was good um, just to get some gate drops and 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 all that. Um, you look at a guy like maybe maybe uh, a guy like Kevin mm-hmm. Benoit. He didn't do those array crosses and and started off pretty slow. I know he was hurt as well, but um, um, I think it's definitely an advantage racing the guys that you have to race outdoors um, as well. Um, arena cross is a whole different story, but um, um, I think it helped that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it was a lot of racing, um, tough on the family life, yeah, <laughs> all that kind of stuff too. So, right, uh, good and bad for sure. Uh, Colton Fasciati, five-time Canadian champion and uh, winner of the Rockstar Triple Crown Motocross Series, on the line. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, Pulpomex Show 2018 is the code. No matter what brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Uh, Galdi, there's nobody here, uh, even Newf, that, you, that has seen Colton ride probably more than you over the years, even though you got fired from the CMR Series twice. for a couple of years. Twice. <laughs> twice. You still probably haven't seen, you've seen Colton better than most people. Unbelievable start to the series, right? Like you had to been going. Who is this guy? Oh wow! The first two motos of Calgary were I mean. <laughs> were unbelievable. He won both motos by like forty plus seconds. Yeah. So uh, I, I've seen it before when he's done that. But uh, yeah, this year I, I, I guess maybe it was a a bit of a surprise. Yes, I would love another yeah, refill, right. Stephen. Thank you, Pookie. Get up here, um, <laughs> wow. Colton. I want to ask you. Coming in the round, I mean, you you've you've sort of dealt with pressures and and all that kind of stuff before. That second moto, actually, no. I want to ask one question before I get into the second moto. Why did you choose inside gates this weekend? I don't think I've ever seen you go right to the inside before. Um, and you were right on the live show when we were calling it this weekend. I don't think I've ever seen you do that. I just Was that like the safe play at the Transcan? I, just, I, I can't remember the last time I've ever seen you right on the very inside of the gate like that. Um, I actually lined up a few times in the inside this year. Uh, Deschambeau, I lined up, lined up on the inside okay. gate the moto. Um, and I ended up winning that moto as well. But um, it's just... Uh, I mean, with with the talent that we have uh, this year, um, 
I kind of picked those inside gates to be a little bit safer. Um, yeah, I may not get the whole shot every time, but I feel like I can be top three, top five uh, every time that I come out. So I know racing against these guys, I got to be up there every moto. And if if I can get a decent start, I know I can do it every every moto. Oh, and I know that's what your boy Blair always used to do. He always loved the inside. So I thought you might actually have a bit of a conversation with him this weekend about the safety. Is because in moto one, if you watch from the side view. You come out, and it looks like you're going to come out about 10th. You end up second. Moto 2, you actually got a way better jump. Um, but uh, it obviously works. A safe safe play paid off. And then now, let me transition to that second moto. Like, you, other, when, when Calvin went down, did you just say, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to go for this right now and take this win? Because you look like the guy in the very first moto at Calgary in the very last moto when you didn't actually need to do it. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I just, kind of surprised the shit out of myself sometimes like, <laughs> like the first few motos of the year it's just like what just happened what did i do it's just like you blacked you know, out hey you just blacked like, out <laughs> like, and and i think that's those are the rounds that i ride the best is where i don't even know what happened it's just everything kind of seemed to click together and um obviously second moto i didn't have to win just had to get uh four points and mm-hmm. um in between motos, I knew I had a shot at the overall and all that, and kind of just thought I'd play it safe. And uh, you know, I actually text Blair in between pretty much every moto um, in the season, and uh, he said, "Just go out there, pick your lines, ride smart, and you got this." So just did did what he said, went out and won. <laughs> Well, yeah, he certainly did that right there. Noof, you, you had a good vantage point this weekend, I feel, when you were watching the races. A nice treat-in area, a couple of cervezas. Just, uh, maybe you got something you saw in that area. I mean, Colton was... God, he's... I, well, I've been saying all day, and I, well, I said it all weekend. I've said it even earlier in the season. be interesting to get Colt's uh, response to this. I think this is the best Colton Fasciati I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> what If you could compare your five titles... I mean, and we just kind of talked about how you said that obviously the, the first one's the feel, felt the best or the most memorable, but, you know, con- conditioning-wise, bike-wise, where, where's this one sitting? And, I mean, you got uh, two two Blackfoot and three GDR, right? Or three Blackfoot and, and, and two GDR. And, by the way, uh, our producer here says your Twitter still says you're a four-time champion, Colton. you got to get that updated. Change <laughs> he doesn't even know how to log into his Twitter, I bet. Thank oh, you very yeah. much. Tell Jocelyn, tell Jocelyn to yeah. update it. Yeah. 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 Send, no, send it over to Diggs. He'll do it. Diggs yeah. is on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, honestly, it probably ranks up there. I I would probably put in a one or two slot for sure. Yeah. Um, I think my best championship was the one where um, I ended up breaking my collarbone uh, at the first round. Saint Still Julie. won both yeah. motos, missed um, missed Gopher, and then won every other moto of the season uh, past that. So, but the only the only other thing with that season is. I feel like it didn't have the talent that there is now. I mean, mm-hmm. and everybody, everybody's in shape now. Everybody's got good bikes. Everybody's got good suspension, all that kind of stuff. And um, I feel like we just, we worked hard this year. I, I, I was back with my old trainer, uh, Todd from Performex. Um, so I felt, uh, felt like I was in the best shape of my life. And, um, and I think the other key thing was uh, we did some, last-minute suspension testing. Um, got the bike exactly how I wanted. Um, so suspension, I uh, felt super confident with the bike and and came out swinging. Yeah, it was uh, certainly an all-time 
uh, season for you. And it's cool to see a guy, you know, kind of grab that that title when everybody's kind of like th- talking about the other people, and, and you come out and do that. It's it's pretty sweet. Uh, Colton Fasciati, 702-586-7857. you have a question for him, uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Colton Fasciati on the show. Uh, how much credit do you give Atlas Brace for all, for your titles, Colton? I mean, a ton. Uh, Atlas Brace, basically, they're a sponsor of our show, and I imagine they just, just you know, helped you out a ton. Oh, for sure. That's, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely a safety thing. I broke my neck when I was, uh, when, when I was 16, I believe. And, uh, you know, to have the confidence and, and a good brace is, is definitely key. And, wow. um, he's getting honestly, a raise. I don't, <laughs> yeah, you're getting, <laughs> getting a raise. I'm going to get Brady to write the check up. And it goes to show I showed up, uh, first model. I didn't even know it. No, I had it on, and I actually didn't have it on. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, that's cool that you're still talking to Blair that much. Uh, of course, Blair Morgan, uh, another Canadian guy, uh, legend, and a uh, real nice dude. I still text with Blair here and there, and uh, he's actually helped me with some hockey podcasts Blair has because he's got some friends that used to play in the cool. NHL. And, and uh, hell of a guy, and I'm glad he's coming around and back more on the scene a little bit, Colton. And I love the fact that you still text him. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty tight. I, I've, uh, I've been uh, talking to him for years, and uh, we play Xbox together and get uh, get our online hand 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 eye coordination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the big question I have for you is: so we got Supercross series still coming up. There's four rounds of that, right? Four rounds of that, and then Colton, I hear that like you might you might go up on top here uh, if you win the whole thing. Uh, can you tell us? Can you tell us anything that? Retirement could be in your future. Are you coming back next year? We know your contract's up. Have you made any decisions about this? <laughs> Ask my wife. She doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously that would be awesome to go out on top, mm-hmm. win the plate, win yep. the 100 grand, all that kind of stuff. But um, I just want to focus on the season. Um, I kind of thought I'd make more of a decision after after – after I won this yep. portion of the series, mm-hmm. um, but uh, now I kind of got my eyes set on that hundred grand and sure. and go from there. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been doing it for so long that it's it's definitely going to be hard to uh, hang up the boots from there. So yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely a decision I got to make with my family and obviously a team and everything. So, Listen, yeah. Digger, break open that checkbook, Digger. Let's get the 2019 <laughs> deal done. Get that Frank money. Get the Frank money. Make it happen. Um, yeah, there, I mean, if you if you did come back, I mean, you wouldn't go to another team, right? The Honda, the GDR team, seems to be a fit for you. I know Honda likes you. Digger likes you. You must enjoy the bike and the team. Like, it's a nice fit for you over there? Yeah, definitely. I've been with them since 2014, and, and it's uh, it's like family. It's I mean, um, definitely rode for some awesome teams, Blackfoot, mm-hmm. KTM, Cali, all those guys. Um, never, uh, never have anything bad to say about any of those teams. Um, and I could probably go back to any of those as well. So, right. um, but, uh, yeah, Honda has been great to me. Um, obviously go for dance being close to here. Um, everything kind of just fits together really well with them. Colt, I was going to ask you with the new structure of the the series and the, and the format with motocross, supercross, and arena cross. I mean, you've always been a guy that's done your program in Georgia uh, in the winter time, and you've kind of done it over and over again. And then you show up for maybe a local race, and then you do the nine or ten nationals, and then maybe MXON. I mean, 
you've got to be feeling a little bit uh, overwhelmed with how much racing you've done. You probably race more this year than you have in the last couple years combined. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I did uh, Daytona Supercross. Oh, as Daytona well. too. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because I was talking to Josh and I was like, "How many years have I been going down there?" And it's it's been uh, twelve years wow. that I went to. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And uh, but yeah, it. Um, uh, honestly, I think the racing was good for me this year. Like I said, it, more gate drops. I felt pretty confident going into the nationals and stuff like that. But at the same time, it is it is a lot of racing, and um, I feel like that's that's why my career has been so long. Is I've been able to take a couple months off in the in the off season, mm-hmm. and uh, and then go down to GPF train a few months, uh, do Canadian nationals, and then and take a few more months off after that. So yep. um, it's kind of nice that way. And uh, I feel like this is maybe a little bit too much racing for me, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Because you got the MXON this year, too, and you're going to try to go for this hundred grand and the, and the Motocross of Nations kind of thrown right in the middle. So it will be uh, interesting to see how you play it all out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one thing I'm also looking forward to, the Nations as well. And, um it's it's close to home as well, and um, it's pretty tough for us to go overseas and uh, just eat different, traveling and stuff. So with uh, with the divinations being so close to home, I'm I'm super excited for that. It's a good team. A yeah, good team. I, I for sure we have a good team this year. Um, I hopefully everything goes well yeah. and all that good stuff. Well, Cole, what about what about you as manager? Does Colton want you back as manager, Colton, or <laughs> how do we feel about Galdi being one and done? <laughs> Fasciati, <laughs> one and done for Galdi. <laughs> he did a good job. I, I have no complaints with him. And, Actually, and, uh, if, I, I don't even know if Cole remember this. I remember driving back. I want to say it was maybe the Friday coming back, and I gave. I asked him like, "Give me a, 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 a out of ten or something yeah. like that." And he's like, "It's about an eight. <laughs> and I'm driving. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Really? An eight? An eight? He goes, "Well, I don't know. I just." I think it's an eight right now. <laughs> he couldn't give me like these reasons, and I'm literally just boiling in my face. Wondering, I'm like, shit, man. It's just I'm like, an eight, bro. I'm covering all this thing here. No, and, it's just an eight. And uh, Marilyn knew. We, we yeah, had, yeah. Marilyn knew. Yeah, she knew. Marilyn yeah, knew. knew. Marilyn knew. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're tight. Uh, anyways, um, but I wanted to ask you. Uh, um, the we had some we had some really good fun on Saturday night. Okay. Now, do you enjoy that stuff now? Uh, later on in your career, obviously, I mean, I'm not you're, you weren't getting waxed or anything. You had a couple of beers, enjoying yourself, laughing there, buddy. What about all the chaos and the fun stuff happening out in front of the GDR tent? I mean, Instagram's rolling up. Do you do you enjoy watching that stuff? Just kind of sitting back and laughing at, you know, that's Canada. Like you're not going to see that anywhere else in the world. Uh, that kind of sort of laughs and fun and everybody hanging out with each other and and sort of uh, you know you know joking around. Do you enjoy that stuff nowadays? Yeah, I think I think that's the reason why I like racing in Canada so much and, and probably part of the fact why I haven't uh, really done a full U.S. season outdoors or anything like that. Um, I, I enjoy racing in Canada. I enjoy the people that I race against. Um, it's it's uh, it's more of a, a friendly atmosphere, I guess you could say. And, um, <laughs> yeah. got a little Speaking, bit I, I saw some videos. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of the friendly, the, the yeah, yeah, oh yeah, poor bug. Don't the uh, the tire changer turned into a can opener, and the can was a someone's the back of his head. Oh, um, I, I want. Speaking of the friendly atmosphere, Colton, I know that we like to joke and everything like that. Maybe you could share with the Pulp MX Nation 
um, when I was about to interview you for our TSN TV show, and you made fun of my voice. If you want to share what you said to me about my voice. <laughs> yeah, tell the Pulp Nation, because we're good friends. <laughs> tell them what you said to me, because I'm going to tell them, because I thought it was hilarious. And then, of course, well, I had I to ask you what you, you know... Why you knew I that? Because you had a cock down your throat. Yeah, he said my mouth sound. I sounded like I had a bunch of dicks in my mouth, and then I replied by saying, "Well, I do. You, do you know what dicks in your mouth feels like?" And the rock star girl is just pissing herself laughing, yeah, yeah. and the camera is on us. We're obviously not rolling, yeah, yeah. so we had this little moment there, and oh, I was just funny. like, "Yeah, bunch yeah. of dicks in my and mouth." Then, and then, uh, can you see the bunch of dicks? The banquet there. Did you put the balls in there? Well? Oh, yeah, I had the yeah, balls in there as well. You lost your voice. Yeah, yeah. I had the bo- well, so I've been seven days <laughs> in the field. I'm dealing with Noof crying every day until the final moto that he rode. Uh, I'm trying to organize an, a, the, the event and keep everybody sane. And so, yeah, I, I may have sounded like dicks and balls all up in my face. <laughs> is, it, uh, is, it, is, it true, is it true, Colton, that you wanted to ride 250s in the arena cross, but because of Noof, you decided to skip it? Is that, <laughs> is that true, that rumor I've heard? <laughs> I don't know. That's just 100%. Right. Okay. 100%. See, I told you. Yeah, you did. You're right. You're right, you. Noof. Um, hey, Colton, thank you for coming on. Thanks for the time. I know it's <laughs> late there. Uh, five-time Canadian champion uh, joining JSR and uh, certainly uh, something to be proud of, fighting your way back after a couple of years uh, of not being a title guy or title number one guy. And uh, nice work, man. Thank you for your time tonight. And uh, I'd love to see you in Indiana this weekend. But, yeah, I get it. You got those nations. You, you got, got too many dicks got, and balls you got in super cross and super <laughs> So many dicks and balls. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> th- thanks for the time, Colton. Thank you, man. See you, buddy. You All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> the Vertex Pistons. Win if he wins the the hundred thousand dollars, does he retire? One hundred percent. Yes. If he doesn't win, does he retire? I think he retires nonetheless. I believe so too. Okay, so he was be- he's being a little coy about it, but I think he could still do another one though. I do too. Year. I think Digger needs to break I up agree. the checkbook. I, like like he keeps saying. He looks as good as he is yeah. when he won in 2008. You guys are telling me at the first couple of rounds, this guy's unbelievable. We right always now. used to talk so much shit on him because he was literally that guy, and that's why I wanted to ask that question. He was literally the guy that would go to GPF, yep. and he would hide. Yep. Nobody would see him. He'd race like one go one for, go for dunes and race. not even necessarily win every time. Yeah, yeah. He'd show up and maybe not even ride the second moto, and then he'd do the 10 nationals. Yep. And then nine for a number of years, nine, nine for a number of years. Yep. And then you wouldn't see him or hear from him again. Yeah. He's literally, so this is a big year for him. Dude, yeah. He's literally doing almost oh, double he, the races this year. I think he made year. three comments about the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's literally you know. doing three, three or t- double time uh, races yeah. this year, right? Hey, yeah, so uh, we're going to go to commercial break. But before we go, uh, the Finding Stew trailer. Is it dropped? It's dropping in this commercial break oh. in, about, in about two minutes on my Instagram channel, at Pulpamex, or Adam Cincerillo will be dropping it. You nice. guys saw the trailer? I saw it's, it. It awesome. looks pretty good. I'm excited it's to see the a, video. It's a two-part vlog, and uh, we're dropping in the trailer right now during this commercial break. Uh, so we're going to go to commercial. We'll come back with Jason Thomas, uh, the Noof, Ryan Gauld, uh, Jeff Ward still coming up. Brady Sharon's here to answer some neck break questions as well. And uh, much more to talk about. People on hold, I see you there. And if you want to stay, we'll, we'll get your calls on the backside of the commercial. At Pulpamex on Instagram, Finding Stu Trailer, dropping now. See ya. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. 
And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. 
GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulpamex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a beat profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. 
With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex is the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it.
WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
back, everybody. Pop Mix Show is in by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Galdi and Noof are here. So, Fasciati, I said, hey, Colton, thank you for the time on the show. Yeah. And he said, hey, I hope my interview skills were okay. Um, they, they haven't been proved much over the years. And I, and I said, actually, Colton, when we hung up with you, everyone in this room was like, that was a good Colton Fasciati interview. He's not an easy guy to, to break through, you know, and I thought that was really good. So. Yeah, it's because it's all Canadian. He feels comfortable. Is that it? It's like an Atlas brace. Well, what about the guy in the corner? Yeah, but he doesn't know he's there. Good point, yeah. Normally, right. Colton, like, hums and haws and thinks yep. a lot, yep. but he was good. Um, I liked it. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here shortly on the show. Jeff Ward coming up uh, on the show. Hey, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. We get a lot of people calling in. How do I do this? How do I do that? Where do I work? Start at the bottom. Start an entry-level job. Get get into the industry somehow, and Motorcycle Industry Jobs is a great way to do that. Uh, This week, the job of the week this week this one's pretty cool, actually. Team Green Technician, Racing Technician. So you're prepping KXs for uh, engine and chassis building. You're maintaining accurate data regarding each motorcycle's performance during the test and racing. You get uh, medical, dental, vision plans, life insurance, 401k. Team Green Racing Technician. That's a pretty good job. That sounds really good. <laughs> Do you have to? Pulp MX is done. We're going back yeah, to I Team Green. I was going to just ask, how much do they pay? They pay well. It's a factory job. Uh, 40% uh, percentage of travel required. So you even get to travel to intros and things like that. Team Green Racing Tech. Loretta's and stuff uh-huh. like that. Right? Hang out with your guy, Ryder DeFrancesco. That's my guy. That's your guy, right? He likes Mumford, amateur. Mumford and DeFrancesco. Those are the only two amateurs that listen to the show. Yeah, and that's why I like them. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Team Green Racing Technician. Job of the week. That's a pretty sweet job. So yeah. That's um, kind of a cool job. <clears throat> please check that out. So what? They send you that each week kind of thing or something? Or you, you got to find it? No, they send it to me. Oh, that's cool. Um, what? Michelin Starcross 5. Don't look at me like you want to eat me or something. Uh, tomorrow, when we chase the sun, yeah. getting Chris Kiefer to test out an Atlas. You guys are going to burn You might have sun. a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. <laughs> I've never tried them. They're fantastic. They Looking push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter conditions or terrain. And uh, 21 different sizes for these guys. Vintage bikes, off-road, supercross, motocross applications. Um, they offer a wide, Besides the Starcross 5, they, they, have, they offer a wide range of quality performance products for all types of motorcycles and scooters. Michelin Starcross 5 uh, tires are great, but so are their cruiser tires, sport bikes, sport touring. Their cruiser tires from the Michelin, I forget the name of them, but they're absolutely kill everything else out there in the industry from what i hear uh you can visit your local dealer to buy them go to michelinmotorcycle.com for more information we've had a lot of success with michelin over the years on our show and uh thanks to those guys hard medium soft and sand and we give away i think the fourth place guy in pulp mix fantasy gets a wins a set fourth second second place guy wins a set of michelin starcross five tires every week the first loser wins. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the number one guy of each week gets like a real cool race jersey um, that you can't buy. Sweet. So, yeah, uh, this week we're giving away Justin Bogle gear. Complete set. Guaranteed for whole shots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, so thanks to those folks at uh, at MichelinMotorcycle.com. Also, two uh, big fans of the guys at Fly Racing. They've launched their 2019 stuff. Now I have a brand new 
F2 helmet, 2019 F2 helmet to debut tomorrow. Nice. Noof, when we chase the sun. You're going to look good. It's going to be fantastic. And to talk about fly racing and more, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? I think you were looking for a Commander 2, maybe. Commander 2 Michelin? Is that what it is? I, I, yeah, I'm not familiar I, I with it. I think so. Okay. They absolutely Randy kill it. Randy may though. call me and say I'm totally wrong, but I have a feeling that's it. But they absolutely kill it, don't they? Have you heard this in their, about uh, their cruiser Michelin, Michelin's a... Uh, Super strong brand, yes. Yes. That is very correct. Uh, thanks for your time, JT. Appreciate it. It's been an all-Canadian studio here. Brady Sharon's even here. Um, and uh, Noof and Galdi. Self Marks is outnumbered tonight. Why Why are there so many Canadians in Vegas right now? <laughs> Free trips. Show. Free yeah. trips. <laughs> Coming in for the show, bro. Just came just for the show. Yeah. yeah. And we're going riding. Oh, wow. okay. And we're going riding tomorrow, chasing the sun with Kiefer. Nothing wrong with that. I just figured there was a, there was something going on industry wise or a reason. That's um, cool though. A maple syrup a convention or Hawkins Cheesies convention? <laughs> just just for the the Atlas connection of the show. Is that why we're there? Well, yeah. and Galdi, no, but Galdi's not here for that. Well, I got to carry Noof. Oh, okay, he's got to carry <laughs> oh, Noof. Um, you got to carry him because he's too wasted to get home, or what? Uh, okay, listen. Okay, a little you're from talking column about, A, little from column B. We're yeah. talking about Galdi here. We're so. gonna talk. We are gonna talk. Bud's Creek in a second here with Jason Thomas and, uh, and of course, Jeff Ward coming up. But, Galdi, you have a story about Daytona 99 that you think involves JT. I think it is. It's 2000, though. 2000, 2000. I believe. Okay. okay. When you were 51, I believe, Jason, number 51 on Yamahas. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm pretty sure, actually, you were right in both classes, as always. You did that back then a lot. Did you get called at the riders' meeting for drug testing? I did, yes. Boom. Yep. What a memory. Sure did. Galdi. If you, I don't know if you remember this. I was the very first guy that got called that day. Number uh, 280. I don't remember that, but... Yeah, you wouldn't remember yeah, that. I, I think so, that was the only time I ever had to do it. So, Galdi bowed out of racing rather than take the drug test. So did Mike Craig. <laughs> and so did Mike Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Galdi yes. had been uh, maybe having a little fun before the race. Yeah, Hilton Head Island uh, golf and drugs. <laughs> 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 Golf and drugs Golf before Daytona. Booze. Right. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. Was... So, Galdi bowed out. But you, you, JT, took the test and passed it and raced. So. I did. I did. Yes. You know, the only time I've ever, well, there was the Jeff Willow incident at Seal City. Yep. Where he just opted to do a freestyle competition in uh, Mike Jones's yard. Right. Instead of racing yep. that day. Yep. Uh, but the one year I remember at Daytona, because Daytona was like the one year you could count, the one race you could yeah. count on it every year, uh, they called Robbie Horton. And Robbie liked to, uh, he liked to enhance his mood herbally, if that uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gets across. And everyone and everyone in the whole riders' meeting was just like, ooh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like rang through the pits. Oh, that's funny. Um well, so Galdi bowed out of that day of racing. Well, I read the AMA rule book, and I just thought it was the smart play. <laughs> and it, they weren't testing for golf. No. <laughs> you don't want to no, take any chances. No, no, I figured that that was a smart play. And then the, the best part was when I got home, almost like the same kind of explanation I had to say <laughs> the Carney, after the Carney story. Your poor parents. Was, this was a year later after yeah. that, was that, uh, oh, I was sick. Oh, I was this. And, of course, it, I've, that lie didn't last either. <laughs> I had to go to the Yamaha's office and explain. Oh, well. <laughs> one year after the Carney story. Yeah, yeah the Yamaha guys, I, John Bayless is one of the best guys you'll ever meet, man. He's, uh, there was a lot of veins popping in his head when I rode for Yamaha. Oh, boy. I always kept it entertaining. 
what um, I was there for. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Ryan Gold, Ryan Lockhart on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. JT, how's the 2019 Fly Racing line looking right now? I've got the new helmet for tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's good. We, uh, we just had a sales meeting last week in Minneapolis. So I was there all last week, and uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. You get around all those guys, and everybody's enthusiastic, and uh, it's fun. It's, you get to teach them kind of you know, the things we've learned developing the new line, and everybody leaves there fired up, and obviously tired, too, because it's a long week. But, um, no, things are, things are great. It's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be associated with such a great company and, and with a bunch of great guys. And, yeah, I couldn't, uh, couldn't say more about, you know, the effort they put right. forth. And wow. I, I, I want to see how you, what you think of that helmet tomorrow because it, it got some serious improvements. So yeah, you got to give me some, well. some honest feedback. That's what I want. We'll see. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Um, by the way, fly racing athlete Matt Gerke narrowly, narrowly losing the championship to Colton Fasciati up there. And Matt, yeah, we got we got to get him some after party uh, uh, chest protection. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shoulder brace type device. Something, I think some sort of some sort of something some some traction on shoes. Or shoulder protection, or I think he should actually just wear his full set of regular gear. Hey, they said, listen, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't want to blow Matt out, but Galdi was talking about it earlier, and he said that Matt was a zombie at the after party. He was incoherent. Couldn't walking. bend his knees. He couldn't bend his knees. It was he was he was awesome. He Brady was and Newt, awesome. you guys need to get him a uh, you need to get him an exclusive after party <laughs> neck brace contract. <laughs> Special graphics for it. The Atlas Bubble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sponsored by like Jaegermeister. Oh, yeah, totally. uh, second okay. place, the two fifty Joey Crown wears fly gear. Oh yeah. And the redemption does. team. Awesome. Yeah. Does too, Canada, yeah. Canada only though. Canada uh, only. Um Oh really? Oh okay. All right. Yeah. So JT, the news came out. We're gonna talk about Bud's Creek in a little bit here, but the news came out. Ronnie Mack is out of Team Puerto Rico. Kevin Windham is in. By all, this is what we hear from pretty good sources. Uh, does this make you happy, JT? Do you come around now to this whole thing? Jerk off. Uh, I mean, it, it was never about me, right? Whether I'm happy or no, I know, but yeah, but you had strong feelings. No, you had strong feelings. Um, yeah, I, I do like this better. Uh, I think for me, it was all about the message being portrayed and uh, just. My life now, you know, my girlfriend has three kids, and I'm always concerned with the message that they're getting and seeing and how that's going to reflect on choices they make. So for me, at a race like Motocross the Nations, when there's going to be twenty or 30,000 kids there, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Kevin Wyndham. He's a, he's a great guy. I think he will have um, a lot to offer. He's going to have a huge fan base. You know, everyone is a K-Dub fan, right? It's hard not to be. So if you're asking me if I'm if I'm more in than I was, absolutely. I think this would be a great time. I think it'll raise money for Puerto Rico, which is awesome, and it's something that I can actually get behind now and say, yeah, this right. this should be great for everybody. Uh, you, un- unbelievably enough, both of you are parents. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and and Brady too. Yeah. Now, yeah, congratulations by the way. Um, the Ronnie Mack thing, the JT's ta- the Galdi, does it bug you a little bit? Does it push the? I mean, you certainly enjoy a good time. Oh, but, 100%. But, but, but does it push the limits to you as a dad? For what he does on his things, absolutely not. I love watching it. I would let others watch it. I will let my kid watch when he's old enough, those kind of things. But what JT said about it for representing a country mm-hmm. and at the nations, absolutely not. I'm very patriotic that way, oh, in a sense. Another stick in the mud over here. No, no, no. <laughs> I just think that that race is not where that is supposed to happen. Right. 
Red Bull yeah, Straight correct. Rhythm. That's where I'm at. Today. Red Bull Straight yeah. Rhythm all day long. Yeah. But not Go that event. It. Not Absolutely. that event. That's it's just too much, not where it's, it's supposed to happen. Too much of a side show. It's too much of a side show for that event. Okay. That's, it's that's a all. crown jewel of the sport. Like that, yes. that race. That race is what it's all about. Like people, and you don't have to take it seriously. Like I'm not saying it's so. You know, everybody yeah. has their own opinion. But I just don't think it's the right venue for it. There will be, you know, two weeks later when they go to they go to Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Have at it, man. Have a great time. I I think a lot of the things they do are super funny. I just don't think it's the perfect venue for it. Yeah, okay. that event is not where that yeah. kind of stuff's supposed to happen. Well, Wyndham, Pastrana, and Sipes. But Wyndham will be on a four-stroke. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what? cool, though. Like, you, yeah, you cannot get behind that team, right? right? Like, there is nothing you could say to take away from it. They're donating to charity. Getting Kata back at an event like that is amazing. Yeah, I just, everything about it now, I, I love it. Do I we know great. when the last time Kata has ridden a bike? Well, Indiana. I don't know that it really matters. Indiana but. Legends race and JT, that didn't go well. <laughs> Wyndham was mad. <laughs> Wyndham was mad. <laughs> he was mad. I took the brunt of that. <laughs> you did. I took the brunt of that. Oh, what? didn't you guys uh, collide? or No, no, no. 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 Wyndham thought it was going to be a little bit of an uh, exhibition. And Carmichael did yeah. not treat it like an exhibition, nor he did raced. Robbie Renard. And, yeah. and so Wyndham's like, well, wait, wait, wait. You know, and then, and then uh, Chad I got in the there. And then Jake, yeah, I yeah. took the heat because Chad spilled the beans that it was supposed to be an exhibition. And then Wyndham was mad at me for telling Chad, but I didn't know that it was a, a national secret. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a bad deal. I mean, hopefully <laughs> that's, you know, long I would, I would hope now, so. but. Right. At the at the time, it wasn't very good for me. Yeah. So, so. The, the the whole back to the Puerto Rico okay. thing. The whole goal. You, you worked for Ronnie once as I, his mechanic. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So okay. The whole goal is here, though. They they don't want to make the A main, right? Like no, they do not yeah, want to make. Not the A-main. saying that yeah. they even would right. with what they have, right. but if they don't. If they, you don't think so? I think they're going to no, try. No, I I got a little more info on it today, and good. if they win the B main, they might be the first country. To turn, to turn, to turn it, it down. down. <laughs> Ireland think, is in. I think I mean, yeah. if they try, they should make it easily. Serious? Yeah, I guess. I think so. I mean, Sykes is legit. Like, Sykes yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. A really good, he will get them a really good finish if he tries. And then I think for one qualifying moto, you, you only need two good scores. I think they could make the A main pretty easily. That's, well, that's my personal opinion. Well. I, I think they're quite a bit better. In a one moto format, one qualifier, you know, Sipes is a legit racer. Like Sipes will be top fifteen this weekend at you know in, in Indiana, and then I think Wyndham or Pastrana they could pull it together to get a decent finish in one one qualifying moto. I you know yeah. if they're not trying, sure. But are I they, think if they really tried? Are they allowed long. to bow out? Like they, obviously they're not forced, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's free country. Yeah, <laughs> and the qualifiers so. are twenty minutes long or 25? twenty five. 20, 20s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. I mean, if you, you give Kate up a good bike, you don't think he's going to start top five or top ten? I do. That guy's one of the most talented riders I've ever seen. Very true. I'm well, sure he's going to get a he'll, he'll get a factory yeah, bike. Yeah, Geico's going to help him, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, okay. Uh, item number two to talk about. Aaron Plessinger told me this weekend that he wants to take number seven. By the way, the Finding Stew trailer has dropped. Response has been very, very good on this. So people are very excited. It's awesome. That was a good trailer. Uh, thank you to Pancake Productions for making that thing and putting it together. So, um, Plessinger wants number seven. Thoughts on that, JT? I like it. I think it's time. I mean, Stu, Stu is a bad dude, but obviously he doesn't want to go racing, right? So mm-hmm. 
time time needs to continue and I mean Plessinger is a great rider and very deserving of it and yeah, I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, if Blake Baggett could take four, why couldn't why couldn't Aaron Plessinger take take seven? I don't I don't think there's anything to even question at all. You guys have any problems with that? I mean, it's well, over, right? You have to keep a. You got to get a point, obviously, right, or whatever. That's twenty five. Yeah. So he hasn't done it. Yeah. It's it's done. So uh, yeah. it's, um, it's open season. He doesn't of, get to retire. He's not the greatest of all time. So speaking of comebacks, uh, uh, Bobby Canari raced oh. Walton. That was bad. Why why was he, why did he, I didn't see the result. Why did, he, you, you know why you didn't see the results? Because he didn't qualify. Oh no, Bobby! Yes. Come on, it couldn't have gone much worse. And you know what? Is, That's okay. He needs to just get. He's got a good job. He's yeah. a, he's a, no, but the worst part: everybody coaxed him. He didn't want to race. He just, just came to pushing. hang out. He just came, he came to hang out. out, watch, watch the guys ride. He just wanted to hang out. Everybody, all the rock star guys, and it's ah, like just do it. We'll getting put, Woodrow out there. We'll give you a bike. We'll give you a bike. No, that's not even. Bobby Canary is still in the exact same shape he was the last time he left the track. Woodrow looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. He looks, little, he looks he's got good. Got a little, a little. You know, we've all got a little padding on us. Well, I, I think there's a little difference as far as the look okay. goes. But anyway, it did not go well. Like he did not qualify. And actually, it's funny, at the after party afterwards, they said it's because he thought that the amateur finish line was the loop. <laughs> yeah, he it actually says finish line on the thing and everything. But so when he was putting in his heaters, he was going from the wrong points on the track. <laughs> right, right. It was really bad. If that's the way it was, it's, it didn't go come, well. Come on, It didn't go head. well. Come on. He had head. goals, too. Like, he came up to me um, on Friday, and he asked if he could borrow some goggles and tear-offs. So I prepped him up some goggles, and I said, like, what's the plan for tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I think I can get top eight, and I'm going to whole shot a moto and lead lead a lap. That was, he had goals. Mm, wow. And then I'm like, he didn't qualify. Well, if he's going by the wrong finish line. That, that makes sense. Yes. That, that, yeah, but I mean, how the hell does that even happen? I think JT could qualify to for think, a top 40. To 100%. Something was going on. Yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, absolutely. There was only one practice. You, you said, don't right? forget how to you don't forget how to ride dirt bikes. Like no, I no. can go fast still for a lap. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it for very long, but I can do it for a lap. You, you would know? still show up there and qualify quite easily. In um, my, my mind. All right, let's, let's, there. let's get to some it? phone calls here. Uh, I want to talk about Blake mm-hmm. Baggett. Uh, Snow, what's happening? How are you? Good man. How you guys doing? Good. What's going on? You want to talk to JT? Yes, I do. Uh, here's I have two questions. If you guys go with it, sure. Um, First question: What tips would you give some give to someone that's rebuilding their motor for the first time? I'm going to do it myself, save some money, but I'd learn about the bike myself. So I figured it'd be two stroke or four stroke. But what tips would you two, guys? Two stroke, uh, two stroke or four stroke? Four fifty four stroke Yamaha. And you have no idea what you're doing. You're just trying to do it. Pretty much. Oh boy, and the mechanic. Um, get a mechanic. Well, no, the, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I have mechanical experience. Okay, I'm not, I'm not tearing down motors all the time. Here, here's what you do: you, know. you need a torque wrench. You got to torque your 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 bolts, your head bolts properly, and crisscross the the head bolts. It's very important when you torque them. Uh, use lots of lube to put your cams back together. Don't don't shy on that. Use oil when you're putting it all back together. Make sure your timing marks are correct. Uh, your cam chain will drop down in the bottom of your cases. You'll get really pissed. So have like a um, zip tie or a little uh, a, a clothes hanger to, to put the cam chain on. Uh, put a zip tie. What, what kind of bike are you rebuilding? 450? Uh, 450 Yamaha. So you'll have two rings and some oil rings to hold together. Use zip ties on the bottom ring to uh, hold the ring at the gap 
correctly and tight, and then hold the, the top one with your finger because to hold both of them is sometimes a pain in the ass. So then what you do, and then as you push the cylinder down, it'll push the zip tie below, and then you just cut it with some, with some clips after that. Um, yeah, I mean, make sure you time it right, man. Be very careful on that. All right, cool, cool. Do you have a do you have a friend that knows how to do this at all? Um, not necessarily. I have a lot of uh, friends. I live in Alabama now, but I'm from SoCal. But uh, I have a lot of friends okay. back home that well, can give well, me plenty of I advice. Just, well, yeah. I, I just figured, you know, you guys. Well, did those four-time Manitoba champ might have something? Well, else I've, right? I've probably built three hundred four-stroke motors in my time. But uh, yeah, how's that? Is that is that okay? No, that's perfect. Okay. That's all stuff I absolutely not, would have not uh, thought about. So that's What's good. that, JT? I will add one thing, and I know nothing about how to do this, but if you use, like, there's a lot of YouTube kind of help videos on stuff like this, those things go a long way. Like, if I'm working on my street bike or doing anything like that, I I follow those YouTube videos yeah. pretty well. Like the ones you used to do for uh, Schmanj World. Yeah. Yep. Stuff like that goes a long way to help kind of walk you through stuff like that so they yeah. have the manual close to yeah the manuals are good now man like yeah. i i got a manual for something i was looking just they're good they're pretty good mm-hmm. different oems are better than the others but um all right anything else snow yeah uh second thing all right so i've been running shift gear for a very long time so that being said that 2019 fly stuff looks really, really, really Yeah, good. it does. The, <laughs> the kinetic shield, that purple and blue, it's enticing. But here's my problem. and I There's no problem. Just go get it. It's well, great. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> here's my problem. Here's my whole thing, okay? So everyone has fly. I kind of like to be a little bit different, but at the same time, that shit looks really freaking good. And I kind of take after Key for a little bit. I'm kind of on his side. Good gear is like half the game out there, you know? It's, uh, it's just it's enticing. Well, I mean, so, yeah. I want to see if there's anyone that can do it. I want JT to sell me on trading up, shift, and going with fly because. It, I mean. Uh, yeah, the quality is as good as it is as everyone's saying. I've never, I haven't worn flies since like 2007. So I want JT to sell me on it. I want to see what he can come up with that'll change me over from shift for the past, you know, ten years or so. What you got? So I'll tell you. For for one thing, I I won't ever put down someone else's product. I just don't think yeah, that's no, professional or the way to go about it. But uh, the but kinetic line that you're talking about is. So when I'm doing my selling or I'm doing a, a training seminar, which I did, you know, last week, a bunch of them, Kinetic is the line that I love to go in and sell against because it's so overbuilt and there's so much value in that particular price point. It, you know, it's going up. It's in the medium, the mid price point. So it's going up against uh, like a Fox 180 pan. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the biggest war zone is that mid price point. It's where everybody does a lot of business. And we knew as a brand that, you know, in earlier days, we were trying, we were on the come up, right? We were trying to gain market share and trying to get customers to try our stuff. So we knew that we had to overbuild that kinetic line so incredibly high. So when someone tried it on, they'd be like, wow, I've never gotten value like this at a price point. You know, when I compare it dollar for dollar, this thing over delivers like nothing else in the market. 
so that kinetic has kind of carried on that tradition. And when a, you know, and I, I walk into a dealer and the dealer says, okay, you know what you sell me on this, or why would I bring this into the store? I basically take whatever else is in that price point and I lay them down side by side and I walk through every single panel from leather to closure systems to uh, the reinforced to stretch panels. And that kinetic pan absolutely dominates that price point. So the biggest thing about it is something you hadn't even touched on. You know, you like the look of it and that, and that purple and blue is awesome, which we, uh, we did the photo shoot with Blake Baggett and that stuff. Uh, I, I love that stuff too. Um, but the, the thing you hadn't even touched on is the value that you're getting in that price point. It really, that, that pants built like a premium level pant. Uh, and, and that's really from necessity of where the brand was. We just knew that we had to overbuild and we had to build a premium pant at the middle level price point. So to me, it's the most value you're going to get out of the whole line. What do you think, Snow? Okay. We'll take your credit card now online. Yeah, yeah we'll absolutely. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will process it all. <laughs> Yeah, well, what it is is I'm going back to racing. I haven't, I haven't raced in about two years, but I want to go wow. back to full board next year, do a couple nationals. Let's get this. Let's get this bike rebuilt so. first before we make any any, <laughs> any promises. Up, any racing, Dude, I'm man. doing too much fast. I'm buying a house in a week, and then the bike, and then everything else. So there's a lot All going right. on. All right. Well, no, we honestly, can, honestly but, uh, no. To be com- to be completely honest, I would go in and I would. Take your pant, and it, it, I'm not sure where you're at or if there's a fly racing dealer near you, but just do the comparison yourself. And, and I really feel at that point you're, the decision is going to be super easy for you. Just take mm-hmm. take that fly kinetic pant, lay it down next to your current pant, and just you don't you don't have to be an expert to figure it out. It'll it'll do the work for you. And that's the same thing I teach to our WPS reps is you don't have to know everything about the pant if you just look at it. Look at the triple Kevlar stitching. Look at the closure systems and the reinforcement and, and the longevity that this pan's going to give you. It'll do the selling for you. So that that's my biggest recommendation is just Boom. to get in your hands and look at it. Boom. Snow. All right. There you go. I'm, go. Good. I'm, I'm good with that. That's good info. I'm go, good with that. Go to your dealer. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys in a pick as soon as I get it. How's yeah, that? Tweet us. Tweet Kiefer and I and JT. Do it. Will do. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Alex has been on hold for a while. What's up, Alex? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? Um, I just have a question for you about – well, actually, I want to talk to you about Bud's Creek first. Um, so have you heard anything about Englishtown being the national next year? Okay, that's been the rumor for a couple of years. I talked to somebody this weekend that said it, they didn't think the Englishtown was going to happen, and this person would know, and they thinks that they think we'll be back at Bud's Creek in a year. That sounds right. I'm a local at that track. And, I mean, it's it's pretty far off, I'd say. Yep. Um, it's even far off to what our old track used to be. Yeah. So, I mean, for it to be a national would be a lot of work. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I just know that I heard Buds was back on or most likely coming back. So. Okay. That sounds about right. All right. So, I have a question about 2019 Supercross. Yes. I want to know which one is most likely to happen. Okay. Is Anderson going to repeat? Is Tomac going to get it together? Is Roxon going to stay healthy, or is Marvin going to conquer America? Tomac gets it's like it. Future to... headlines. Yeah, it is. It's future headlines. Except there's not one shitty option that I like to make. <clears throat> um, Tomac gets it together. Noof. I go. Roxon stays healthy. Galdi. Roxon stays healthy. JT. It's got to be time for Tomac to win this thing. The guy is so damn good, yeah. and he's his own worst enemy in this thing. I, I think it's. 
inevitable that he's going to win one of these years in Supercross. Do you think if Roxon has a good off season and everything's good, does he challenge? And, and and let's say Tomac gets it together, does he challenge Eli the most next year in Supercross? What do we think with that, JT? I think Marv will challenge him the most. Okay, personally, yeah. but I think Kenny will be really good. I do. I just think I don't. You know, an off season can do a wonders for a guy. So maybe he gets back to you know the the previous mm-hmm. Kenny Roxon level because let's be real, twenty eighteen, early twenty seventeen, Ken Roxon was unbelievable. I mean, that guy was incredible. Yeah. Like he was on his way to winning a title. So, so we'll see, but I think Marvin and Marvin and Eli are on a collision course again. They're just uh, they're both so strong and so fit and and in a really good spot in their careers right now. All right, you guys? I uh, I I go with Roxon. I just the story yeah. just has to has to be written, and if he doesn't do it this year. Um, I just I don't know if it ever if I see it happen. I think this is the year. Boy, let's say Roxon continues. Let's say Roxon never gets back. What a heartbreak! Like oh, yeah. like two crashes and two broken arms and Terrible. whatever. The Honda boss is going to you know, definitely lose hair. Yeah. You know the only thing I see with Roxon is just he's still and maybe he can eliminate this in in a in a full off season, right? That's the hope. But there's just still that inconsistency where he has weekends, you know, and it was muddy at Unadilla, I get it, but there's just weekends where he just doesn't seem to have it quite there. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten better and better, but you can't have a lot of those weekends in Supercross if, if Eli's going to be on his game. Eli's going to rack up a bunch of wins. We know that, right? Like, no matter what happens, he seems like he wins eight, nine, ten races a year. Yep. You can't have weekends where you go six, seven, eight, nine, ten on a weekend. Like that's just too many points to give up. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Alex. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, perfect. Thank you very much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Actually, you know what, Alex? It's a really good question. Do you have a dirt bike? I do. Do you want? A, I have a Honda. Do you, have, you want a Pro Filter kit or you want Maxima USA oil kit? What do you want? Oh, I want a Pro Filter kit. I need filters so bad. Ah, oh, bro. Profilter.com. It's a fantastic company. MaximaUSA.com. Pulpamex thirty-five to save. We're going to put you on hold. Marks will get your information. You win a, a Pro Filter kit. All right, man? Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. No problem. That's what we do. We make miracles happen on this show. Uh, <laughs> yes. Jeremy, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, not too bad, man. How about you? Good. What's going on? Uh, not too much. I've been listening to some of your archives, and I hear a lot of guys talking about streaming for uh, the Supercross races in Canada. Yeah. Um, I live in Ontario, and I get the races on TV and Rogers Cable, Channel 409. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to let that be known. Oh, uh, yeah, and I, j- I just – I don't think pe- not everybody has Rogers or can get Rogers. Yeah, I well, the problem is I live in B.C. Yeah. Yeah. I live in B.C., and we don't get Rogers. We have moved to Ontario. There <laughs> <I guess. laughs> we go. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, Ontario, bro. Yeah, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. I mean I- – I think the Canadians have done a lot of work on Galdi that. talked that guy into calling it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Sure. Uh, Tyler, you want to talk about Eli Tomac? What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. And I just want to talk a little bit about Eli and Austin uh, this past weekend with him and Kenny in that second moto and a little bit just kind of the whole season overall and how he, Eli's been doing. You know, you guys kind of mentioned it before with the last caller. Um, I was kind of got a little bit more on edge right now, and I think everybody kind of knows it. And I, I was wondering in your um, opinion, who do you think is next? Uh, I know in Supercross, you know, the whole hashtag who's next. Uh, coming into 2019, I mean, who do you, who do you think will uh, 
not be the next Eli, but have a little bit of that uh, momentum. Uh, and do, well, do kinda, you think Kenny will ever have it? Or? Yeah, kind of just what we were talking about a little bit. I, I think I think Eli figures it out, and it's over next year. Like, he dominates. He wins more than – he wins almost, you know, wins seven to ten races in the title. I think it happens. I don't think mis- yeah, mistakes yeah. happen. And then I think Roxon, if he has a good offseason, can challenge Eli. Marv will be really there, and Anderson – Cannot count him out, and and AP, Cooper Webb, maybe right yep. there, Barsha, yeah. you know. So yeah, no, I, yeah. I could just see you know Marv's frustration, and you know he really just it's kind of a little bit overdue, but uh, yeah. you know I just he's got that extra chip on his shoulder. I don't know if yeah. Marv can really figure out all the pieces of the puzzle, and obviously Roxon's you know chopping at the bit too. So yeah, yeah, you know, no, I'm, it'll be to see. it'll be interesting, man. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. Yeah, not a problem. Appreciate Thank it. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on with Supercross next year. So, um, I just think it's got to happen for Eli. He does have a new bike coming out. So, early on in Supercross, we'll hear about, hey, it's still a new bike. Yeah. We'll Is hear he that. riding the 19? Yeah, that, bike, no. that bike seems really good, right? It, like it does. That. No, it does. He's riding the 19 at this Nations and Monster Cup. Yeah. Well, the, we can talk about that bike just a little bit because it seems to work well at around, let's say, round six. The bike oh. really kicks in. Yeah, so, yeah. Eli's going to kick right, it in right, right round six. Right, right. Noof just proved yeah. it. Noof. Takes five motos. Takes five motos for Noof to get used really to the new works. 19. <laughs> yeah. Cali, it's a real shame. The bike is good. Like, I, like, not that I'm any crazy bike tester, but the stock platform on that yeah. bike is yeah. much, much, yeah. much better. I just uh, talked to McGrath today about it yeah. for a podcast. He likes it. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, weird. Good, good production bikes lead to good factory bikes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Gear yeah. Alloy cold call segment. We had Alex Ray on earlier. He'll count as this. Or also to the uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MC WPS team with Baggett and Bloss and Dakota Alex as well. Uh, they're a big part of the Gear Alloy segment. And uh, whether it's the N- NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team or those guys, they got a lot of support for the folks at Gear Alloy. The hottest off-road styles for your truck, Jeep, or SUV. Uh, each design features bold, aggressive styling and a flawless finish to make your ride look badass. Children. On the street or on the dirt. Uh, SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Punch in the code PulpMX18 at checkout to get to save with gear alloy. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. So we saw a glimpse of the Chupacabra, finally, on his gear alloy RM ATV MCKTM. And uh, JT, he, him and Jason Anderson got into it again, and he was not happy. But uh, I asked Blake after the race about... Uh, his performance, and he gave me a real interesting interview, as Blake can. Uh, let's play that right now, Marks, if we can. Blake, Blake, ba- oh, Dalton, Blake Baggett, the Trooper Cobber was back in that second moto. Uh, Eli was phenomenal, and then next thing you know, I turn around and your lap times are faster than his. You're blowing by guys. Uh, what was the secret? What'd you find? What happened? I've just been out in the ocean looking for that uh, that sinking ship, you know, yeah. with all the treasure on it. It's just been sitting on the bottom of the ocean floor. So, it was great. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I'm looking at Galdi <laughs> going, what the hell? <laughs> JT, any idea? It's a sinking ship. There's some treasure. Uh, I think it just means that they've kind of been searching everything, bike settings, training methods, because from what I know, and, and hopefully I'm not um, betraying any secrets here, but I, he seems like he's been battling like just lack of energy. And I keep hearing the word, I'm just flat in the races, like not super tired, but no energy to charge forward. Like rides like that. We saw in the second moto. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think they just been trying a lot of things. They've been trying resting more, riding more nutrition. Like they've been trying all kinds of things, just trying to find answers. So uh, I think okay. he's just 
alluding to the fact that he, he didn't know what the answer was, and I don't know that he, he even knows what the answer is now, okay. but that was much better than what we've seen lately. All right, let's, uh, let's keep listening. Oh, I, I was just going to say that I feel like that comment right there leads to USADA being outside of his trailer this weekend at Iron Man. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> we got to pull you in, Blake. For That's a different answer to right, one of those right. questions. Let's, uh, let's keep listening. Hey, nice, nice work. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I wish there was something that I could go. Okay, I ate this or I drank that or, you know, I talked to Pulp MX in the morning and Steve, you know, gave me a high five and we gave knuckles and that was it. I mean, if that was the secret, you'd be my guy. I mean, and also too, you would do be doing it more than just one moto. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. exactly. Um, no, but for real, you just felt good. You just found some lines. You just got a second half surge, kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because at the middle there, I was uh, just kind of went went a little flat, and I uh, was like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to the front with with these guys. There's that word flat, JT. You went a little flat. Yeah, yeah. But I just I've heard it thrown around so right. much in the truck that it it doesn't shock me that it's coming out in an interview because it's it's been an issue, you know. Yeah. He's not tired, you know, right. per se, where he can't go anymore. It's just, it's not normal for what he's used to feeling, so. Yep. Pace was kind of good, and then, uh, I don't know, something just clicked with a few to go, like yeah. six or seven to go, and then I just uh, got the train rolling and kept it going, and then uh, it, I got into lappers there with like two laps to go. I felt like I could have made it at least a good show for the fans, yeah. but it, uh you know, it was good. I was, yeah, does it feel good to, to do that? Yeah, yeah, good to come back. And uh, I just got to keep plugging away, and I got to find that every weekend. So this year has been a little bit of a tough year, but we're uh, we're just kind of regrouping as we're racing right now, getting ready for for Supercross. Basically, got got a bunch of new stuff that we're uh, we're going to be doing training wise and everything else, and just uh, switching up the whole program. So, we're, what is that? What does he mean by that, JT? You have any ideas? Is he going to ride at some riding facilities or something? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is there. I think, you know, I would be curious if they even had that mapped out yet, but right. I think they realized that what they've been doing is not getting the desired result. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're not wow. getting what you want, you got to change some things. You watched the moto, uh, Galdi, that second moto. He was, he was on it. He found the Island. Yeah. He uh, found the treasure. No, he was, he was, he was awesome in that yeah. second one. I just watched it just before the show again. Yeah. And, uh, he's, he has that type of Eli, Yep. like he, out of out of this he world actually like, caught eli last holy, year at Lakewood. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah you're just like holy shit like look at him go yeah. and, and it actually hasn't really popped its head out very much this year no. but no, uh, maybe he's bought an island and he's found the, the treasure and then the yeah uh, but I don't, he was impressive for sure yeah he, uh, he is not well, happy with well, jason anderson jt no no the one thing i think and i'll, I'll touch on anderson in a second but the one thing i think they're going to change up is i think he's going to ride with more people or or maybe a higher level of rider just to push uh because everyone around him is riding with really high level guys and he hasn't been doing that so much so i think they're going to try to find some higher competition to train with mm-hmm. uh but on the anderson thing yeah i mean that's been ongoing forever like that's been multi years in a row where you know anderson and Blake don't get along, and they, but, you know, Anderson is. Go ahead. I mean, Anderson let Eli by, and then just started clearly. charging when Blake was right behind. Well, clearly, him. they don't like each other. I mean, that's yeah. pretty apparent, you know, and that's not anything new. Uh, so yeah, you could see Anderson's intensity ramp back up because he didn't want Blake to beat him. So, um, but don't you? Yeah, th- what are you going to do? I mean, it's okay. Everybody th- has that guy. Yeah. He alluded to that in the interview. Is everybody has that guy that they don't yeah. like and. You know, unfortunately, 
Anderson's been getting the he's been getting the better end of it every single well, okay. time. So I was just going to say that. that up. It, Blake is trailing in this battle to Anderson. He's trailing. Oh, yeah. So by a long by a long way, so, it may be undefeated. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just knock the dude down. I guess I don't know. I'm not I saying think it's coming to that point where you're just going to have to not not even try to get aggressive. You're just going to have to go all in. Did you have a guy like that, Goldie, when you raced? Like. I mean, did you have a dude? Uh, I loved ramming any motorcycle that I was on into the side of Simon Holman's every chance I got. <laughs> I hated that guy. Right. And he was kind of in the later stages of my yeah. my sort of you were on, good times. You were down the end and he was coming up. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just hated him. He right. was just a cocky did French ass. Did his dad ass. try to kill you ever? No, his dad always tried to grab your dick. He was what? really weird. He yeah, I did. I always grab your dick. Hey, touch your dick. Hey, touch your dick. Stop, stop, stop it. It was weird. But hold Put on. your pants That's on. 100% but, but JT just clarified it. You just clarified it. Uh, you'd be sitting on the starting line. He'd come up. Behind you, and just put your his hand on. It was weird. You'd be sitting on your dirt bike. It was really weird. It elevated the reason why you loved to park his kid because his dad's always trying to touch dick. I touch your dick. <laughs> no, get the fuck away from me, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really weird. But anyway, yeah, Simon Holmes is my guy. Do you have a guy new? Uh, well, JT at Vince Freeze, we know that. Yeah. Oh, we know. Yeah, that. Yeah, Mitch Cook was probably one guy that I disliked. <laughs> you like yeah, to tee up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, Baggett is is like I said, Anderson is getting the better of him. Multi. I think yeah. I think Anderson is just better at that game. Like he's yeah. just better at yeah. that little game that they play. A little cat and mouse. Like, I'm still rattled by the Simon yeah, there's, Holman's There's a way to thing. fix that game, though. You just, yeah. when he thinks you're going to play cat and mouse, you just run him over with a bulldozer. Yeah. Like, you just everything you've got right into the side of him. Yeah, at 100. He needs to go back to the 80s and just tee him up. Jeez. And say, that's uh, yeah. it. And, unfortunately, it may take them both out in a bad way, but right. that's, I think, how you break the cycle of, I mean, a, of a no-win do, situation. Should someone call the authorities about his dad over the years? Or, I, I mean... <laughs> Jesus. No, actually, I actually don't think anybody ever did. <laughs> they probably should, though. Now me too. Him. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> J- uh, that's the gear alloy uh, cold call. It was Alex Ray or that Blake Baggett interview. Either one. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Only a couple more minutes before we bring Jeff Ward on. Uh, r- there's a ride day coming up for f- uh, Bra- Damon Bradshaw. It is in Wisconsin. It is in Mauston, Wisconsin. The Motivation MX facility on Sunday, August 26th. So this Sunday, Bradshaw will be there. That's all you need to know. Uh, Mauston, Wisconsin, uh, fly racing ride day. Wisconsin, that's just below Manitoba. Go to uh, W-I-S-K-O-FlyRideDay.com. WiscoFlyRideDay.com. And uh, and dial those guys in. Bradshaw will be there. That's all we need to know. All right, hopefully let's get through some phone calls real quick here. Uh, we got some people on the line. Uh, Eli, what's up? You want to talk about Ronnie Mack? Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Uh, so, uh, with the, with Wyndham, uh, replacing Karani Mack as a, is a rumor, um, will the donations and everything for the Puerto Rico, um, still be directed through the Ron's on top website? Or do you know? No, I do not know if Ron's on top. I mean, maybe Ronnie's still part of the team. Yeah, I don't know, but not racing, you know? It's a great question. I I really don't know. Okay, I was just curious. Um, Could I ask, is JT still on? Can I ask some more questions? Yeah, quickly. Yes, sir. Okay, Uh, so I just moved to Boise to go to BSU, majoring in electrical engineering. I was just curious if you knew of, like, any part-time jobs at, like, WPS or, like, uh, fly racing, um, possibly for a college student, maybe. 
I would I would uh, check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. I believe that's the website. Okay. Is that correct, Steve? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would that's, check that right. out, and then uh, I can I will personally check into it tomorrow for you. Um, what I would ask you to do is email the show or tweet me or do something so I have I can get a hold of you. But I will personally ask tomorrow and see what the situation is with that at uh, at WCS. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. That'd be that'd be awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. No Thanks problem. for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, JT, we're going to let you go. Get the Jeff Ward on the line, another legend of the sport. Uh, but thank you. For, thanks for uh, calling in. Flyracing.com. Check out the newest. You got to ask him. You got to ask him about riding ninety-three days in a row. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty that. crazy. Uh, thanks, buddy. Did Appreciate he, did he win? Did he win Motocross of Nations seven times in a row? Yes, he's, se- he's seven and zero at Motocross of Nations. Yes, yeah. only yeah, rider ever, right? Yeah. Well, he did. They used to have two on, two, you know, trophy Disney nations and everything. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, seven and zero. Yeah. So, all right. That is. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Thanks, Check him out. Uh, quickly, a story about Atlas before we get to Jeff Ward. Noah, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, maybe if I just want to give you you and Atlas a shout out. Uh I crashed on my bike uh about six months ago and um had I not been wearing an Atlas, I'm pretty sure I would have fucked myself up pretty bad. So I'm currently in the process of saving up for a new one and I just wanna thank you guys so much. I kinda of feel like you saved my life. Oh, we appreciate that. I mean, uh Anytime we kind of get the testimonials and whatnot, it's always uh, it's always good to hear and uh, and glad you, that you're a believer. When you've come on the show before, you've gotten some good positive feedback from from people. That, Lots, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we get them. I don't want to say every day, but we probably get a couple a week yeah. that um, you know people, you know this and that and and uh, anything we can do to help you out, let us know. And uh, glad you're doing all right. Yeah, thank you. Hey, real quick, I just want to say that the new broadcasting girl, Will Christensen, or whatever her name yep. is, yep. dude, her questions are fire on yeah, the she's, podium. Yeah, she's she not did. scared. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yep. Marvin Muskan's always pretty scared about it, I think. Yeah, I know. I like it, though. That's what you want, man. You want to get to the bottom I of stuff. I agree. Yeah. I don't think she's there to make friends, you know, which is fine. That's 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 great. So, uh, thanks. Thanks yeah. for the call, man. I'm glad the Atlas brace worked for you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Uh, net, the official uh, graphics of uh, Alex Ray, among others. Uh, A-Ray91, code saves you money at net. official uh, Cobra merchandise spot as well. Pulp Nation saves you money. Uh, they got a whole Pulp Nation section on the website. New shirts, everybody. Real cool shirts from the folks at RoostMX. And RoostMX is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. This man's 7-0 at Motocross the Nations. He once rode 93 days in a row. He's uh, won Supercross championships. He's won Motocross championships. Uh, he's done it all and uh, Supermoto and everything else. Jeff Ward. What's up, Wardy? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's almost, it's almost past my bedtime. <laughs> I know. Thank you for, for, for doing that. <laughs> um, what the hell? You race an Alta in Supermoto? What the hell, Wardy? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a call from Mickey Diamond. And uh, actually, my daughter's going to college in Ohio, and we mm-hmm. were going to drive up um, uh, up that way and go through Colorado. My son's in Colorado Springs, and then just go up and and check out stuff. And then he called about the Sturges and the dates just kind of worked out where we drove through there and did the race and then headed over to Ohio afterwards. So, wow. Um, and then the Alta, you know, I'm like, what bike are we riding? And he's <laughs> like, well, Alta's given a couple of bikes and, 
I've ridden them before because I was up there in San Francisco when they were doing some stuff and, and rode that bike in the streets uh-huh. on the pavement in the in the you know the, the legal form and then uh, the motocross bike over at this other little track for a while. But um, I haven't ridden that since. But the supermoto bike is it's a blast. It's got yeah. a ton of torque, so a um, little tricky with it just because it's got. Uh, um, Four speeds, you know, the top speed, but also has the decel is really uh-huh. is really hard at, at the top speed. So it works good on the pavement, but when you get in the dirt, you got to shift the the mapping down low because if you chop the throttle, it's like standing on the brake. Sure, yeah. With yeah. you know, with slick, slick tires in the dirt, so it's it's a, it's a little bit of an adjustment. But uh, yeah, we had a fun time, Mickey, um, Mickey Diamond, and the family, and everything. Uh, I got to spend about twenty minutes on one uh, at uh, out at the Sunrise and Galdi. You've ridden one, uh, an yeah. Alta. Honestly, look, uh, um, I don't want to build them up too much, but they're incredible, and they're the future. They really are. I, I foresee, Wardy, the Japanese and Austrians getting into this market uh, because they're something else, those Altas. Yeah. They're, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that, you know, are going to progress with, you know, probably lighter, smaller batteries, probably more power. You know, I think it's just going to keep going. Um, there's, a, you know, there's a few things that need to be that, – that are a lot different. Um that eventually time but yeah mm-hmm. it's um they're like in the supermoto form there's nothing that'll beat it off the line yeah just, there's no there's no way <laughs> yeah i mean if you had that power if you had that power in supercross on the great start you know on the yep. the metal starting you'd never get beat off the line it just there's no there's no bogging there's no clutching yeah. you just you just put the front brake on get the power to come and just roll it full throttle and it just yeah goes straight out like a bullet so yeah. uh yeah good time i mean yeah, they're 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 definitely the bikes of the future at some point. I don't know how long down yep. the road, if, but yeah, I think yeah. the uh, I think the other OEMs gotta you know they gotta play nice with other OEMs too. You know what I mean? There's a lot of politics involved. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and who knows how it's going to fit into the racing scheme? And yep. just like when the four strokes came out, it's like mm-hmm. you know what's this bike equivalent to and blah blah you know and then one fades out but you know who knows that's a long time down the road i'm sure yeah yeah absolutely um jt i don't know if you heard jt what uh he said ask you about riding those 93 days in a row or whatever because (laughs) i was i was telling that story to somebody and they almost didn't believe it but wardy just i mean i've heard it a couple times but it's so you were playing a little game with yourself where you would fly out later you would fly back early from races you would how many days in a row did you ride a dirt bike well, yeah, I think it was above a hundred to tell you the truth. Oh, was it? Okay. I, I, uh, <laughs> I just started like training, you know, my boot camp in October yep. and just kept going, you know, one, a couple of days, I'm sure we're probably at the day in the dirt, you know, or mm-hmm. I don't even know if that was going then or right, whatever. Just yeah. over Thanksgiving, but I just got going and just like, we always did a bunch of, you know, stuff back then. I was challenged and, Mm-hmm. See how long we could go without showering or washing our gear or doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I just started going, and then I'm like, holy crap, it's just, i just been going. And then yeah, I didn't go that far into the races. You know, Anaheim's local. Yep. Um, you know, a couple of San Diego. So, but there was a time, like, you know, I, I went riding in the morning Friday before you flew up to, like, Oakland or yeah, yeah. wherever, Phoenix, and then I'd get home and ride on a Sunday. and. <laughs> You know, and then at some point I said, "This is stupid." And <laughs> so, yeah, but I love but, that. You know, story. I mean, you know, truth like, I mean, it was just dumb because you know I had to drive like thirty minutes to go ride and yeah. for an hour, and it'd be like I just go out just to do a thirty minute moto or just to say I did it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. you know, who knows? I'm, have one knee brace on or something. I don't know, and just get it over with. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
It got to be but, obsessive, huh? It got to be like obsessive after a while. Like you're just like, I got to do it. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of that way, um, and every on everything with running or cycling or yeah, just whatever it was. It was just kind of a, I don't know if the, our training back then. It was it was I loved doing triathlon so mm-hmm. and biathlon. So that was just part of like when I wasn't riding. Well, then it was like I was running and getting the miles I needed to get in to get faster doing that, which helped in my, you know, yeah. in my racing because of that and the toughness of doing stuff like that always. Uh, and plus we, we always raced locally too. Like I yeah. mean, we didn't start at the end of January, but we started the last week of December doing the golden state and we'd ride five races with our, you know, race, yeah, bikes your race bikes, yeah. outdoor oh. stuff. And so it wasn't like we just took those days off we were just always doing something mm-hmm. so yeah i mean uh and your off-season races were loaded like stanton told me he was gone for a month and a half one time or something you know like yeah just... it was a full national i mean yep. everybody was you know maybe hannah wasn't there or something or but yeah bailey and johnny and ricky and lachine and bail and yep bradshaw it was just a full-on national and you got your bikes and you're excited because they were brand new and trying mm-hmm. stuff and mitch payton's bringing pipes and you know, and you weren't too worried if you got beat, but because you were testing. But I mean, dang, you didn't want to. You didn't want to get beat. So yeah. it was. A, yeah. It was going into Anaheim, going like, yeah, I won the last three, you know, Golden States, and then everybody you were in their head a little bit. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of racing. We had uh, R.J. Hampshire on the phone earlier from Geico Honda. He won his first uh, national this weekend in 250 class. Where was yeah, your first? To him. Yeah, where was your first 125 national win, Wardy? What do you remember about it? Um, it was at Lake Whitney in 82. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some pictures, I think, of uh, the bomber with his bar bent. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. All the way down, going through a rut with no goggles on. <laughs> um, that was that was the day I won. Um, I think I got second the first moto, you know, and then he went down and, mm-hmm. holy crap, you know, he was coming and probably almost caught me there at the end with with a with a road race with a left side road race bar on his bike. Yeah, and no go- and no goggles on. So yeah. back, you know, I mean, you know, back in those days, eighty eighty white bomber was oh, the, yeah, unbelievable. Was the man? Yeah. yeah. So so I got my win, and I got another win that year up at uh, Washougal, I think. Yeah. Uh, for my second win, but yeah, the first one. I mean, yeah, eighty two. I started the nationals in seventy nine. Yeah. So nothing came easy for me. It wasn't like I was out there winning motos every week and coming close. It was the, there was a lot of good guys that and Barnett was in Brock and they were just so dominant and right more mature everything. So uh, yeah, a couple things. Hannah told me out of all the guys at Hannah race, he just it seems like. Bob has the most respect for Bomber. He really does. He's just like, that, yeah. that was one tough son of a bitch. Like, Bomber, when you beat yeah. Bomber, you knew you did something, you know? He was just he was just scary, you know? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> he was, I mean, Osho would tell you, it would be like, we were kids, you know? I mean, yeah. I was 17, 18, and he was he's maybe a year older, but, man, the guy had a mustache and, you know, and just... <laughs> was a man looking and you know he'd come to the line with his helmet on and jofa on and we're under umbrellas with you know ice packs on our neck and we're looking at him and he's yeah. foaming at the mouth and <laughs> we're just like we're done look at this guy <laughs> we're like Let, let's go home now right. you know it was all the all the agony of getting smoked right so yeah just you know that was yeah hannah is and hannah was one you know too that yeah. uh yeah um those the guys that you could tell trained and we were still learning and um, you know, from the mini bike ranks and right. 
Barnett, Barnett, I don't know if he ran much mini bikes when, when he first came on the scene. You know, he was like FMF on Suzuki 125 already. So yeah, I'd never seen him. I'd never raced again him in mini bikes when I was 14, 15, you know. Right. So um, um, you didn't know him, and it, it was just. He was just ready to go. You know, I did a story on Eddie Hicks a little while ago for uh, Racer mm-hmm. X, and and I was doing a lot of research and looking at cycle newses, and you were a guy uh, that was absolutely the number one mini rider in the country, the next great rider, um, you know, just like Eddie, never worked out for Eddie, like Bradshaw, like Stewart. I mean, you were on that level, of course, the level of media yeah. attention, but that was you. But interesting that you say that, Jeff. Um, did you start feeling pressure, like, I haven't won yet. Like, am I am I going to make it? Am I going to be a pro? I mean, you went on to have an all time career, but from seventy nine to eighty two, like you said, I mean, it wasn't the same internet and magazines. But was there a starting to yeah. build some pressure on you? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, because I was really the first prodigy. Because mm-hmm. I, mean, I was riding mini bikes in sixty nine. I mean, the on any Sunday was in sixty nine. I was yeah. racing before that. Yep. And motocross in the U S. was just barely a name you know you knew roger you know you, you knew the euros and and then all of a sudden there's marty you know then marty and then the super bowl motocross and it was like everybody was already racing big bikes there was yeah. like nobody that there was no mini bike tracks my dad with with ron hendrickson made a track at saddleback park with trash cans and you know that line that chalk yeah, yeah. Just raced around trash cans like tt and then they built a track for mini bikes so yeah i was kind of the first guy coming in so the expectations was you know i don't know by putting it on myself or like there was a lot of hype and mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i used to like myerskoff you know him and i used to go back and forth and um in the mini bikes and i'd win he'd win and then he moved up to the 125 so the year before i did and then when i moved up to 125 he used to lap me at the local race at saddleback yeah and you're you're probably um, like what the hell so yeah so yeah i'd get lapped by two or three guys ron turner and you know i don't know who all the other local saddleback guys and it was. I was just small. I was four eleven and ninety five pounds when I was sixteen. Jeez, so um, I wasn't hanging on to too much. You know, <laughs> than the than the mini Elsinore that I would race. I was better off on that probably than I was at the one twenty five. So yeah. um, it just took a lot of growing and and getting stronger. And yeah, I was. But at the time, when you look back at it. If I was on Honda, yeah, I'd have been spit out the back mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but but Kawasaki's, you know, kind of their bikes sucked so bad at the time that it was it was both of us. You know, yeah, I wasn't yeah. at my potential, but the bike also wasn't at my potential a lot of times. Yeah. Breaking and heavy. It was Barnett's bike was the weight limit was one seventy five back then. His bike was one seventy six. Yeah. My weight my weight my weight two fourteen. <laughs> Jeez. You know, so Holy shit. Luckily, wow, luckily yeah. I only luckily I only weighed. Yeah. You know, yeah. 40, 40 pounds or whatever I was. So I'd whole shop and I couldn't, you know, I'd swap out or the bike was, you know, wasn't handling. So they were being patient, you know, cause they knew their bikes. And then it just kind of started turning around in like 80 and 81, 82 bikes got better. 83 was a good bike. I almost yep. won the championship with Osho. And then, you know, same bike basically for the next year. And then the 250 factory yeah. bike was awesome. Um, so yeah, then the, once the bikes, and then we went to the production rule in 86 where, Cowie was so far behind on the production yeah. stuff that now we're in the shithole again, you yeah. know. And so it was kind of, but I'd already proved myself, and I still won races. That was my worst year, probably was '86, and then yeah, um, and then from there on. So your '85 works bike was at an auction down out here in Vegas last year. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was like, holy shit! There it is, the trick bike. Uh, last floating, floating around. I, I didn't even know it was up for bid, but oh. I don't think I, I didn't have the money to buy it. I think it went for twenty something grand. 
Oh wow! Yeah, I think it was like I think it was like fifty. Was it? Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, forty-eight, forty-eight or something. Oh, like that, I think. man. Brad, oh, Lack- Brad Lackey called. Brad Lackey called me. Oh, when did he? I was there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he sent me pictures, and I'm um, like, yeah, there's a couple of them <laughs> that look looks legit to me. Yeah, and you you gave me Prim got them off you right years ago, a long time ago. Yeah, there's I had some in them. There's a couple. There's some I had. They're in a museum. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, I can't remember who took them back there, but they're floating around. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's cool. So, um, yeah. Uh, so hey, another thing, another thing to relate. We talked about Amshar's first win and your first win. Yeah. So I talked to Plessinger. He clinches his title this weekend, and uh, he mm-hmm. rode great, right? As, as you've seen all year long. And yeah. I said to him, "What means more to you, like now the Supercross title or this one?" And and he told me the outdoor title was. He, you know, obviously, look. Yeah. He, you know, he only won a regional 250 Supercross, so. You know, it's not like you and the 450 Supercross that you won a couple of times. Yeah. But, but did you feel that way? Do you feel like your outdoor, your first 125 outdoor title? I mean, is it right up there? You like you said, you battled Osho, you were you all year long, or your 250 outdoor title in '85 when basically the whole class was in in the uh, 250 class that year. Yeah. Um. Do the outdoor stuff mean more to you at all? Yeah, it does to me. Um. But then again, you got to kind of look at our, our Supercrossers were kind of more like a little outdoor track wise mm-hmm. you know i mean it, so the riding style and the bikes weren't it wasn't so different um but which meant you know the outdoors were way more physical and you won because you were in shape and um you could suffer and week in and week out where supercross was always indoor it was cool mm-hmm. daytona was the only tough one all year that you really you know yep. would suffer on if it was a hot day and you know the 20 lap which was almost 30 minutes so it was like an outdoor with a bunch of more jumps in it but um, yeah, I, I, I mean, Supercross, yeah, it's huge to win, and it's hard. Yep. Um, but the outdoors, for me, it was just more rewarding, I think, because of the, the uh, you know, the effort that you had to uh, put in to win yeah. it. Um, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure, like, for the, for the lights guys, they only do 15 laps now or minutes, and, you know, bam, it's at night, it's over, and, yeah. you know, it's 15 minutes, where you've got an hour and, 10 to 15 minutes of racing per day in 100 degree weather and you know there's no getting around getting sore or hurt or yeah. you know after a weekend of that where you super crush you can come out pretty unscathed if you've timed everything and yep you know so yeah i can see where he's uh you know saying the national is more rewarding and, and definitely harder to to get through you can get through a super cross with a smaller injury because it's all timing mm-hmm. you know and you can rely on your other leg or your other ankle but when you get outdoor there's just no hiding no. there's no hiding anything to go fast yeah i even you know uh, so i talked to mcgrath today and he was telling me about his 95 outdoor title he's got seven supercross titles <laughs> and he's telling me about his 95 outdoor one that was just so gnarly for him and so impressive for him to do you know he's just it, like, was, it, was, it was it was hard for him to do because he yeah you know didn't have the training program that was you know he had to find that yeah um he had the he had the talent on the supercross because he could just get a 10 second lead and yep. and maintain it, you know, and the tougher races is when somebody was on him the whole time, you could tell that, you know, there was somebody had a chance because his fitness wasn't as good as Kordowski's or Larocco's. So it gave him a shot, a little equal, you know, but yeah. on the outdoor, there's no hiding it. Yep. There's just no hiding it. So that was probably why it was, he was, you know, more gratifying yeah. to him as was to, to get that one They're They're not easy. Uh, Jeff Ward on the line, uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Also, too, Friday night at Motocross the Nations, October 5th at Redbud, uh, RoadToRecovery.com. Jeff, you'll be there, right, for the dinner? 
Um, yeah. MXON Experience 2018.com, a road to recovery. $500 uh, a ticket gets you into this uh, intimate dinner with a lot of the USA MXDN legends like Wardy and uh, RJ and Dogger and Tim Ferry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go there, um, and what you want to do is go to those websites. Uh, $500. I talked to Stanton today about this. They've added Travis Pastrana and Kevin Windham and Gary Jones will be there. Uh, yeah, it's super cool. You uh, cool. $500 a, a pair. And so you can, Jeff, you're going to have to bench race with the people that sit at your table. You have to tell them these stories. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, the, well, the dogger stories take an hour alone. So, yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> um, he was on my team twice. So there was always, uh, right. always fun, fun times with dogger. Um, we just talked about your record at this nations before you got on the line seven and oh, I mean, some of those yeah. were, some of those were trophy, well, but, you know. Well, no, actually, there were nine because seven of them were on the five hundred and two of them were on the two fifty. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, and, all right, and, so, and, yeah, yeah. eighty three and eighty uh, eighty three and eighty four, um, eighty three. We were in uh, Belgium and um, Sweden. Then no, no, no. That, that was the next year was Sweden. Okay. And fin- sure. Finland and Sweden was in eighty four and yeah. Belgium and Czech- Czechoslovakia. Czech- yeah, Czech- right. Yeah, so we rode the 500s in, in Sweden, the first, or in uh, Belgium, all mm-hmm. four of us. Um, and then, you know, the next week we had to go run against the same guys in the 250 class. Yeah. So basically, you know, it was two events, and, you know, I didn't get beat in any of them. So there were nine donations, yeah. and trophy donations that I went undefeated. So um, so going to this year, you're going to be at the dinner Friday night, the races at Red Bud. Was your favorite donations the Unadilla one, or was it – because it was so muddy and there was pressure, was that the one that you remember, you know, not so fondly? Yeah, I mean that was uh, that wasn't one of like our closest. You know, I mean we pretty much had a good weekend. Yeah. Um, the, the circumstances, yeah, it was tough on the five hundred and tough for Bob on the one twenty five and well, tough for everybody. But yep. um, the five hundred is just a tough mud bike to get around um, that track. And but you know, I, I, just because it was at home. Yeah, it, it felt great because you had the the crowd cheering for you. But yep. um, it was a lot harder over in Europe when you didn't have that and you were working mm-hmm. out of a you know somebody's van they let you borrow and it was like yeah. you know you could you could just tell it was just a lot more difficult and out of our realm and then racing at the states where we just felt at home like we were just at a national yep. you know so um, but gratifying because yeah it was the first one in the United States and. You know, we won it, and it was it was really cool. So, um, so yeah, the, the, it's going to be good for the guys. It's yeah, being being home, and then you're on a track that you know, and um, then the other, you know, the Euros and stuff. They travel a lot, but this is a far, you know, yeah, a long ways to long ways to come. Over in Europe, it's closer than flying from California to Florida. You know, everywhere they go, mm-hmm. except for a few races. So, um, it's it's more difficult when you have to fly your bikes in and yeah, try to find a place to ride and. So hopefully, uh, I think with the guys that we have, you know, we have a solid, uh, real solid team. I uh, I wrenched one year in '03 in Belgium, and absolutely, it was before kind of, it was before like everyone sent eight million people for Team USA, and I yeah, I we, we had to get a guy to guard our stuff because there was no really somebody to watch our stuff. Like it really did feel we were on an island. It really did. And uh, and then I went back as a media guy, and there's eight thousand USA members, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess they got this handled now, you know, but. Uh, at the time, yeah, and I heard stories of back in your day, like basically it was Bevo was there, and then mechanics and Roger. That's yeah, it. that's and it. Roger. Yeah, I mean we had we had one year. I think it was the second year in Finland. We 
tried to find a practice track, or maybe it was in Belgium because Roger's from, you know. Yeah. And we traveled two, three hours to go there, and the farmer's going to open the gate. We get there, and we can't ride. They yeah. won't let us ride. <laughs> and then we go, and then the year I blew up two motors because they kept giving me the wrong gas. Oh, jeez. From over there. Yeah, so yeah. two 500 factory motors I blew up because they were, they yeah. said it was Elf and it wasn't. Yeah. So there were tricks being played. You know, we yeah. couldn't do anything um, but um yeah it should be good and of course uh some of your greatest rides were finland that year i think that was 250s right 250s in finland you were unbelievable um yeah since sweden sweden okay finland was, finland was, finland was on the 500 okay. when i got knocked out in practice okay and then uh threw up the whole day and night and <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't have been riding for sure because no. i was done right I was throwing up everything i put in they came out and um, we still end up winning, but then the next week, yeah, I yeah. can put a foot wrong. It yeah. was like that, knock some cobwebs loose or something, and it was good for a while. That was actually that's on YouTube. Have you ever looked at that one? It's on YouTube. Uh, I, I was yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I think yep. it's the best of starts either, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, Bailey Bailey always talks about it. it's funny because he got hurt in the week before, and Brock Brock came was over in, in yeah. Europe, so yep. Brock came in and did just killed it there too, and. uh Bailey was watching, and he just come in shaking his head, laughing. And, and how about uh, like, <laughs> how about Brock had Cliff working on his Yamaha? Can you imagine that now? Like you show, <laughs> you show up, hey uh, Goose, we're gonna need you to just start working on this KTM. Like just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty funny, but it all it all seemed to work out. Yeah, sometimes we're we're a little bit more lucky than good on a few times, but yeah, um, there's always somebody that came through. You know that. And the motor that he stand did it quite a few times, you know, just bulldozing yeah. through guys. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a good race. Roadtorecovery.com. Go there, buy a ticket. This is all the kind of stuff you can hang out with on Friday night. And uh, Stanton's helping it out, and uh, and it's going to be a great time. So go there and get your tickets, and Wardy and, and all the greats will be there. Uh, hey, Jeff, Ryan Golden Studio here with Steve. First off, absolute pleasure yeah. chatting with you. I've, I've never really met you before, but definitely know all, a ton about the career. Uh, I'm 40, so I, I got, got the tail, yeah. end, the tail end of your stuff, but always a, a fan. My cousin was a very big fan of yours. But uh, the, 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 the stories that you're sharing, uh, I mean, this is one thing I've always loved about America. I'm from Canada, like Steve. Uh, the patriotism, mm-hmm. unbelievable that you guys have it and the following and what you guys created in the late 80s and, and doing that stuff for the donations. Do you feel that the race still carries the same kind of weight nowadays with how uh, the media spins it and hypes it? I, I know Steve has actually touched on this, that it's not quite as important. We've seen riders pass on it uh, from America and stuff like that. Um, obviously, this year being in America, I think this is a great stable to kind of blow it back up again. And then obviously the, with this great road to recovery thing, um, just kind of where, where, where do you stand on that? Do you, still, do you think this race still carries the same kind of weight it did back in the day when, uh, when you're under your dominance and obviously the 14 years of American dominance? Um, is it still carrying that same kind of weight? I mean, my, for myself, I think it's the biggest race in the world still. Uh, but I know our, our new customer base and younger generation maybe doesn't look at it that way. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, what I think it's gone is like when we started, we weren't the dominant rider. I mean, our country wasn't the dominant Europeans were dominant. I mean, they right. won motocross. The world championship was the world championship. Um, you know, still that's what seemed to mean more than anything in the media. Um, Supercross wasn't huge yet, you know, wasn't a started going, but I just think we had to prove, you know, it was such a proving thing to, you know, where now I think we can beat these guys. And it was just like, you know, even though 
Ricky and I just hated one another, and Johnny and I weren't, you know, at the time, weren't, you know, the best of friends. And But then, when you know, Bailey, Bailey was always cool. But when we got chosen, it was like, when we got there, it was like full-on teamwork, man. It was like you did anything for the guy, and that's the way we took it. And, and now it's like I think it's gotten to where now I think at the point, you know, we had Stewart and Carmichael. Yeah, we were the best in the world, and I don't think the proving factor was there anymore, and it was just kind of like the racing. There was so much racing, and it just seemed to lose its luster of, you know, we need to win this. To yeah. where you know yeah. now I think we're now I think we're back to that point again to where we need to win this. I think we've this is a huge enough. year. This is a huge year. We've gone long enough to be going like ah, I don't want to go, um, you know. And then you know now you got guys. I mean, hurling the French. I mean, there's some fast dudes now yeah. that that are on these outdoors. But then you got to look at you know our guys only race 12 races a year in this, and they don't get to ride much before because of Supercross. And well, I don't think we're the best outdoor guys. Yeah. Day in and day out yeah. on every given track. These guys ride every given track, sand, mud, rot, you know, jumps. They got big jumps. They got rut. So, you know, our first 18 races of the year are just on cookie cutter tracks that are, you know, don't work that, that, uh, mm-hmm. aspect of the, the riding. So, um, I think we got behind and I still think we're the best, some of the best riders in the world, but we have to go out there and want to prove that. And I think now we, you know, we yeah. want to do that, so these, this this will be a good race to start. Are you excited about going and, and uh, doing this road recovery? I think that's going to be pretty cool. I wish I had the budget to come and do it. I definitely would have a few tables I like to bounce around. I'd probably kind of have a few beers with you guys because I think that would be pretty fun to hear some of these yeah. stories. But this has got to be kind of exciting. I think you're going to meet some fans maybe that you've never seen before and, and stuff like that. And, of course, obviously see all the old buddies in the, in the same spot and then hopefully watch some great racing as well. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been to one since we, I won in 1990. So, oh, wow. Um, wow. Okay, I wouldn't have yeah. guessed that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the last time I won was in 90 with Stanton and Bradshaw. And yeah, I hadn't been to a race since. So um, it's going to be cool. I mean, I've been to some races. You know, I haven't been to Europe too often for any GP. So, um, But I'll, I'm, you know, I hope Thorpe's going to be there and, you know, guys that uh, – just some of the guys I, you know, I got to race with. And yeah. I know a few of them have passed away and – been really sad on a few of those guys and so um yeah but i'm just gonna be stoked to be there and it's just kind of cool that i've you know kind of led the the wins which i don't have many records so i got one (laughs) and i got and i got one i got one race to take advantage of the full uh glory again so yeah yeah, it should be it should be cool yeah i think you guys are gonna do like a parade lap i think you're gonna ride a bike yeah i don't know if you heard about that warrior or not but (laughs) by the way yeah i don't know We, we better we better get out there and practice Loraco's leap before yeah. you're going to ride an Alta. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to ride an Alta. No, RJ, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> RJ rode out on a KTM at 86 Anaheim tribute race. And I've, my eyes have never recovered. Really? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. You got to be on a calorie, Wardy. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a green bike. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it wouldn't look. It wouldn't look right. Yeah, if I just rode around on some other. Yeah, oh. it wouldn't be. Wouldn't um, be right. What about uh, we saw you working with Cole Seeley for a while there? You worked with a few guys, yeah. Jason Anderson, over the years. Any any plans for you to be around the races more next year? You got anything going on? Um, yeah, I've had a few calls on some stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, some teams, and I always keep touch with Kawasaki. I was just at Kawasaki today, and I was, you know, I get another bike, and you know, so I, you know, I don't mind traveling. It's yep. a lot of traveling, but the Supercross isn't too bad. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it's out here. I still enjoy going, but. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I want to work with like one individual rider. I'd, I'd like to be more with a team, and then I'd get to work with like younger guys, maybe that aren't sure. so 
you know, maybe set in their ways or just want to do something the way they want to do it. Um, yep. They're still fighting for their jobs. Um, so, you know, I'm not putting it, I'm not rolling it out, but I don't have mm-hmm. anything, you know, locked down and yep. I'm just doing the, some uh, mountain bike racing and, and some couple I got a 12 hour time trial race coming up the end of October. And um, so just staying, staying healthy and enjoying the kids. And yeah. Awesome. Good to hear. Doing that right now, but I know Cole just started riding today, which yeah. was cool to see him first, no first time back. Yeah, nice. Yeah, first first day was today, so That's I heard it went well. So uh, good. Yeah, it's good. Hopefully, all these guys get healed up and ready for the beginning of the year again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, we got, we got one more. I've been going to these things all year, Wardy. I can't tell you yeah, how happy I, I am for one more. So, <laughs> um, uh, as always, Jeff, thanks for your time on the show. I appreciate it. Do you have anything else, Cole? Here, uh, just oh. a one quick okay. one, actually. Um, cause yeah. you're now going to, to the GP. So you're going to be able to see like hurlings. And I know you probably watch the American races and watch the Tomac, all the stats and the records and everything that you've done on a motorcycle. Uh, do you still get amazed watching? Like you, you watch a guy like a hurlings or a Tomac, they get these things and it's just like, holy shit. Do you, do, do these kind of things, what these guys are doing nowadays, uh, does it kind of blow your mind? Even though I know the records and stuff you've set back in the day, do you get, does your mind get blown watching what's going on nowadays with the, the skill level and the bikes and all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, there's always, I mean, you, you go back to Stewart, you go back to yeah. Karma, you know, there's just, there's stuff that, you know, but then there's stuff that's always, I think still the same, you know, I mean, there's fast jumps and big jumps and, you know, the 500s would get over about anything that happens today yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and corner speed, you know, but yeah, there's just like, you know, you'll see Tomac go through a corner and you're just, you know, even my kids are just like, Oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. so there's still things. And then I'll be like, I'll be looking at the TV going, how come they're not, Doing, getting over that little bump there, and then, and then all of a sudden, somebody like Anderson will do it, and you're like, "Oh, see, I knew I, I could still figure things out." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's the mindset's still there, and um, but yeah, there's always, you know, I mean, you just got to look at the, how fast these guys are going, yeah. and um, some of the stuff. Yeah, it's just the, yeah. still yeah, pretty you, incredible. Of you've you never uh, you've never struck me, Wardy, as a guy that sits there and be like, "Oh, we were better. We we are," you know, never like that. Like yeah. you're always like a guy being like, "Hey, we can." We can look at these guys now and try to work on things and, and improve and you know what I mean? All of that. It's, it's kinda of how you always struck yeah, yeah. Just, my brain still works the yeah. same as it did when I raced and the same philosophy goes by about how getting through corners and bumps and yeah. the mindset, you know, and all yeah, I don't compare myself I mean, I just know what I would give to of myself to win races, you know. And yeah. Yeah. It, it went back then and it would win now, you know. Yeah. So it's like that's that's the way you get. There's only a few guys out there, I think, that have that that drive of you know right. winning, and they and they usually win. Yep. You know, so um, there was a lot of guys in my era that had that same mentality, and that's why there was never, I don't think, one dominant guy for a while because it, there was yeah those guys with the same mentality. Um, so we well, yeah, uh, yeah just. We got a guy here who rode six vet motos, and he couldn't come out on top all week in, in Canada, Wardy. <laughs> so, you know, he was on a Cowie, too. But, oh, you know, I mean, we're, 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 we're trying, Newf. We're working at it. Hey, um, you got to keep riding, because I went riding one day before I went up to that supermoto race, and yeah. I hadn't ridden in two years. Oh, really? So, Isn't that long, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, it was two years. Like, day in the dirt two years ago, I rode one moto, and I was like, I'm done. My shoulder's done. Yeah. So I just been mountain biking training, and I feel great. And then I went out for the one day, and I actually felt – Pretty dang good. It was like <laughs> nice. Arms pumped up a little bit, but you know, I was flat out on the 450 railing berms and nice and doing everything. But you know, I just know I'm like one 
bad bump away from going down and not getting up. Yeah. So. Cowie's listening to this. You're going to ride Josh Grant's bike this weekend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Jeff Ward in for nah. Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. Wardy Puerto Rico's third rider. Yeah. Um, RJ nah, team manager, Wardy on the squad. Yeah. Yeah. Two, or three, two or three laps, I think I'd be my arms would be done. Uh, Cardio is good, but yeah. the arms would be done. Uh, well, thanks for your time, Jeff. Always appreciate your time no on the show, and uh, uh, we'll see you Friday night before the designations. Get the, get your tickets now, and uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yep. Thank you. You got it. Talk to you guys uh, soon. See ya, uh, Jeff Ward. Everybody, RoostMX.net. That guy is cool. He's a legend. He is. Dude, he's gnarly. He yeah. Like, you want to talk about training and riding? And he wrote an entire supercross series with a broken ankle. Like yes. just, like just. You know what's cool is like he trains guys that barely know his history. Yeah. Like how old is Cole City? Twenty two, three, yeah, something like that. And now he's wanting to trade even younger guys, and they'll listen to it. Like the yeah. the, the legend that is. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think that yeah. it carries on that uh, way. Roostmx.net bringing you Jeff Ward. Thanks to Wardy for coming on on Friday night dinner at Motocross the Nations. It'll be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm going to try to sneak in the back of that tent. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll lift the tent up for you, and, and you can get in. Do, will they let me in if I'm painted red and white in my underwear? With Probably not. Flag? It'll no, be an no. American thing. Yeah. I think they wouldn't like that. You know, um, All right, well, lots to talk about still. Uh, Ryan Gall on the show. Uh, Did you see the dirty Brady. look he just gave me? Why? Dirty. I don't know. Oh. He just poked me like a little child. I was just trying to get his attention. He was falling asleep. We did have a guy call in, Marks, who wants to call in and talk about when he met Galdi for the first time or something. Right? Uh-oh. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. So he, we got a guy calling in soon about that. Uh, Doug, what's up, man? Go. Uh, what's happening, Doug? What's your question? Hey, Matt. This, I had a question about my 03 YZ250. I have it torn apart right now doing a top end. And um, I got a dual ring piston that came out of it, but I've heard that running a single ring can be better. I don't know if you know the difference in between that, what you got. Uh, yeah, single here. ring. Single ring's okay. I mean, we used to run single ring, ring in Supercross. Um, yeah. You know, they just don't last as long. So I, I don't think you really need one. Uh, Weissco sells a single ring, I think. Uh, maybe Vertex does. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't do it, man. I don't think I don't think it's the, the benefit uh, for the lack of wear, you know, is worth it. So. Yeah. Vertex, do they make a dual ring? Yeah, yeah they're all dual stock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, single ring, though. They do make some single rings. Uh, and like I said, in Supercross, we would run that. But uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't do I it. Know. I wouldn't do it for a local guy, you know. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any um, tricks for that bike that I can know about? Uh, you know what? Uh, the Vertex reed cage works phenomenal in those bikes. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those 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 Vertex reed cages. Oh, oh yeah, they're tricks. Yeah, get one of those. They work great. They're fantastic. Right on. All right. Oh, what? Uh, you want some gear? You want some gear for for that bike? Some gear, huh? Some yeah, fly fly racing, light hydrogen. I would, love, I would love that. All right, because we got a set of blue light hydrogen gear to give away 2019. And just because you mm. called in and you got an 03 bike, we'll give you some 19 gear. Nice. So you're only off by 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> so well, hey, it'll I'll be, be looking taller, let me tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So stay on the line. Marks will get your information. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks, Matt. Just appreciate it. No problem. That's what we do. Making dreams. Uh, what, what's up, Paul? What's happening? Hey, uh, so sorry, Galdi, but I love the noof. Uh, wow! <laughs> but what about but what no. about his results at Walton? Uh, well, you know, uh, not a whole lot of us in America pay attention to Canadian That's results. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares uh, but, about the uh, results. <laughs> but the new is a legend here in the United States. He is. But, he uh, is. Yep. Uh, but he just so made just his entire night. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. So, how much do you guys think that the American writers study? 
the European riders uh, as to how they handle like sand. Like Airlings and Cairoli jumped through braking bumps, and then we saw uh, Roxon doing the same thing down the hills uh, this this past weekend. We've seen Eli doing it this year at certain points. I mean, how much did they study this and then try and emulate their their style of um, trying to jump through braking bumps and things like that? I don't think too much. I don't know. These guys are practicing training. They're wrapped up in their own little world. I mean, I think you got to have the body type of hurlings that, that Eli does to ride like hurlings who uses his legs, really makes the bike under, let the bike move underneath them, uh, pre-jump, grab the bike with the legs, pre-jump, strengthened legs, I feel, are hurlings and Tomac's uh, deal. And I don't think, say, an Alex Martin can ride like that. He just can't do it. He's shorter. So you got to have certain body types to ride like certain riders, I think. But I don't think they study too much. Uh, Galdi, what do you think? I would bet – I think Roxon watches the races, whether he's studying or not. He's just – I think he's a fan, but not a chance he like Tomac is. Not a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are watching watching the races, though. I'm I'm sure. But, I, mean, I don't. I can't see Eli sitting down and just drinking a coffee and watching the yeah, moto from not. where they were this week in Switzerland. But Roxon is. He's just a pure yeah. fan of it all. I think. Um, well, Roxon's uh, got no love lost for hurling, so he's never. Admit, he would never admit that he watched Jeffrey <laughs> and actually learned something. There's uh, no chance of that. Um, I feel like that guy's got many friends. Uh, thanks, Paul. Appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, let's go to Alex. Alex, what's up? How are you? Hey, what's up, man? I got a suggestion for the word of the day for the last okay last national. It's an old horse racing term they use. Trollop or and whatever Goldie said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did you say? I, I did like, say that. Yeah, it refers to a, a promiscuous woman instead. Trollop. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say it though, in with the enthusiasm that I'm going to give you the example of. Okay. So, okay. Hi, I'm Jason Wygant. This is me and my host. Uh, uh, shoot, I can't think of his name. Grant, uh, Langston. Grant Langston. My former champion, Grant Langston, here. About six blocks in. Here we go. We got the gate drop. Gate drop down. We got Eli the Terminator, Tomac, Marvin the Leopardfield, Muscat. One, two out of the first corner. We got ourselves a ding dong. Langston. One, two, you vote for one, you vote for the other. It's a ding-dong! Okay, all right, thanks. Thanks for the call. That's that's, that's very good. Uh, <laughs> Gary, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, hey Steve, Goldie, Noof, and Travis, you backflipping legend. Oh, that hey, is Mark. Uh, he is a backflipping legend. He is, man. He's he's, he's a cat's meow boy. Hey, really digging the Canadian content, guys, eh? Well, uh, I'm sure a lot of our like, listeners are probably like, what the hell, but I don't even care. I don't <laughs> care. Exactly, eh? man. Like, who the hell let that JT guy on, eh? Like, WTF. Yeah, yeah beat it. Mar- you know what? Canadian. We, we should have got a Canadian producer. We should have, yeah. yeah. We just make it a total hey. Canadian night. Hey, you guys, you guys, you oh, speaking of Canadians, I'm flying out of Alberta with about seven or eight guys. We're going to be down in MX Donations this year. Can't wait. Awesome. Hey, nice. Go Jess, go Colton, go Cabin, man. It's yes. going to be such a blast. I can't wait. Yes, it's going to be hey, a great time. Do you guys remember the mutter in Regina, 2014? Yeah. Yeah, Tony Alessi hated me. I got a letter. Oh, I know. I, I, I remember that. Contract on the wall. He asked you. He said you had a permission note or some kind of a pre-arranged thing before you could even see him. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I arranged for an interview with Mike. I was doing a, a like a story on the Moto Concepts team and why they decided to race in Canada instead of the U.S. It was going to be a total positive story. Like just, well, how do you guys like being up in Canada right. instead of the U.S.? And I arranged it beforehand yeah. with Mike Genova, and it was all I was going to talk to. I was going to talk to Tony and Mike, and I showed up. 
Tony went nuts. And Tony said, you need to sign this contract. We laughed about that on the Monday at the show, boy. Yeah. Also, Galdi, I met you there for the first time, too. We were sitting on some beers talking about you racing at Antler Lake in the late 90s. And you were so kind and so accommodating. I just really appreciate that, that visit. Sure, you know? it was not Galdi. No, There's no chance it was, no chance it was Galdi. Galdi. Not if he was kind and accommodating. I do remember that. 91 Antler Lake, obviously, was what we were talking about, riding 60s and whatnot. Were you racing there at Antler Lake? Oh, no, I was just, I was just watching. I didn't, okay. start, I, I didn't start racing when I was 52. I'm 64 now. Antler Lake's where we do most of our vet racing, you know, my vet club in Alberta. So. That, I have that, zero issues drinking beer and talking about is racing. That, uh, is that track still open? <laughs> yeah. yeah so Pardon right. me? Is that track still open? Yeah? Still good? Yes, it is. I, you, you know what, Steve? What? The, the, the big Wagon Hill, Antler Lake. You ever race that track? 1987 Canadian National. I rode 80 oh, well, I was there. Class. I was there watching. Of course, I didn't race in those days. Yeah. I think uh, it was 98 when you were there, Galdi. Yeah. Yeah, we were there in 98 and 99, I believe. I raced yeah. it. I love that track, Canadian, man. That was so cool. Uh, Canadian Amateur Championships were there until it got rained out, and we went to Fort Saskatchewan. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very anyway, cool funny track. Story, very cool also, track. that weekend I met uh, Michael Lessie and Vince Freezy at the Walmart in Regina, same weekend. Eh? Although I didn't know who this this Vince Freezy guy was, so I come up to him and I said, "Hi, Mike. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm a big fan." Eh? This this is this your mechanic? Well, a couple <laughs> of buddies of mine, they just about died laughing right there in the spot. I couldn't find a Walmart bag big enough to crawl in there, you know. After <laughs> and we still laugh about that. Me calling uh, Vince uh, Mike's mechanic, but oh, that was such a crazy weekend, boy. Everybody I had to get towed in and out with a cat, like all the rigs. Yeah. It was just absolutely insane. Uh, and then I met you and gave you a bag of cheesies, but some jerky upstaged me and gave you a family size bag. Eh? But, yeah, uh, well, that's what the- happens. I, I got three bags uh, in the Unadilla or the weekend of Unadilla. It was, it was, <laughs> You're cheesy, though. I'm oh, cheesy, though. Yeah, I'm cheesy, though. Right you know yeah, but, eh? but Brady brought me Anyways, some coffee. Anyways, guys, first, so. I mean, all right, thanks, really, Brady. Oh, actually, I met Colton, too, once uh, at a little track at uh, Alex, just east of Red Deer. And he oh, was yeah. pitting out of a little Nissan pickup truck and he borrowed a 10 millimeter wrench from me because hmm. uh, he he's done his summer with Blackfoot and uh, he was so comedy too. We joked about uh, he's from the island, you know, where they grow on the island, they grow potty. Eh? So we uh, <laughs> we joked about, about marijuana being the number one cash crop in BC. <laughs> it's crazy thing is it may become a reality this October when they legalize it up here. Just nuts. Cool, Gary. Anyways, well, guys, thanks, thanks for the call, buddy. I'm still digging the show, guys. Thank you for all the great stuff, man. Cheers. It's just, just been awesome, guys. Thank you thanks. so much, guys. You, Appreciate it. Thank thanks, you. Man. Awesome. Uh, all right. Well, we're done with our guests, but we've got lots to talk about still in the show. Lots of segments coming up. Did you get the X brands from uh, What's His Nuts? Okay, we can do those. We've got Travis, BTO Sports, uh, tweet at Travis segment. We want to talk some more Atlas Brace. Uh, we've given away some gear. We've given away a uh, Pro Filter. Uh, we could give away some Maxima. We've got an Atlas Youth uh, I was version. Say, yeah, one more brace, right? One more brace. Version. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Let's do. Um, Let's do an email contest for that one, because that's a good deal. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, send us a photo of your young one. And whatever, we'll, look at, we'll, we'll judge the photos and see what we think. He's got to be on a dirt bike. Yeah. Nothing weird. Any and, specific uh, age? Like, like, so you can, no? Uh, Give him a variety. More of a youth, right? So yeah. under... Under 12, 12 type 12 thing. Okay, under 12. And uh, so we will give away a youth uh, Atlas brace. Just a contest at com. Show us a photo of your youngin, and uh, we'll do that, man. And uh, give that thing away courtesy of the folks at atlasbrace.com. Uh, also, too, spending millions of dollars can get a brand attached to a race series or a sticker on a race, book that may, sticker on a race bike that may or may not be using a product, but it can't buy heritage. 
Maxima defines aspirational because they've been there since the beginning, aspiring to be the greatest motorcycle oil in the world. Uh, they've been voted year after year as the number one aftermarket oil in American power sports. Visit MaximaUSA.com. Uh, they didn't buy their way to number one. They got there by being there. Have you guys used Maxima? Yes. I yes. love Maxima. I have cans of it throughout Yes, the back best, of my van. Best chain lube ever. And, and the the air filter grease is fantastic. Air filter oil is fantastic. The SC one. Yes, SC one. Mathis in a can. Is that what they used call to it? call it at Yamaha? Because <laughs> instead of prepping my bike, I would just spray it with SC one and call it a day. So thanks to the folks at Maxima as well for coming on board here. Um, let's do the X brand goggle tear offs. Yeah, let's do that, Marks. No. Is there a is there a pee break anytime on one of these? Uh, yeah, we're coming up on commercial. We're having it still Pookie's that issue. He's kind of filling these up a lot here. It's, 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 it's got to go somewhere. Thing, I redid the the tweet at you segment. Yeah, it doesn't like me. That's weird. Hmm. We gotta look into that. Yeah. Try the tweet at you intro for a second, just for giggles. No, nope, same thing. Oh, because I just tested all of that. Try any drop at all. Nope. Rickets. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be a cable. Great radio, bro. Just close the program and try it. Try again. Hashtag impound. <laughs> Maybe get it out of here. Get the sound yeah, out of here. Yeah, it's in there. It's in it's there. In there. <laughs> it's in there. But isn't it supposed to spit out some paper yeah. with all these predictions? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. The goggle of choice. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Dylan Merriam switched to X-Brand this weekend. Killed it. He wears fly also. Ninth overall for the privateer guy. Good ride. Yeah, well, really good kid, ride. He's had a couple sort of breakouts. Yeah, Glenn Helen, uh Whole shot Unadilla. Yeah. So a ride in the future? Yes, no. Dude, it's tough right yeah. now, man. There's, not... There's a lot of contracts up. And... Oh, I mean, Bogle needs a ride. Dean Wilson needs a ride right now. Um you know, there's Dylan Marion's probably not on the list. No, dude, it's tough spots. right now for 450 guys. Absolutely. Is IB Corp coming back? Because I remember he tried it for that. I team, think they're right? coming back with another show and stuff. Yeah, Rhino. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, Drink my piss. <laughs> um, that looks like what you're drinking right there. That's are you? Uh, that's Rhino's piss. Close that sound program, Marks, and maybe try to reopen it. I just did. And nothing. Hang on. Okay. Still nothing, and I'm playing the Rocky song again. To play the, I feel like the Jeopardy song. Okay, just take the USB out. Is this box on down here? That gray box? Is there a light on down there in that gray yes, box? Yes, there is. Okay, a so red that, one. Yeah, the light's red, but that's hooked up. Okay. Oh. Take the USB We're having out. We're some technical difficulties out here Mark, in the Mark, take the USB show. out and change the port. On the on the on, on the computer. Here we go, everybody. We're gonna get this thing. See, right there. We uh, got it. it. We got something. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Expert Gogoteros. Man, this show sucks right now. <laughs> We're terrible right this now. This is not good. We, it was, you know what's blowing? It hey, it was the guy that just called in and gave Noof that, hey, goalie fuck, fuck off, you. and they, no, Noof's better. Noof's confidence is ruining okay. the show right now. All right. <laughs> we got nothing. It's terrible. Uh, but can't, we, even do, can't even do a commercial. <laughs> yeah, we got a commercial coming oh, up. Oh, man, I got to pee. <laughs> okay. Well, after this segment, we'll do a commercial. Marks will uh, hand-read all the ads. For the whole entire break nice. after this. Uh, all right. Next round goggles. Uh, choice of champions everywhere. you got 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? I have never met this guy. You don't want to meet him. Um, all right, Marks. Let's go. Fire away. Uh, Steve, who will be Canada's main competition in the B-Main? 
Who's yeah. that dick? Screw you, Mar- uh, yeah. Moser. Screw you. Yeah. No, Canada's got a good team. This is a good team. Uh, Colton Tom- uh, Cole Thompson, Colton Fasciati, Jess Pettis. Wrong. Kevin Benoit, Colton Fasciati, Jess is. Pettis. Good there team. What's good your team. prediction? Um, I mean, top ten, I think. Yeah. I think nine or ten. You know, I feel like it. every team's got a a pretty solid team this year. Like, there's nobody hurt and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think well, I'm I think going. I, I, if I, if the cards all play well, we're going. What's our best? Sixth. Yeah, six. Yeah. I think. I call an eight. Okay. Well, the manager is not the problem anymore, Noof. So. No, we got that figured yeah. out. I, I, the, I got 17th that year. I think that's why I, I got fired. Right. Because we got 17th. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Noof, after wrenching for Jake Nichols, what is the chance ability you come out of retirement as a mechanic? Well, let me tell you, I uh, I do have a podium with Jake Nichols, which was mm-hmm. a fun day, but that is a lot of fucking work, man. I was stressed out. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't, I didn't, I love the being on the podium part <laughs> because it was so stressful. The bike ran out of gas after the podium. I was freaking out. Really? Yeah. And you nearly had to fight Mike Genova. And I almost got into it with, well, I did get into it with Mike Genova. Why? Because he was down in the mechanics area during the second moto and Mike... Alessi whole shots and uh, Nichols is second. Genova's standing on the track and I lost my mind. I went crazy. It was a weird pit board area. It was like... a weird area and Nichols clipped him with oh. his handlebar. His white shirt, beautiful shirt that he was wearing, yeah. clipped him and I went nuts in the mechanics area. Jeez, I didn't hear this story. I told him to get the fuck out or I'm going to get an official and he told me to calm down and he walked away. Wow. Yeah, so. Noof just folded the pit board right over his head. All right. Very good. Very good. Galdi, what was the craziest thing you saw at the Walton after party? Ooh, uh, craziest thing. Wow, I missed the the head off the tire machine, so I guess I can't call that. Simon Holman's dad there? Because I feel like he (laughs) I touch your dick. I touch your dick. No, it's, I I know what it is. It's you got, you got to know this one. There's sound going. Well, on. it's got to be it's got to be the enticer taking the head. Yeah, there. it's got to be Larry enticer sweeping the leg, basically karate kidding the OTSF tent. Okay, yeah, it's took four posts out. Twenty six point seven. Steve. Yep. Why don't you open up a training facility out of your old house? <laughs> uh, I should do that if I knew anything about training. We said that earlier. Yeah. Team headquarters. Yeah. Noof. If you had an American passport, would you ride for Team Puerto Rico? Oh, I would love to. That'd be a great party. <laughs> yeah. Great but, party. But, but no, for reals, I've heard some Americans say, like, I would never do that. I'm American. I'm not riding for, you know, a sublet. Yeah, I guess I if mean, you look at it that way. You know, but Osborne did it. Phil did it. Amart did it. Yeah. You know, but would you do that if? Yeah. To yeah. get that okay, opportunity right. to race that race. Yeah. <laughs> you do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah okay. right. If we had some kind of. Yeah. Weirdo country. Weirdo thing yeah. in Canada. Right. Hell yeah, I'd do okay. it. I mean, we sent Thorne to the destination. Surely to God, we can send yeah. you. True. Right. And Holmans. Galdi. Holmans was legit. Yeah, he was yeah. good, yeah. I touch your dick. <laughs> all in all, how much money will it cost Team Canada to, to attend his nations? Uh, it'll be 50 Gs. It'll Even at Redbud? No, not at Redbud. The house, the yeah. food. Yeah, I guess. The extras. Yeah, I mean, let's. It was like fifty last year, so maybe a little bit less travel. So let's call. What it was it for you? you? What'd you do, Latvian? I I did fifty two thousand dollars. Wow, it's really that much. Fifty two grand. I raised fifty 
$2,000. Thanks to three grand from Pulp MX? I uh, Actually, no. You were actually like five, I Was think. That? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Three grand US. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I raised $50,000. or fifty thousand dollars. I had two grand left. I got my what? hat somewhere from Canada. Oh, did I give you a hat? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's buried behind all those American ones. Yeah. Um, I get, I raised 50, I had, I raised $52,000. It cost 50 grand and I got a $2,000 bill, uh, like two months later for cleaning up across the border. Yep. Thought I was going to be able to keep two grand. And how much did you pay yourself out of that? I didn't get a goddamn thing. Fired. Fired. That's what you got. <laughs> I got fired. Well, I had a couple of good parties when I was in Latvia and I paid for all that. So after party was fun. The Remember that party- dungeon thing and Chad was all hammered and. And we, we drank all the French team's booze? That was the, the, your line, the, the quote of the line. Like, I think you tweeted it. First two teams of the after party, yeah. Team Canada, Team Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all Chad needed to do, he's like, well, remember how pretty their setup yeah. was? Yeah, their monster, whole thing for the French Because it was guys. all monster team, too, right? Yeah. The monster party. And Chad's like, wow, fuck this. Just went up, grabbed the first bottle of Great Goose, and we just all started fucking yeah. stealing Great Goose. Yeah. Just started drinking Team it, drinking Canada it. and French Australia. <laughs> Causing uh, problems. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a good night. Yeah, good. Or, there was no bathroom in the basement of that yeah. place. Yeah, I got a good story about that too. That's probably why you got fired. No, 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 that one never got on video. Okay, it no, <laughs> got right. told a lot though. All right, next question. Steve, with Reed stating he was ready to race for Australia, what bike would he have rode? Uh, Honda. He bought a Honda, so yeah, he would have bought a Honda, I guess. Alta. Yeah, Honda. Noof, uh, which Atlas athlete goes through the most product? Um, they don't really go through a whole lot, but probably Sexton because we color coordinate all the gear yep. with the brace. How far out are you on that? Uh, we usually do six rounds at a time. Okay. So, but we kind of, especially with 19 stuff coming out, then we had some new colors. So we redid graphics. It, it was quite a bit. I, I don't know if I was going to put a number. He probably gets 10 ish braces a year. Yeah. Not that they're worn out, but just yeah. that's what he has. Yeah. 10. All right. Galdi, what is the last thing you said about a team or rider that you wish you could take back? Oh boy. Something about Noof today. Uh, no, fuck that. Um, Oh, man, that's a good one. I've said a lot of stupid things. I don't see a Palpy coming here anytime soon. <laughs> At all. At all. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I should hand it over to the guy to the right. He's been awesome tonight. Um, he, he was great in that Wardy segment. Yeah, I know. He was yeah, fucking he, hands down. Yeah, it was a little bit yeah, stressful there. there. Uh, uh, well, the... the um, it, the the last thing I wrote about was when I I said a derogatory mark towards my old boss in MXP. Um, that took a little while, but did did it? Uh, it got forty it, seconds. Yeah. It, it got me in a lot of shit. Did it? A oh. lot of shit. Was this when you got fired or recently? Like- uh, no, the only thing that I got kind of let go at that time was the um, I lost my like Yamaha link. The Yamaha guys cut me at the corporate level. Really. Yeah, that didn't go over well. I didn't look at it that way when I wrote it, and then I looked afterwards. I'm like, oh fuck, okay, well. <laughs> Plus, it got obviously put into different terms at the time, but it was it was wrong. All right, that was that was five years ago. All right. He's grown up. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? 
That's it. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Use the code PulpMX18 when you're checking out uh, at X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. New for X-Brand one time and was terrific and hasn't been the same since he switched. So I'm just putting that out there. Uh, you were number one at Walden, the whole shotting. The You used X-Brand when you uh, came back to ride your rider's bike. Yeah, top whole 10. shot go for dunes with X-Brand on. Finished some top 10s. Yep. Won a couple championships at Walden. And now you're wearing another brand and you got one podium and six motos. Yeah. Didn't do shit. So. Gotta go back. EKSbrand.com. Now we're going back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> EKSbrand.com. Please check them out uh, on the web. RJ Hampshire, Colton Fasciati, Jeff Ward all on tonight. And uh, it's been fun. Those guys have been really good. And I feel like we didn't talk enough about Buds, but. Let's do it. There was a wrap up for Buds, you know? So maybe there's that. What do you mean? We have a wrap up show on Race oh, oh. you know? So. Um, Anyways, uh, also, too, uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World, Downey Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, get Data, please check them out if you want a discount from the show. The same kind of ignitions that you see all over MXGP Series, as well as Barsha and Webb over here. Uh, email the show, we can pass that on for you, as well as W Wheels, of course. Uh, a lot of teams in the pits use W Wheels. Guts Racing, Dylan Merriam, also a Guts Racing athlete, along with uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and many other teams out there. If you're looking for anything for you need for seats, uh, Pulpamex2018 is the code for those guys, and uh, Works Connection, of course, some of our favorites. Uh, all of these guys on board. And the Atlas Neck Brace guys are, are in studio with Brady Sharon uh, back in. And uh, so I guess, uh, Brady, I'll start with you. Um, how sales at Atlas? How's everything going? Uh, good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, making progress all the time, chipping away, and yeah. Good, actually. Well. <laughs> no, they're always fucking good. Well, no, but things <laughs> the in the industry, fucking you know. Face. <laughs> no, but things no, in the I industry, know, you know, not, everything, not everyone's doing awesome, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's going yeah. well. Uh, and the neck yeah. brace category itself, you have a few competitors out there, not that much. Uh, you guys have a vastly, I think, a, a vastly different product for that. How's that segment going? I mean, we just did the X-Brand goggles, and we know the goggle world is gnarly. Uh, how's the neck brace world and the, the competitors in that? Like, the, trying to get, get your foothold in there and, you know, Yeah, with it us, out. it's interesting. I mean, we, we came on pretty strong right away, and I think by the second year, uh, second years. Sound. Wait, sorry. Yeah, no problem. Did that? Did you do something there? Yeah, we got music. We got segments. Sounds like porn. <laughs> no segments. Okay. The segment thing is like frozen. Ever okay. since I reopened it. All right. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Bray. No, that's all right. Um, but anyways, I think like sorry, the Brady. second year we were in, we were already number two in the category because yep. there's you know there's only. Well, us and Liat really, and then Alpine Stars floating yep. around doing some stuff. And there's a couple other players in Europe, but it's, there's not much depth in that in that category. Oh. Um, it's kind of owned by the the two of us mainly, and um, so we've really just been chipping away at that, trying to get as much market share as we can, and spreading the word of yep. you know what we're doing. And um, we have a vastly different principle than they do in the way our our product operates. Um, so just trying to spread that message as yep. much as we can. And uh, we're going to try this thing, with Chris Kiefer tomorrow. Brady and Newf, we're going to go. Kiefer's been a guy that's like, I don't really like neck braces. He tried it a long time ago. We're going to sell that mother effer on an Atlas. Yeah, on the mean, Atlas Air. We're going to do it. It's going to be interesting to get his thoughts right away on yeah. the brace and after Brady talks a little. And, and we have like three stages to try, right, you guys? Yeah. Like we're going to yeah. do like. 
Yeah, we're going to fit them up properly. Right. The and... first is a, a three-hour lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this slideshow. Watch yeah. this video. He picks with his eyes here. Yeah. He's open and just, yeah. Slideshow. Yeah. It's, it's like when you go to the go-kart place for first. Come into this room and watch this. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll be cool. But I think it'll be interesting. Honestly, yeah. like, like I said to you when I kind of proposed the idea, yeah. I mean, we're thankful that we have the opportunity to explain it to a guy like Chris, who's respected in the industry, as you know, with all his testing and stuff mm-hmm. that's really blown up that he does. And hearing him on the show a couple of weeks ago when he was asked a question about it, um, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of newer knowledge to go off of. Um, like you just said, you know, he's kind of basing it off of stuff, you know, five, six, seven, even maybe eight years ago. So um, it's going to be cool to, you know, <coughs> show them what we have and <laughs> and what we're working on. And, and, that's, and that's, uh, that's him right now. A live shot of him right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be cool and um, and get his thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, you know, Newf has addressed this many times, the, the, the stigma of neck braces, of course. There's some people out there that don't really know about them or think back to the very first version uh, of the neck brace and, yeah. and, and how that affected guys. How frustrating – I mean, Newf, you're on sales. Brady, you own the damn company. How frustrating is it to deal with uh, 20, no, 10-year-old opinions, 15-year-old opinions on, on, mm-hmm. on these things, right? Like – yeah, I mean, even the gentleman that called in earlier and was, you know, questioning about the collarbone things, he doesn't want to break a collarbone. And I, I went on a rant last time on the show about the whole collarbone thing. It, it's not... Yeah. Anybody that's you know, claims that the, the, the neck brace is breaking their collarbone, it's just a... It's just like a, it's not true. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it can't do it, yeah. but your helmet can break your collarbone too without yeah. wearing neck braces. Guys have broken collarbones before neck braces. They've broken them with neck braces, and now they break them without neck braces yeah, on. Yeah. So well, it's the easiest bone in your body to exactly, break. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, that whole thing to me drives me absolutely crazy. And for some, <laughs> have cra- you heard him lose it on in the office? Some people <laughs> once in a while, yeah, not not so much for that. But even yeah. at the dealer level, yeah. like it's somehow it's gotten out there that neck braces break your collarbone. Yeah. Like I, I don't. Seatbelts can break your collarbone too, but yeah. we still put them on. Yeah, yeah. For so. me, you know, when I started designing it, a lot of it was, you know, we knew pretty clearly how to reduce forces to your neck because, you know, some other people had done it and you, you can test pretty easily for that in the laboratory and see the results clear as day. But the part for me that I didn't like was the collarbone thing, the the original one sat in your sternum and sat in your spine and they were causing, you know, some sternum injuries and all these sorts of things. So the way I went about it was, hey, how do we you know, we know the part about the neck. We can test for that. We, you know, the the structure is pretty much what it is. You can't yeah. deviate too much because you got to wear the damn thing. Yeah. But um, underneath that, what happens after that? You know, we don't want to go in your sternum. We want, you know, to separate around that. We don't want to sit on your spine. Let's go around that. Yeah. Um, we want it to be heavily padded. Things, things that the first versions did, like well, way back. Yeah, or uh, no, didn't other do companies. Look. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we added a bunch of padding over the collarbone to help give you a layer in there that's in between, you know, the sharp ridge of your helmet in your collarbone, you know, that's, you can still break your collarbone landing on your shoulder, but you know, at least we tried to do something that, you know, would keep down on these secondary injuries, um, that were happening. And then we took it further and made it flexible and, you know, made it have a gap in the back. So it moves your shoulders when you ride and, Mm -hmm. um, all these kinds of things that just would, would help the, um, help you be able to ride with it more comfortably, move more freely, feel like you're not wearing something that's, you know, restrictive yeah. or tight or yeah. all these things. And, you know, 
either way, I mean, it needs to be properly fitted, you know, depends on the gear and the yeah. helmet you're wearing. All the all these factors yeah, yeah. come into play, obviously, just like they would with any other piece of equipment. Yeah. You know, it has to fit right to feel good. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's really our, our whole principle. And uh, obviously, look, Anderson wore one to a Supercross title this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and the other you thing know, that... I mean, this the other is the thing highest that, level of racing. The it's other thing that people should know is, you know, the... The one that Anderson's wearing and Sexton's wearing and uh, Colton Fossiati in Canada and all these mm -hmm. guys that have won all these championships, it's literally 100% production. Yeah. The only difference is a sticker on yeah, it yeah. for their sponsors. Yeah. There's no, they don't have custom stuff. There's nothing fancy. Yeah. It's not like, oh, they have some crazy modified one that makes them able yeah, to yeah. ride with it. Yeah. Well, it's 100% production. Like I kind of say the same thing about X-Brand. Like, there's goggle companies that make special foam. Yeah, you're not oh, buying yeah. that foam, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm just like, look, X brand. Some guys wear a pad, but yeah. that's the foam you're gonna buy. That's what it is, you know. I, I wanted to make a social video for a feed that would show to uh, like get it all hyped up in depth, behind the scenes look at how we manufacture yeah. Jason Anderson's braze, and it's about a three second and, and video. And opens up a box. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a three second video. You open the box, put the sticker on, and it shows it shipping yeah. out. That's it. Yeah, yeah, no, that, <laughs> I, you know, absolutely. Um, and you know, we talk a lot about the, the the industry business, the business of the industry, and on this show. I mean, Alpine Stars is getting into gear world. They're getting into, you know, they have a, a next support system that they push. Um, and I, I guess there's, that's difficult, right? That's things that, that you run into. Uh, I, we had a rider uh, a couple years ago that say, I wear their boots. It's like, yes, yeah, so what? Yeah. Like, that's all you wear, their boots. Like, difficult, yeah. right? Running yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, people go, oh, wait, this guy took the neck brace off. He must not like it. And it's like, well, that's not always the case. You know, there's a lot of political reasons why deals happen or don't happen. Yeah. And um, all, all is behind the scenes. Sometimes we get blocked from doing stuff because of team deals and, yeah. you know, whatever it is. So um, it's not always the case that they don't want to wear it. We've had guys that have tried every yeah. which way they know to keep wearing it, and the team just says no. Yeah, so, yeah. which is odd because know. it's like a thing of protection. They don't look at it that way, and that's the like, frustrating part for us is like – you're like, you know, are you telling me I can't protect myself from injury the way I want to? Yeah. Like, what? And that, yeah. and that does happen. Right, right. I know. With yeah. these team deals. And, you know, even if they have the option to maybe wear something else, they choose not to because maybe it's a little more restrictive and stuff. Yeah. And we've gotten burned by that. I could go on for probably yeah. five or six guys that yeah, just, we would love to still have. We get burned um, from that way more than we get burned from some kind of monetary reason yeah, yeah, yeah. of why it doesn't yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. uh, I just... That would frustrate me as a rider. I'd be like, "Look, guys, I'm trying to protect myself here." But, but the hard part is, you get you get a young guy that has a factory ride. Yeah. It's like that means everything. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to go yeah, to bat yeah. over one piece it's of equipment. Be like Goldie and just tell him to pound sand for that. <laughs> I mean, no matter if it's you know important for your neck or whatever, but yeah. you know they're just not going to go to bat because it's too important. Yeah. That if the team goes, "Okay, will you wear that or have yeah. a ride?" It's like, well, I'm... yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, I need too, that bike. Yeah. we, yeah. we want to have guys that's where that are wearing our product that believe in the product, right? We don't want to just go and no throw down a whole bunch of money to some guy and he wears it and then you know a fan comes up to him at the track and asks him what he thinks oh, i'm just wearing it because i'm getting paid yeah, a bunch yeah, of money yeah. we don't we don't believe in that and all the guys that we have and all the guys that wear neck braces are believers in them i mean the the moose cans and the canards over RV. the years and RV's RV. still running one, yeah. yeah rv wears one every single time he's on yeah. the bike it's yeah. very rare that you don't ever see him um well, having one on and yeah. even anderson actually when he when we first did that deal he had got of his deal with the other company and he whatever happened there and uh we went and had lunch with them and said hey can we do a deal whatever and he's like yeah literally i was just gonna go to the store and buy one this week because i want to wear one yeah, yeah. and you yeah. know whatever so it's like some of these guys want to do it it's not about money yeah. it's not yeah 
you know, yeah, it's not when you talk. You don't wave when, huge when you money to, in front of his face. When you talk to a level of, of a guy of Anderson, what he's making, what you guys are paying him, it's, it's not. It's, it's irrelevant. It's not making a deal for him. Yeah, even no. a fa- even a Fasciati deal. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. honestly, it's not the money that's yeah, making yeah. him keep him wearing it. He no. had a scare, broke his neck. Yeah, I didn't know that about older. him. There's, yeah. there's probably yeah. checks bigger than ours that they don't even cash because they yeah. just don't care. It's in their coach <laughs> yeah, Fasciati actually had a halo on for yeah, six months. I didn't. I didn't know that was that bad. Yeah, was that pro career? Yeah, early pro three. Oh, wow. right? Yeah, because he he just got it out when I got the job doing arena cross because he just literally got back for Billy Whitley and he had the well, he yes. still's got the scars for the bolts. Um, right? So, anyways, we're giving away still a youth atlas brace contest at pulpamexshow.com. Show us a photo of your youngin that you would like to protect with an atlas brace, and uh, we'll pick one that we like. And uh, and also too, before we go to commercial break, uh, have you guys seen the Honda Roxon Edition? Right, that super mm-hmm. trick one. Uh, if you want to make it truly look like a, a factory Honda, then what you need is a set of ride engineering clamps. Uh, you're going to need a set of these things. They fit the 47s and the 40, 48 and 49 KYBs. Uh, they've got a different bar position. They're eight ounces lighter than stock. They are made from 2424, 2024 aluminum, which is the same alloy the factory teams use, and uh, they got the same flex and everything else that a, that the factory guys use, and it matches that red that the that Roxon has on, on my his bike. bike. Yeah. Right. So, and uh, rideengineering.com, ride-engineering.com, pulpmx20 is the code. Pulpmx-20 is the code to save. These guys just won a championship with Pettis. Pettis runs the ride engineering clamps on Hot Dog Team, and, and, and he won a title. So, uh, get these clamps. They're 22-millimeter offset, and they'll fit the uh, the Works Honda Edition, and you'll look exactly the same with the same kind of red, cool clamps that Kenny has. They don't have ride engineering on the side even. They put them on the front so that you have that clean look on the side and everything. So, uh, save with the folks at uh, Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com, pulpmx 20 is the code. Uh, we're going to commercial break right now. I touch your deke. <laughs> and then we'll, a perfect drop. French accent. We'll be right back your after this, drop. everybody, to talk more about that, because that was weird. <laughs> I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. So tell me why can't this be 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stop. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting, always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. 
suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available on the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. 
They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at VertexPistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Okay. By the way, that's me on the orbit. Oh, Jesus. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. And a beer. Okay, good. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Three French toast and a beer. Okay. Where? Uh, go. Three French toast and a beer. 
Yeah. A fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques, three French toasts, and a beer. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Beckshaw presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Bob and Doug McKenzie, everybody. I don't think that was the original. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I figured with all the Canadians here. That was about the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, and we were. And, and there's four of us in here in the studio, so why not do that? That was either that or Kim Mitchell. I have, uh, you know, might as well go for a soda. Golden I like that song. Might as well go for a soda. Nobody hurts. Yeah. Works. Oh, well, it hurts. <laughs> That's hurts. a great tune. Hurts. Works. That's a good tune. I thought it was works. Someone should have went for a soda <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in BC. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's. Uh, Don't bro me. All right. Let's get into this a little bit. Uh, we got still the BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment coming up. And uh, thanks to you people for listening. Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Whether you want a sweet Ridgeline. Do you have something to say? No, I love your truck. <laughs> I fucking love Ridgelines. Should have never got rid of one, right? I know. I fucked up. Thank you. That's all I want to hear. That's it. Hashtag impound. Uh, I don't have a truck right now, so maybe when I get home, I'll go and buy a Ridgeline. <laughs> you should. It's got a no, trunk. If there's, if there's one where your truck is, I just swap it swap out. Her out. Swap the <laughs> yeah. plates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes anywhere from LA, Honda World Downey. Free first time oil change if you mention Pulpamex when you uh, check in or go to the service department. And uh, yeah, they'll hook you up, man. Best deals in town. Seven Deuce Deuce got one from Honda World Downey. Vince Freeze got one from Honda World Downey. Nice. Yeah, they've been stepping up for the motocross community, whether it's a Civic or a CRX or an Ridgeline or whatever. They can certainly uh, get you covered. Did you ever see this? 1988. I was on the front page of a sports paper. I I really don't care. I knew you would dig Daredevil that. teen. I, I totally remember the number on the bike and, and whatnot. Goldie, why don't you bring up that sweet hole shot you have me of the, at the Canadian Nationals in 1990? I should have brought that, actually. I never yeah, thought of that. I have that, that in the house. I right. do have that in the house. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me see that. 762. Even better that I knew it was you and, and not just buried it into the archive. Yeah, yeah. Good and point. that's literally my photo. Yeah. I took that yeah, photo. Yeah, you took a photo of me. Killing it. Well, um, I was actually taking the guy that was in second. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so uh, Race Tech. Race Tech suspension. Pulpamex 18 is the code to say with Race Tech. Uh, you know who like uses him. Race Tech is T-Dags. Uses Race Tech. Yes, he does. He Keelan Meston. Th- thanks him a lot. Uses Race Tech as well. And uh, Racetech.com uh, to learn more about those guys. And uh, love them. And they've been a big part of our show. And uh, they'll dial your OEM in. Uh, OEM suspension setup. They'll dial it in. Perfect. And use the code Pulpamex 18. they got motor work as well. Race Tech ran of the night. I thought I would throw it to uh, Galdi here. He's he's definitely one to rant. And uh, what do you got, Galdi? Better be good. <laughs> well, I what gets you upset? I brought this up a little bit, and I wrote about it a smidge today. Okay, so when I, he, he wrote today. <laughs> I know I did. I actually wrote it on my phone while Noof was uh, ignoring me on the plane because he didn't like want to talk to me because he was tired and upset about things. So I just wrote today. Okay. So, I do I do all the TV setup and production and everything like that at the races for for our Canadian stuff. Yeah. 
So after the race, podium stuff is pretty hectic. Like, I'm doing it by myself. All right, yeah. I'm not to my home right now, but I'm doing it by myself. So trying to get things organized and run around and shit. Yeah. Piss off, Noof. <laughs> you're fucking giggling at me right now. I want to punch you right in your Because I know where head. you're going with this. I am I so... I touch your dick. <laughs> I, I am so over the fucking posers with their fucking $200 Best Buy fucking cameras sliding into my podium areas, getting in there because there's no security at our Canadian races. There's all, And I got these fucking deadweight, bum-legged, Facebook-posting fucking weirdos taking pictures in front of Lismore, getting in their way, the people that are making money. All right, with their video What are we talking here? I mean, how, how many people are... Uh, there's a fucking lot. There's that's like, what I said to him today. Right. I said, how like, many is there? And he named, he named like five or six yeah. of them. Oh, really? This week in particular, yeah. there's always... Walton is really bad because the way that the do fencing works... Do they write works, for like underground moto blogs in Canada or They something? don't do anything. Oh. They post it on their Facebook and tag the person in it. And want, that guy likes it and they yeah. think it's their yeah. fucking Christmas is made. Yeah. Okay. And they get up on the podium. They get in the way of the teams. They're getting fo- photos and getting in the way of your Lismores, guys that I hire to work thing. I play, yeah. I play Lismore as well. Guys that are doing videos for the series, all that kind of shit. Like, if you got a camera and you want to take a fucking picture, just go over to the place where the fans are supposed to be. If you don't work for a media publication or you don't work yeah, for so the series. Yeah, there's no vests or anything in Canada? There is yeah. and there isn't, but we're, it's just not strict enough. It's fucking okay. Canada, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, just go ahead. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm fucking cutting into that next year. I am taking that but over. But how does this affect you outside of Muslim or getting mad? Uh, well, it affects me because yeah. there's an extra five or six people I got to push oh, away okay. to right. get that rider okay. to the podium yeah, yeah, okay. right. or clean up the mess in the yep. front, making sure my TV camera yep. is not getting uh, uh, getting the back of some fucking okay. poser's head with yep. his fucking hat crooked and some Fox jersey from like, oh, two. Yeah. Okay. And some camera that can only shoot this far in front of you. It drives me crazy. And this weekend, it just, I they got a box camera. Yeah, it's just, it's brutal. It's fucking It, it brutal. is a little bit out of control with how much free. Like it was busy this weekend. Free, you were up there. How much free reign that you have in Canada. Like, yeah. like I can go any, anywhere just in normal short and t-shirts carrying a beer. Even if I chose, I can go anywhere I want any time of the day on the, I can, nobody says anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Do you did you hear Brett this weekend on the mic at all? Uh, a little he, bit. He said it probably four or five times. Please, racers or sorry, fans, can you please not cross the track and go into the mechanics area? You're not allowed in there. <laughs> like it just became something. Just like the respect level of of mm-hmm. things at home. It just it gets missed a lot of times. Just because we're so open and so easy going and shit. I just wish sometimes that we were a little more American. I'm like, look at. You're not supposed to yeah. be there. Get the fuck over there. Oh, we uh, and, you know, we, we had some brawls this year in Supercross because the podium shots are very important for these photographers because that's what right. sponsors want, right? And and so wives, girlfriends, man friends, team managers, when the when their rider makes a podium, they get in there because they're now professional photographers on their phones, and the guys that are real cameras who get paid for these shots are yeah. like, get out of the way, like this is our space, and and it's gotten ugly. Because these I'm managers s- and girlfriends are like, screw you, that's my boyfriend slash rider up there. I'll, I'll elbow you in the face. And the photographers are like, no, this is our time no, I for, for photos. Agree 100%. And, and it's this like the guy same takes thing. the business photo. You want a picture of your son or daughter up there? Yeah. Buy it off of Yeah, and, and the same thing with the press conferences. We get <laughs> one one time with these riders at Supercrosses, and there's fans in there, and there's and there's team people, and they're 
They're milling up. Like, go away. Like, this is this is our time. The, yeah. the media's time is right here. And it pisses me off. Felt sells, Felt sells like VIP spots at press conferences to fans. Really? Yeah, great great work, Felt. You need that 50 bucks? It's really. See, really, look at this. Yeah. My rant just yeah. helped him rant. Yeah. I just didn't think there'd be that many people, Galdi. Like, I'm. I, I, big Wave Billy and Lissamore and... Uh, well, I got another guy, this guy, Randy okay. B, that works for me and helps yep. me out. Okay, um, that's three. There's there's always two videographers for our series okay. that make little videos and stuff for the yeah. back end of our And then show. there's these guys with fake legs or so, or whatever you made a comment about. Yeah, there's one. Why well, he's got a bum leg. This guy limped oh. around this Curtis guy. Okay. He's a fucking meathead. But, okay, so he's in the... drives me nuts. He just drives he's me... A, yeah. He's right in the middle of my fucking shot. Colton coming up on the podium. He's doing his uh, hey, fucking... Watch you don't bl- hit something off the... Hey, Table it's the there. rant. You're in the way of the rant. He, the, Colton come up and he does a full yeah. burnout, super cool yeah. shot. Yeah. This fucking plug's right in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. just drift, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that's rude to say, but, like, just get the fuck out of the dude, way. Are, are, uh, hey, bum leg guy, are you making any money from this? No. no. fuck. Are you shooting here for any, like, media outlet? No. Zero. Right. Yeah, the media outlet. Facebook.com. Right, 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 right. Bullshit. Instagram. No, was, Instagram. Was it? Good one, huh, Mark? That was fantastic. No, I'm just like, yeah, that's bullshit. But the thing is, they don't even respect it anyway. I could say them, I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. man. And then they'll just come in and sneak in another way. It just it sucks. I hate that. It pisses me off. Especially now that I'm trying to do that yeah. side of that job thing. Yeah. Fuck, that irks me. We have uh, we have people cover Supercross, and I don't know what the fuck they're putting their material on. And they get credentials. And I'm like, what are you doing right now? Like, who are you giving this info to yeah. that you're collecting and you're shooting? I literally, I know everybody in the industry, and you don't have any outlet for your information. Why are you credentialed? Yeah. We have a blog? Most what, likely. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't have money. a blog, but. Yeah. Well, <laughs> gets, you don't even have an updated gets, site for Wolfen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just posted a great read today. Everybody loves it. A great read today. <laughs> I don't want to toot my Guess own what? horn. Guess what the column's called? What? The day after, but it's actually fucking two days after. <laughs> well, it would be the day after if I didn't have to carry the fucking weight of this head case and well, weight and load. I had to load my own trailer. He's got to load my own trailer. He wasn't he's there. He's deciding whether he becomes indoor or outdoor rider right now. Yeah, you don't have he's to worry about it ever again. I get it. Yeah, he's I get at it. a crossroads in his life. It's my know? own fault for hanging out with a guy that can't realize where his career is at. Okay. <laughs> It's my fault. I understand. I should take the hit. Race Tech rant, everybody. Publimex Show 18 is the code. Publimex 18. Racetech.com. T-Dags. Keelan Meston. Some of the guys. Ben LeMay using Race Tech. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Oh, I like this intro. BTOsports.com, love these guys. Call there, call down there, mention uh, Pulp MX, get a hell of a deal uh, on anything they have, including Atlas braces. They got those. They carry FMF, they carry Maxima, Works Connection, W, Guts, Get, Pro Filter, shit. They carry just about everybody, everybody that we work with. Uh, please mention uh, Pulp MX when you call down there or put it in the notes section uh, on checkout online, and they'll also apply the discount. It's that easy, people. Uh, these are questions submitted to at Pulp MX Show on uh, Twitter, and the guy in the corner there. Goes through them, picks the best ones, and there's some for both of you jerkies and uh, and me also. So uh, let's do this, Marks. This one's from Cole Hakama. Since AP plans on taking number seven, does seven make him a huge offer for 2019? What would that be worth to that company? 
Honestly, that would be a bad idea. No, it isn't actually. No, yeah. I think of it. I don't know if they have huge money, to be honest. Like, I don't know what, what they have, but. Um, they're saving money on text messages and phone calls back to people. Yeah, they are. So there's no data. They got, they're saving on data. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good, 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 good point. I don't, that would be a neat uh, power play. On that. And AP's probably looking for a gear deal, right? Yeah, I definitely. AP7. AP7? Yeah, sounds all right. Yeah, how, 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 I mean, look, I would have never thought Cooper Webb would have done this poorly to start his career, although injuries have hurt him, you know. How does AP do out of the gate? 450 Supercross. I mean, can he podium? Mm, no. No? Top five. Well, it'd be a fifth place guy. Um, Denver's outdoor? Yeah. And the other ones, maybe weather helps with oh, some ruddy yeah, type yeah. stuff. Right, right. Well, He's yeah, yeah, very right. good at that yeah. that type of soil. Or even indoors, like Indianapolis and those races that are so yeah, muddy are and so ruddy. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like those kind of ones. All right. He could podium, yeah. Okay. All right. From Tanner Hall. Steve, you say amateurs take rides away from the chizzes of the world, but how, would, how about a brand ambassador such as RV or MC? That's marketing dollars. It's not racing. It's all marketing departments, so no. Nice Two try, Tanner. Budgets. Two different budgets. Grab my deke. <laughs> no, touch my deke. Oh, touch, touch my deke. Let me touch your deke. Let me touch my deke. Uh, the fuck it's becoming here, more of an accent every time yeah. you guys say right. fucking drift, you crazy old man. Uh, from Colin Fletchell. What's the deal with no factory team having three 450 riders? Is it really cheaper to have four or five 250 riders? I mean, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, an average salary for like a TLD team. I bet you is 150 Jesus. for four guys. And Tomac makes $2 million a year. Roxanne makes $2 million a year. You know, so yeah, it is cheaper. And you got to remember that sometimes the OEMs pay, but sometimes the teams pay. Uh, most times the OEMs pay at, the, at that level. But uh, yeah, it is. It's a lot cheaper. $2 million, like all in? No, $2 or million from, from like Cowie. Cowie. Yeah. This one's from GL's Drunk Thoughts. <laughs> Golly likes that one. Yeah. We read this one today. Read this today. The name of his Twitter is beautiful. Is KTM's dominance bad for MXGP? One team goes 1-2 in almost every moto, at least the U.S., and that janky ice racing series up north aren't as bad. I mean... We're the ice racers, right? Yeah, you're the yeah, ice racers. Nice. Um, it's funny when Colton said KTM tonight. I'm like, oh, yeah, like... You forget about that because it didn't go well. I only rode like but him and Clap went races, from Blackfoot right? to KTM yeah. Yeah. for for a year. Yeah, um, just one year. I think. No, Colt rode there two years. Did he? Okay. Did he get two years of? He, did, he only did like he did a couple like rounds, one right? or two yeah. races. Yeah, it didn't go well. Yeah, yeah. He wore one. Um, he wore one and, and a nine. nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. One and a nine. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a great question for sure. Like, they are dominating off road racing. They're dominating with Dunge. And Hurlings, with Dunge has gone out, but they did dominate with Dunge. Uh, and Marvin, and they got Husk, they own Husqvarna. They're basically white KTMs. At what point do you just go, huh? Because they've got a good percent of the bike market. They're doing well with that. And eventually they got to look at and then be like, you know what? This isn't, we're backing it down. So, I don't know. Well, if you look at the, the GP thing right there, yeah. like I mean, you look at MX2. When's the last time a non-KTM rider won MX2? In, in Europe? Yeah. Europe? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even oh, know. Oh, uh, actually, this year, that oh, uh, Geyser. Valandrin. Guy, no, I meant oh. a championship. Geyser. Oh, championship oh, no. Geyser. Other, well, than, other than Geyser. That was like three years ago. February won MX2, I don't think. Not MX2. Oh, yeah. Geyser won MX2? 
Yeah. No, he no. won 450. No, guys, he won, he won MX2. MX2. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Like three years ago. I think oh, okay, he okay. went back to back. I think he went, got, I think he went MX2 and MX1. Yeah. Yeah. Is that him? Okay. Because he, suge- he celebrated his championship at Glen Helen. And I went up to him to get an interview after the race. It was a little while after the last race. And I went up to talk to him, and somebody in like one of his team jerseys was like, "No media, no media." And I'm like, "All right, I'll, I'll move on. I don't really care." I'm talking to Tim Geyser. You thought you had like a shitty camera? I'm just, Why yeah, would yeah. I, didn't they want any media? I don't know, bro. I'm just like, all right, I gotta go. I really don't give a shit. So yeah. I see. I go talk to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jake Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> From Damon Courtney Galdi. After a season of outdoors with the MRC in the rearview mirror. What are some of the positive changes and things that could use improvement? What's MRC? The only drawback I have Motocross is the new, the new CMRC. Is that like ammo? Yeah. The only drawback no. I have is where our amateur moved to Sunday instead of Saturday. Saturday night was the night to get hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke like a true Canadian. <laughs> only uh, caring about the party. The positives, I do. Actually, I believe the Saturday thing is better for our, the pro side of things. If, um, unfortunately, yes, it bites the Saturday party in the ass. But uh, the positives, uh, great social media, great plan of attack for the future. Um, negatives are just stuff that are behind the scenes that they got to clean up. Just some communication stuff and ideas and finding whoever's in fits in, in the proper roles with, with certain uh, jobs, uh, positions. But um I think it's I think it's on the wrong path or sorry right path <laughs> <I meant to. laughs> right path I think it's on the wrong path wrong I'll tell path. you what yeah no the right path is what I meant to say but um, yeah sorry Damon about the the unfortunate incident for amateurs party on Saturday night yeah I'll tell you what the Manitoba club has found like their their, their entries have been big and they've been spreading out the races it's a Saturday Sunday thing now yeah everybody is yeah okay yeah. Never you mind. have to be that way. Your right. your customer base will not go unless you have Saturday practice. Really? Yeah. I would it's like a new for, way for my like ammo stuff. I would like to start trying to figure out how I could do like maybe six to eight motos. Yeah. To shorten up your Sundays, but dude, I don't want I, some guys come, some look, guys don't. I raced don't. in Manitoba. I raced for fifteen years. Okay, every Sunday or whatever in Manitoba. The races where I had to go Saturday night because they were so far away. I hated those races. Like I. You, you get up balls early on Sunday morning. You drive to the track, hour and a half. You get your done. You're done by 6 o'clock. You go back home. Like, I don't want a whole two-day commitment in local racing. I got – maybe my kids got soccer. or Maybe I want to make sweet love to my wife on Saturday or whatever. Like, nah, the like, commitment the – Like, commitment I don't want to the, do that. But now the way it works is that we leave Friday to go to these local races. Yeah. Because you got to be there so early Saturday morning yeah. for either practice to start. Or the racing to start. I wonder why local racing is dying. Well, and think how much that costs. Well, now yeah, you're yeah. gone Friday, we Saturday, Sunday. With yeah. Brady at the beginning. I have 28 classes. Yeah. Like. And everybody gets a trophy. And everybody gets pissed if they don't win or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember. class for everybody. Tough. It's bullshit. We used to, yeah. It's huge bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't do it, you don't have races. That is a huge commitment for a family or a racer to make. Yeah. And think about if you have two kids that race. Think of the money that costs. Yeah. What if it's, you just want to show up in your pickup? Nobody ra- does that anymore. Hey, but if, go you, if, you, if you go into hockey or baseball and that kind of stuff, you want to do tournaments or get to the next level, yeah. you're making a similar kind of commitment. You're going Friday. You got two games on Saturday for hockey. If you make it into the Sunday final yeah. and, no. it, you know, hotels. All, it, so there's commitments on all that levels. But, yeah, it's 28 no. fucking classes. It's like, there's oh. so, much, so much that is effed up in right. amateur motocross. So right ammo now. is uh, – you're done with ammo. You've merged with these guys. 
No, no, no. I, I run I'm underneath I'm so them. confused. No, ammo is, I'm like a group in Ontario that runs the MRC sanction. So I'm like, a, I'm a promoter. Is there I still promote. a group called MMRC? They still do their thing? No. Oh. MMRS. MMRS. MMRS, they're yeah. still doing their thing? Yeah. They're on the west, uh, east okay. side of Ontario. I'm uh, on the west side of Ontario. Uh, I'm, I'm still on. CMA's yeah. done. But CMA's done. CMRC's no, I actually done. still have a, CMRC is totally done. Yeah. <laughs> CMA well, still has races, right? I thought they were back in business this weekend. Ooh. I saw a trailer. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> this one's from Mr. McStovepipe. What are the top requirements for a track to hold a national? I don't know. Money, a good track, good parking. Facility. Yeah. Facility. Shitters. Location. Water. Calf type thing, like a little area for food. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, at the, I think at the U.S. level, it gets pretty big, right? As far as what you need. From Powerbomb Melon 27. <laughs> if you started a factory race team and you wanted a good top five guy and two top ten guys, how much money would you need to set aside just for the racers? Two top five? One top five and two top ten. Um, Quarter million. In the U.S.? Mm, That's pretty high, actually. You need, you need 600000 for the top five guy at least. Holy fuck. 700,000. And you need two top 10 guys? Yeah. Uh, you need 450s, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't specify. And you need another 250 a piece. 250 a piece for that. So you need a 1.6 million, 1.7 million. Jesus. For three guys to get in the top 10. Just salary. Yeah. Did you say 600,000 and yeah. then 250 a piece? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not 1.6. That's that's like 1.1, 1.2. Yeah, that's just over that's a mil. That's what I said. That's just over a mil. Check the tape. Sure thing. Check it's the, in there. Yeah. Check in the, the tape box. in here. Look in that box. It's, like the, a, it's a black box from like an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black box. <laughs> from the airplane. Get a, let's get a We did a, we did a podcast oh, this afternoon, and Galdi was pointing to the mixer saying it's in there. I meant in the whole <laughs> it's, scenario. It's, it's in here. What I, what I said is in there. <laughs> Fuck, you guys could drag something out. No, that was. No, you pointed at the new. Well, it was the first thing in the line. I could have pointed at the goddamn. Uh, There's no server helmet. in here to point at. Dark helmet. He was... said it was in there like it was like a Pulling fucking dark helmet. typewriter that fucking Steve had typed up the results <laughs> or the picks. No, remember, he doesn't record things because he fucked up something on his pulp of like fantasy. Okay. <laughs> From uh, LAX defense coach, Steve, what is your opinion of Kiefer picking his kid up on the Grom? I don't know what he's talking about. What? Ha- anybody know what that is about? I don't know. Oh. Like school or something? Probably. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. He if is. If I was Aiden, I, yeah. Yeah, was Aiden, I would not have gone on the back of that. Yeah, I don't know. Kiefer after dark. Just full. Just see it, bro. <laughs> um, does Jess Pettis get looks for a U.S. ride for 2020? No, no. I mean, he he rode well in Supercross. He made a main. He qualified well. But no, there are shit tons of guys that would would love to have rides and that, that don't get. Any if the, the the try at Ivy Corp thing, should he go for that? I mean, go, yeah, try it, you know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, she burned me a couple times this year. Easy on that. <laughs> so stupid, these guys. I'm just trying to make JT and Paul proud. Did you just say she burned you? <laughs> she? Yeah. They've Jess. never heard of the word Jess, and they, so they, they just think it's a girl. And I, like, I got, like, tons of hate messages from people saying, fuck JT and this and that. I'm like, what are you even talking about? So I asked JT, remember? Yeah. He said, I just never, his only reason for saying that, he said, I never but heard of a guy named Jess. He's probably never heard of a guy named Slavko, who yeah. is, works at Akropovich. 
you just start yelling about Slavko being a girl? I mean, <laughs> it's a name. Yeah. It's another country that you don't live in. I could see Pettis getting a West Coast Supercross ride. Not not like, I, I guess it depends on what you mean by a ride. Like a ride to the track in the morning? No. I'll like give him a ride a to the track in the morning. On a fucking Ridgeline. Yeah, on a Ridgeline. Like not on a big team, but like a 5150 type thing. Wasn't he right? Wasn't, didn't he have a semi bike no, thing with them or something? He somewhere? got a motor from those oh, that's guys, yeah. All right, next question. Sorry. We got to go because Newfus. From Warren MX affiliate, <laughs> any updates on Cade? Is he really going to get. Is he really going to be out four years? Yeah, they, they, if, as long as Cade races in Canada, they are not going to tell him really? how long his suspension is. Even though it has nothing to fucking do with FIM and WADA in Canada, they still don't care. They can still control you. This is like being a plumber, getting fired from your job, and then never being allowed to be a plumber ever again. Like, you just can't go, hey, I got fired from my plumber job because, uh, I don't know, I banged the secretary. But I'm, gonna, I'm still a plumber. I still have my hands that I plumb I can't with. Can't work anywhere. And I'm going to go to the down the street and work for that plumbing company. But no, you can't. You bang the secretary at the plumber, and you have to now become an architect. Like that. <laughs> Jesus. That's what they're doing. They're telling Kate yeah. that he's fucked because he's racing. Yeah. Where FIM and WADA doesn't apply. Like, how the fuck does that What's stand? What's he supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't do think make that's what I'm saying. Sit. What's he supposed to do? How do they sit in their office, drink coffee in the morning, and just be like, ah, fuck this fucking you guy? You just like, ruined a guy's life who actually submitted the paperwork right and is trying to work with you, and you ruined his career. Nice job, fuckholes. Great job. Well, I don't think you ruined it. You got to Canada. It's fucking pretty awesome. Up there. Right, and he gets called a point stealer by the announcers, no, by that, the media. That's just an idiot guy that works from Canada. Okay. Probably okay. get fired anyways. Yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Getting fired from Atlas, I hear, from social. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. Or two weeks. What am I up to? I'm three, four. I'm getting pretty good on the firing. That's why I run on my own shit now. <laughs> this was from Curtis. Noof, how do you balance working full-time and still stay, stay somewhat in race shape? <laughs> we were laughing at that today. Yeah, from right. at Randy Lockhart. <laughs> Ran, yeah. Rounds of shape. Like, who, who, who would say that to you? I, I don't know. Curtis. Curtis likes me. <laughs> I race almost every weekend at home. Well, first of all, you, I saw you rode your bike through the, through the warehouse at Atlas. Yeah. So that's how you do you, yeah. you motos. No, I race a lot. Like, local you, stuff. you still fucking rise a lot. Oh, yeah. Hey, what would you do on the weekend, Goldie? Monday morning or 7.30 yeah. a.m.? Oh, I, I don't know. I did this, that, and that. that. What'd you no. do? Oh, I was at Pop Compound and 30-minute motos. No, there was a... There was a um, of course, you let everybody know, Noof, but you did an Instagram story. Like, it was fucking cold, and you were motoring down somewhere in the spring or getting ready for arena cross. Whatever it was, it was cold, and you're what like, the fuck was that? Yeah, hear that? Yeah. And he's jogging. Hear that? Yeah, I know. If, let's recall this to the song. God, I wish run. I had won those championships at Walton this year. We would have really been able to play it up. You yeah. fucking weren't even close. You needed four guys to fucking DNF. Well,. That second, that I mean, maybe, maybe we're just an indoor guy now. Well, that's what Dean told me. He said, don't waste your time. Yeah. Don't. Because <laughs> I, I, he saw me. I had my shirt off. I was all bruised and stuff. He's like, no, if you're number three in arena cross, like, why are you doing this yeah. to yourself? Yeah. You're number three. In, that's how yeah. he said it, too. Colton said he dodged that class. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he had the chance to ride lights. Yeah. And he got out of there. Yeah. So, all right. Oh, fuck. This was from Nathan. Steve, when you were at Yamaha, was there pressure for Red Dog to ride a four-stroke, or was it rider's choice? No, he was signed to ride a four-stroke, and he made his name on a four-stroke. Phoenix 02, his carb fell off, and he dis- he bruised his 
lungs and broke ribs. That was not with me. The next year, uh, 03, we had a good year. 04, at the test track, his car popped off again. Not my fault. But you want to talk about my run out. My run from the from the side of the van to where he crashed it was on off, and he just ate shit. My run to that, thinking, did I leave something loose, yeah, was unbelievable. And I did not leave anything loose. The carb just popped off. We had different air boots we were trying. We had diff- all sorts of different things we were trying at Yamaha they just to did keep the carburetor then. on. Yeah, it just... It was like a it, common thing even it, on the production it, bike. Yeah, it flexed and, and, and came off. And, and well, the metal, the things wouldn't... Well, on the, on the production one, it wouldn't ever... You could tighten the the clamp. Well, you no, you can only tighten it so much. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, it, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't tighten. Like it wouldn't go any farther. Like yeah, it, because they wanted to, they wanted yeah. to keep us from over tightening or people yeah. from over tightening. So uh, so then Timmy, uh, I knew there was going to be problems because carb came off on like a Tuesday, and Wednesday I'm at the shop, and here comes Timmy's agent through the shop, and I'm like, oh hey, that's Fred, and big meeting, and 24 hours later. Friday before Anaheim, I'm like, it's like Mathis, build a two-stroke. I'm like, what? For Anaheim. Yeah. Timmy went to a two-stroke. So I built a whole YZ250. We went testing on Friday. No, I went to the track to set up. They, our test guy, Gothic, went with them to ride it. I set up the track. And then that race, Timmy, uh, right where the riders coming down, that state where the tunnel, where the riders yeah. come down to Anaheim, Red Dog goes on, off, or I don't know. I think it was just a triple. And all of a sudden, from the mechanics area, I just see him launch off the berm into the concrete. And he collapsed himself so gnarly that he pinched some of his intestine and, like, Ugh. pierced it. And poop and everything went everywhere. And then he was out for a long time. So, like, and he says, you know, he, he had one day on it, basically, to, to relearn how to ride a two-stroke. So He shit and, himself and at a So one? then, no, this was A2 or A3. Uh. So then, the next year... Timmy tells me he's going to ride a two-stroke in Supercross and a four-stroke outdoors in the off-season. And at some point, someone says, hey, Mathis, you need to build a four-stroke for him. And I'm like, okay. I was riding two-stroke. So I'm building this four-stroke, and Red Dog's like, we got to go, but I guess I can tell this story. Um, Red Dog's like, uh, how's it going? I'm like, I'm building a four-stroke for you. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, just FYI. Days later, Timmy's agent comes to the shop again. <laughs> and uh, I get called in, and I get reamed for telling my rider what I was doing. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? He's yeah. one of my best friends. He asked me. I didn't rat ball you guys. You know, and they made the point that I work for them and not Tim Ferry, and it caused a lot of strain. And he ended up back on a four-stroke. So. Did you get fired? No. But there was a lot, of, not like you, in, yeah. two, in two weeks. I was reaching. Um, but, was yeah, reaching. lots of drama with that whole – that's actually a – it's a really good story. I should write about it or, or do something, but it would blow people out. Maybe not, but – That's a lot of years ago now, though, people. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, we had wires on our carburetors for a while, from our cylinder heads yeah. to the carbs. We had wires, like tethers. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we did that Just, at home. Did you? Yeah, yeah. like in uh, 03. Yeah. I, I never wrote it, but, like – yeah. Pierce Chamberlain, Mike Island, those bikes, they yeah. they were all wiring those cars. Yeah. Bondi was doing that all yep. for them. And so. then, uh, yeah, so we, yeah, carbs, they, they were flexing on on-offs. They were back, in 02, it backfired and popped the carb off. In like 03, it just fell because it was, the boots would get hot 
uh, and stretch, yeah. and then you had a, a, a frame stretch, and, and the car would just pop off. So, good times. Imagine that, like you're on an on-off. Oh, yeah, terrible. From Mark Weischer, what's the deal with Reed and Scott Goggles? Did they leave on bad terms in 09, or no. is it just because he runs Oakley now? Yeah, I, I don't think they, I think just Oakley paid more or whatever. Yeah, but now if he races this weekend, it'd be interesting to see what goggles he has to use because Scott's it's a, a team goggle team, thing. Yeah. yeah. This one is from the Schecters. Steve, please settle a debate. Should you apply chain lube during motos, p- potentially attracting more dirt, dust, and sand, or just once before riding, and that's it? That's a age old question. I I think you apply it when the chain's warm. It soaks in type, and and, and don't apply it on the top. Go on the bottom, like. Go counter shaft, bottom, spin your wheel. So it goes on the bottom rollers. That's how I did it. And when the chain was warm. You guys? I go bottom. I never really worried about the warm thing. But okay. Nelson always told me never put nothing on. In the, just do it in the morning in the sand. Then never front nothing for the rest of the day. Okay. So the sand just falls. I lube it every time I go out. Because right. you can hear it starting when it gets yeah. dry. It's yeah. annoying. Yeah. That's right. That's what he heard. Keep after dark. <laughs> that's what he heard for the first five motors. His yeah. chain rattling. The yeah. second last time he just looted. That's right what's up. weird on the Alta. Is the chain noise, huh? Yeah. Fuck, you hear everything. on the Alta. You just hear. It sounds like the thing is going to grenade. I I think he was going, and then he heard about your results, and he might not. Fuck, I really want to ride. It sounds like that thing is going to grenade underneath you every time you twist the grip. Yeah. All right. From Tristan Davis, any changes to Eli's bike for the possible championship clinching race to increase reliability? Uh, no, I doubt it. They'll, they've, they've already tested that. They'll run the exact same bike. From Fender Bender, will Marty D be battling for Rookie of the Year if he ever moves to the 450 class? He's never going to move the 450 <laughs> class. <laughs> I mean, he rode 450 Nationals last year and killed it. Yeah. Atlas Brace. Yeah. I think he's back at PC. He's again, back right? at PC. Yeah. Life's good. 13th year. <laughs> Giving her hell. He did get screwed this year, though. He was fast. He was, yeah. But the anvil... Always falls it on Marty. Does. He's the coyote going after the roadrunner. Yep. It always falls. Me, 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 Yeah. <laughs> I touch your dick. <laughs> Can I touch your dick? Uh, from Chris Jackson. Can I see your dick? <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. That story so rattles me. Yeah. I feel like Stally. Someone should have told Stally. He grabs Stally's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds gay. All right. Big time. From Chris Jackson, what are your thoughts on Team Canada for Desnations, and where do you see them finishing, and can they beat Team Puerto Rico? We covered this. They will definitely beat Team Puerto Rico. Galdi said 8th. I said 10th. In the B-Main? No, stop it. I go 11 or 12. That was that that Moser guy. That wasn't You guys should have saw them in Toshintal when they just crumbled in the B-Main. Really? They had like three out of the top six spots like it was yeah they, they had like four points the next country had like 20 yeah during the race it yeah. was all we were who, going to, who blew it, it? it they all did they really all, they just yeah. crumbled dude really in Torshintal. yeah i was, wasn't good i was watching I it and i'm like were oh you my, there in that one yeah you, you went, i was I've watching been, it live at like four in the morning what, that b finals 30 minutes long isn't yeah it? all guys Why so long i don't know bro yeah, if, if you make that, you got to do two And then other, two more 30s. Yeah. You could be the one, too. If you're that guy right with the MX2 guy, you'd have to go back to back. Yeah. Oh, I, I've been to every Disney's uh, for 11 years. Really? Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Not bragging, not bra- not tooting my own horn, but yeah. toot toot. It's your job. Yeah. Right. This one's from Sean for the Canadian boys. On what team does Dylan Wright end up next year? You've already said. Going back to MX101. 
a swap going down. Do you agree? There's a key party swapping out. Do you agree? All right, no. we don't care. If you got to think that long, we don't care. <laughs> no. There's a chance it could no. happen. Well, yeah, there's a chance he could go to Monster. There's a chance he could yeah. right for Carlson, but I don't, I don't think he goes there. What about like a Moth to GDR, right to MX1, Pettis to, to Cowie? Jesus, But those circle. three guys. Big swap. Yeah. That's yeah. a circle. Moth's got a deal, right, already? Yeah. 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 All right, never mind. From Jordan Clevenger, does Team USA get to pound motos at Redbud to prep and are other countries allowed to? No. Nobody? No. Um, from Michael M. Steve, I noticed JT took some serious heat for his pompous attitude towards Team Puerto Rico. Is that the reason he deleted his Instagram? Did he really? I have no idea. JT deleted his Instagram? Hey, Marks, you saw some tweets. JT's getting heat for his attitude on the show. No, his Instagram's still alive. Is it? Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't posted forever. Maybe he got blocked. Yeah, that's it. That's actually it. You got blocked, buddy. That's like me when I went to go see Anderson's Instagram. His hashtag people is, telling me, please unblock me, because you have a You saw that when Anderson blew Is that the original guy? Yeah. Yeah, go fuck himself. Hey, Anderson blew you out there on his Instagram when Jake and DV shared it on your Twitter yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty Well, funny. it's not even, I mean, it's fake Jason Anderson. He doesn't run his Twitter account or his, his social, so oh. fake Jason Anderson blew me out. Yeah. I have no idea if the real Jason Anderson thinks that way or not, but... Anyways, it's the start of an Eminem song. You know what I should do is I should take all of Anderson's stupid moves and make like a massive collage video and be like, look at this moron taking all these dudes out. And then I'll go, ha, just like he did. Right. And we'll, we'll go back and forth. Start so, a big war. Anyways, I thought it was, I thought that was a cheap shot by the fake Jason Anderson. I really did. I'm like, whatever, bro. So yeah. what are you going to do? That's all. Uh, that's it. Yep. All right. BTOsports.com. Love those guys. Uh, mention Pulp of Mex when you call or put in the notes when you go down. So, uh, all right. RJ Hamsire, Colton Fasciati, Alex Ray, Jeff Ward. Best guest tonight, Goldie. Colton was pretty good, but I enjoyed chatting. I enjoyed listening to Jeff. Yeah. I like all that old stuff. Noof. I liked RJ. RJ Hampshire was good. Okay. It's pretty honest, right? Yeah. Where no, he didn't good. pick the Atlas first guy. Uh, oh, I uh, I thought I thought it was Wardy. I, I had thought, to carry uh, that interview, Goldie. I know that's why I didn't. I thought you were going to pick it. it was so you what did you think? What do you think, Brady? Best guest tonight. Mm, Make sure you yeah. don't pull the mic to the to your mouth. Yeah, I, I liked Wardy. That just yeah. it's just cool to hear from a guy like that. That's you know been Abs- around the blog. Absolutely. Atlasbrace.com. Email Ryan at atlasbrace.com if you got a question, an issue, color coordination, anything, anything you need. Atlasbrace.com. You can help out. And I'll just forward it to Brady. <laughs> That's actually probably very true. Uh, thank you for your support, both of you, for the show. Uh, no I think we're going on year five or something of year four or five or something. You guys have been on the show, so it's awesome. It's been it's been a big big yeah, help for us. We appreciate yep. you letting us come on and, and uh, do our thing. It enables to, enables us to you know get Gall down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, Galdi, you did this job before. All right. Let's go. Let's alternate. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read off the sponsors. First thing that comes to your mind. All right? This segment's gone horribly sometimes, so yeah. please try to keep it on the rails. Galdi looks very tired. Okay, here we go. Start with Galdi. Okay, Galdi. BTOsports.com. New shitty performance at Walton. Fly racing. <laughs> Fly what racing. Hey. JT. Race tech suspension engines. Noof's crying at Walton. All right, Vortex racing. 
I don't even know. Are you just going to say all that I did shitty at Walton? I didn't say you did shitty that second time. <laughs> Listen to the show, bro. Vortex? Vortex Racing. A-Ray. Gear Alloy. <laughs> you can't even help yourself. Uh, no, uh, your sick wheels on your ridgeline. All right. Uh, Roost MX. Uh, graphics. Uh, I thought you were going to A-Ray again. Uh, no, I couldn't. Okay. I was thinking. Vertex Pistons. Uh... Pistons that might have helped Newfoot Walton. All right. X-Brown goggles. Uh, I needed them at Walton, I guess. Yep. Mission Star Cross 5. The reason why Newf sucked at Walton. All right. Maxima USA. Uh, chain loop. All right. FMF. Did you have a pipe on your bike? No. <laughs> Stock. Uh, needed one. The one. reason he didn't one. do better at Walton. <laughs> I needed a pipe. Uh, Talon Volan 2001. No, no, that was uh, no. Wait, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. No, he was PC ninety nine. No, no. Was he ninety nine? FM team? Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. You're really losing it. I was on the team in eight ninety eight. You know who lost it? Newf at Walton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Works connection. You. I need one of those purchases. Yeah. Atlas neck brace. Oh. Shitty representation clippy, in the clippy, vet clippy. class. <laughs> clippy, clippy, yeah, getting clipped. <laughs> uh, w wheels. Previous uh, employer. <laughs> yeah. W wheels. Uh, I need a set of those too. <laughs> guts racing. Newf lost his guts at Walton. Uh, get data. Get get. <laughs> yeah. Get 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 get. Matt Gurky, because for yucks. some reason it stuck out in my head that he had it on his it bike. It is, it's yeah. on the front of their yeah. bike. Uh, Pro yeah. filter. I want to get some of those, actually. Uh, they're filters that you don't have to wash, right? Or, yeah. no. Well, yeah. they have some that you can wash, and they have some you don't need low to wash. Low maintenance. Yeah. Low maintenance. Yeah. Um, I want a girl. Uh, the girl said low maintenance. I said no maintenance. <laughs> I love that uh, line. Honda World Downey. Uh, you. Yeah. Uh, ride engineering. Uh, triple clamps for Jess Pettis, yeah. championship team. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. What Goldie's going to be looking at in two weeks. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. I, was, I was really hoping you were going to say like, that. You counted that out perfect. Hey, double no, that, but as soon that. as I said that, I'm like, please say something about Goldie. Send Goldie the link <laughs> okay, to right. his phone. He can look at it. I can work on those cowies. Clippy, clippy. I can work on those cowies. Produce or get cut loose. Hey, you know what's so awesome about this? What? Brad McLean. Yeah. The other guy, Big yeah. Wig, yeah. is so relieved right now that I broke the news to Galti that he's going yeah, to, yeah. yeah. to do it. to do it. Absolutely. Well, good time. Hey, you guys uh, uh, flew from uh, Toronto, Walton, all the way here, and uh, we're chasing the sun tomorrow, Newt, but yeah. you're turning around, Galti, and going right back home. And uh, so I appreciate you coming out because it was the, wow. the last round of the series. You probably very much just wanted to go home and relax with your I family. I fucking zonked. Right. I have seven days in a field with this dick. Yep. One of my best buddies. Yep. We're going on uh, 21 hours right now. Yes. Of being awake. I, I'm surprised the bodies. This, still might get him a pul- this might get him a pulpy. It might. Third no, time. No, no, no. America votes fucking red, white, and blue. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was very high hopes earlier. <laughs> well, I, no, we were feeling good. Newf brought me down. He sucked the life out of me. I'm losing a job, man. I'm fucking got to go hide for a job tomorrow. Right. <laughs> well. You maybe. should write your flood. You haven't done it in three weeks. <laughs> Dude, seriously, the flood is dry. Yeah. There is the no flood. flood. There's no it flood. looks like that, that fucking thing that's going on the side of your house out here. Yeah. Is there supposed to be yeah. water in that? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. When it rains really bad. Uh, so, and new. Huh? 
Thank yeah, you it's for a thank, thank you, you for coming in. Atlasbrace.com. Brady, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming in and, yep, thank uh, you for and helping us. our helping our listeners and everything else. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Marks. Thanks to Pookie. No wait. Thanks to Moser and Swisscore and Pookie and Marks. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. PublicMexFantasy.com. One round left. One Did more. you say the guy in lead dropped a seventh? Yeah. Ouch. Wow, he He's been bed. in the lead for weeks. And he had a KX250, and he dropped a seventh. Dude, he scored like 312 Rough. last week. Oh, that guy's on. I wonder if that guy had Jason <coughs> Anderson. <coughs> Ooh, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, that chip from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it just came All back right, up. everybody. We got to go. Things are getting, people are getting delirious in here. Uh, so thanks to our sponsors. Chicken. Thanks to you people. Uh, Chris Kiefer in <laughs> studio next week. And uh, maybe David Villeman. He might be in town. So that'll be fantastic. And he fucking him. better come in because that show has got to carry the weight of what just blew up here. Your server's fucked now. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete.